I said, girl, why you keep calling? I yes. said, girl, why you keep calling? Yeah. She said, I need a new him. Yeah. Cause I know that you're still ballin'. She just wanna go back to the new dress, so I brought that girl up the lawn. This is 21 minutes until I go so I tell that girl I'm gonna start. We gotta speed it up. We gotta speed it up. Shout out to that nigga Manta from Canada. I forgot the reason you were leaving. Honestly, we I doing don't this one time. We having a good Could time. I'm feeling I know these drugs can't save your soul. Cause we got high, so high, so high. We got the lows don't seem so low. We got by Rodeo Drive. We shopped buying designer clothes. Now Hollywood is feeling like my second home. Till my body is a second home You're probably like the sweetest girl I've ever known But I probably fuck it up Cause to me falling in love is uncomfortable Canada man This is the Bros Who Think Podcast My name is Lyndon Burton A.K.A. Youngboy D-Wits A.K.A. The People's Champ A.K.A. Big Gang Is in the mother fucking building and as always i'm joined by my brothers to my left mr brooklyn and to the bottom doom i'm starting off with durag doom man doom how you doing this week boy look I'm at good, you man i'm good man another another saints w bro <laughs> good, man. give it to camara go camara yes, go camara when your dreads are rushing <laughs> <laughs> to let's the, go man to the left man look at him but when bandana Yo, brooklyn and durag doom is here it's like we got the <laughs> infinity stones all gathered together and schubert back Oh, it's like the Infinity Stones this week, baby. What's up, B? I'm chilling, bro. I can't complain. You know what I mean? Another day, another dollar. I'm too hyped for y'all right now? Nah, nah. We, nah, we, good. we good now. It was <laughs> just when, when you first picked up the call, I was like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> we just vibing today, man. We just vibing. So anything happened with y'all over the weekend before like, I just jump into the shits? We got, a, we got a damn good show for y'all this week. A lot of dumb shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of super super dumb shit. Oh, let's start off real quick, real quick, real quick. We gotta uh do a moment of silence for a couple people because we we lost a lot of lives this week. Uh, mo- we were rest in peace to King Von. Sad, sad, sad situation that that brother had to go. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Rest in peace to Mo Three or M O H Three from Dallas. Super sad situation. They they shot that man on the highway and he Crazy. was just he he like. Dude got out of his car. They stopped him. I don't know how they stop you on. I don't know how someone stops you on the highway, but like they stopped his, their, his car. He got out. He, they was killing all the people in there. He started running and they just gunned him down on the highway. Nigga flat laid out while cars driving around him. To me, if you've ever been in Dallas, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that fucking works. Like big ass highways, bro. That's what I'm Large saying. Wide ass highways. Like, dude, how that shit? Like, are you stopping on the highway? Like, I don't, I don't, it, I can't comprehend how that happens. I don't know, bro. Them niggas pulled some Grand Theft Auto shit out, bro. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a That's fact. Crazy. Like, that shit was nuts. So rest in peace to MOHH3. Rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Lost a good one. Legendary Alex Trebek. I'm trying to think. I thought we lost someone else, but 
maybe uh, Sean Connery. I don't know if I said that two weeks ago, but rest in peace to Sean Connery as well. Let's just take a moment of silence real quick. Super, super sad situation. Rest in peace, all the brothers. What's up, dude? I'm starting with you. What's up with hip hop right now, man? I think it's in a, I think it's bad. Like it's bad off right now. We got hip hop people dying. Boosie just got shot. Like hip hop is, hip hop is in a weird, weird, rough place. Like this shit is crazy. These young niggas ain't playing around. Yeah, man. I, I really don't know, bro. I think just people in general right now going crazy. Mm. It is wow. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck going on. Everybody losing their mind, man. It's it's bad, B. What's up with hip-hop, man? It's worse than the 90s. See, and you know, it's crazy. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say, you know, every now and then, you know, we get we go through this cycle where it's it's a dangerous business all over again. But this shit is really like, before it was fueled by like, you know, other rappers beefing with other rappers. Now it's just niggas hating in general. Like niggas yeah. just hating. Like how you got that much hate in your heart for another nigga just because you see him shining, bro? That's bad, bro. Disturbing, bro. Like that's something. And I'm going back to what Doom always say. Like, yeah, we got to worry about the politics and shit, but it's more so we got to fix our community. That nice. crab in the bucket mentality. That that we killing each other. Like that shit got to stop. Like like I know we want progress, but like that shit has to has to stop. Like. It, we could get all the support from the white people from every other race. We could get it all. But if we don't value ourselves and our lives, then none of that shit going to change. Right. Like, it's, it's bad off. Like, dude, what, what, what do you think about that, about that situation, about just us losing this crab in a bucket mentality? Nah, it's, it's just like you say, bro. It's like, you can't, you can't look at somebody like Joe Biden or Trump to take us serious as a people. When we don't even take us serious as a people. That's a fact. Like, cause all that shit, that's that's like it's just a bullshit game, bro. It's shit that niggas do for social media, it's shit that niggas do to look tough in the street, man. Nobody give a fuck about that at the end that's of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like dude that shot Vaughn. Yeah, my nigga, you was tough in front of your boys for five minutes. Now you in jail for the rest of the Now you in jail. Life. Everybody hates you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you did that shit for what? Exactly. <laughs> for what? what? What good came of that shit? Right. Exactly. And even like, I don't I don't know if this is true, but like they said Quando Rondo was trying to save that nigga. Like they, I saw the video where he was like talking, like uh, he was like, yo, y'all come, y'all come. I don't know if he was like bullshitting or he was trying to save him, but bad situation. Vine ran up, snuck him. There was, there was, but he didn't sneak. He just punched him and he was about to fight and then his homie just bust out the blicky and started shooting. Crazy, crazy situation. They should just let them people run their fair one. Like, what's wrong with having a fair one? Quando, get your ass blip, whip and come back again. And that nigga was spraying too, cause they said he shot like six people. My nigga, like, yeah, yeah. God damn. And like they talk about that in the academics uh, interview with his manager. Like that's that's all that shit. The manager was talking. He was like, it wasn't the cops. Like this was them niggas. The niggas was hating. Like, dude, what'd you think yeah. of that interview? Cause I know you saw that shit. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't even, watch I couldn't this? even. I, well, I see clips from it. I okay. See, I didn't see the whole thing, but I couldn't take the whole thing, bro. Mm. I just, I hate act. I'm sorry, man. No, I, I get it. I get it. We can talk about that. Academics is. Fuck nigga, bro. Fuck nigga. Like, I respect what he built. I used to at least, and because he came from nothing, like something like what we doing, but like, he has no integrity to me. There's no integrity. Text. There's it's no gone. respect. Like, dude is just. He does everything for clicks. Like, he doesn't understand these are people's lives he's fucking with. Like, yeah. when I talk to... And I've, I've interviewed hood rappers. That's a physic. Like, I interviewed gang members on this show. And I don't... I don't we don't talk about that. Like, I, 
I respect them enough to where I'm not putting that out there because like they have a hard enough time dealing with the police as it is. Like, right. I'm not <laughs> I'm not about to give these people ammunition <laughs> to go put lock up another black man or to lock up another white to lock up anybody. It don't fucking matter. I'm not doing that. Y'all do your fucking jobs and go fucking catch them if they did something wrong. But if not, I'm not going to be the lead to that. And I just feel like academics is clowning. And then on top of that, everything he did with Chicago and he was a reason why a lot of people got killed. Like he's a part of it. And he won't, he won't take the blame. Cause like, Oh, hell no. He might not. Be That's why I'm directly, glad Vic Mensa called him out back then. Yeah. <laughs> he, he might not be like directly the reason, but I think it's, it's people like him creating a culture to where like, he making it to where that shit is entertainment for everybody else. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? And like yep. on, on his Instagram and shit, you like people looking at it, especially like people who obviously not in that life. That's like watching WWE to them. Or watching The Godfather. That's you know what, what I mean? that shit right. is. The, the Real Housewives of the Hood. Yeah, <laughs> that's a exactly. That's a fucking fact. And yo, like... I'm so happy. It was the best thing I ever did when I unfollowed academics from Twitter and Instagram. Granted, you might not get some young nigga news here and there, but it comes my way all the, all the way, all the time. And like, there's more people with integrity that's reporting that type of stuff. Like, right. shout out to Fee, Gossip, Gossip of the City. Want the bet? Like, want to talk about news? Fee is the best when it comes to that. Gotta shout out that black lady. She is fucking killing it. But, uh, the, everything you just said, Doom, reminds me of an Oliver Stone movie that was written by Quentin Tarantino, Natural Born Killers. And like Robert Downey Jr. in that movie, I literally watched that today and it's crazy that we're talking about this. But Robert Downey Jr. played a media member and Oliver Stone was basically, he made this in 94 and basically he was foreshadowing everything that happened up to this point. Like he called it to a T just how these media are trying to like promote this hysteria and this violence for clicks and it's just about making it as insatiable or like sensational and just making it as something that where people want to watch it constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's killing us, man. It's really killing us. Yeah, it is. And it, it, that's, it's super fucked. Especially in like an act case, it's too easy for him to do that. Like, I think they need to be something to... That's a fact. And, like, he should be bigger than what he is. Like, the fact that he keeps doing this is why he's not bigger than what he is. Like, getting too spicy. Like, (laughs) Ak should be the young nigga that gets... Like, it shouldn't be Elliot... Like, granted, Elliot and B-Dot are the kings. 100 respect to them dudes. They're, like, the OGs. And my, my love for what they do is... I'm at like all the way up top. It's on 10. Like those dudes inspired me, but there's no reason why they should get the 21 Savage interview before academics. Right. Academics should, should get every young nigga exclusive. Uzi, 21, uh, NBA young boy. But those niggas don't fucking trust him because of his integrity level. That right. nigga should be the, the yeah. word of like everyday struggle is, is not the only reason why that show is good is because of Wayno and Nadeska. And it's, and it's kind of like 50% good. Like it's not the best of shows. And like, he should have took what Jim and Joe built and catapulted his ass to like the top of the top. Like when academics goes live on Twitch, he should have guests coming. Like he should be bigger than what he is, but he's not because he doesn't value. Honestly. And I know this might sound like a hot take. He doesn't value these black rappers. He doesn't value their lives. He doesn't care about them. He sees them as, as uh, indispensable and as just a business opportunity. Yeah. I think another reason like niggas know when you talk to act, what kind of content it is. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Like, I think yep. 21 will go sit down with Elliot Wilson because he'd rather it's real. have a conversation than trying to, you know, 
swing the content into how we can right. get those likes and clip this and clip that. Like, act one of them niggas. And I ain't gonna lie, they got an audience for that. So, like, him, Adam 22, like, I respect what he do. Like, he he really smart at what he do. I just don't fuck with it. Like, like I said, I don't follow him no more. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't fuck with that kind of shit, man. B, it's how you feel about all this? Oh, no, go ahead. Do finish up and then we'll get to B. Oh, no, I was just going to say, especially when, like, we in the climate that we in with black people. You know what I mean? Like, it's time to cut that bullshit out, bro. We should not be beefing with each other. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a fact. Would be what you feel about all this. Nah, yeah, you could go, and, you could take it anywhere you want from like Vaughn's death or to MO3 on the high. We could talk about yeah. anything. And and but with the Vaughn shit is like, you know, with the Quando Rondo and shit, like niggas be pinned against each other and like it don't even it'll be some like some small dispute. Over women. And, That's what it was. It was over Ak women. We'll take that little dispute and run up the views. And now all of a sudden you feel like the next time you see this nigga, you gotta throw hands. Like, yep. and it don't even be, it, it was never something that, that was that was that deep. But yep. because he they was able to, he was able to put fuel in the fire. Instigate. Now he's in there smiling and cheesing and shit. Like, I can't wait to be the first person to drop whatever happens. Like, and he starts is, it, and then he know so all the fans gonna follow. He know all the fans gonna be in Quando Rondo, like Vine, fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga. And they gonna be on Vine right. page, like fuck Rondo. What you gonna do? You better throw hands, nigga. You a real nigga. What you gonna do? And it's all because of academics pouring gasoline on like a little match. Like it's a little yeah. situation that could be easily resolved. But I think as black men, we need to have, or just as men in general, we need to be let go of ego. Let go of right. pride and have a conversation with each other. I think that's the, uh, another issue at this at its core. It's like women should not be the reason why we're beefing with each other. Because these bitches is for the streets. That's what I'm they saying. for the streets. If she didn't choose you, then that should show you like, oh, she didn't choose me. Fuck it. I'm pushing. You can have right. her. Like, why do you want someone that didn't choose you? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like they, they need to go back and listen to uh my my son A Boogie's first mixtape. He said, "If you took my bitch and you scooped her, I salute you. That's it, bro. That's your bitch now. I don't want her, bro. That's it, bro." We like, talked about that the other week when he was in Vegas when he was with that fine ass girl and he knew. Oh yeah, she, bro. He just, he just left. The VIP section, you gotta go, bro. That's it. I'm out. You in the DJ section? I'm out. I'm off this. <laughs> Shit is crazy. But you know what's crazy, bro? Act, act is like the nigga. Back in school, when you was in the cafeteria, I know what you're saying, yo. <clears throat> and a nigga step on your shoes or something, and Damn, come on, I know you me. ain't gonna take that. <laughs> I know you ain't gonna let that nigga just do that. You know what I'm saying? But Damn. but picture the cafeteria is like the whole culture in that bitch just watching. You know what I'm saying? And everybody so like, oh, nigga, so what you gonna do now? Yeah, bro. And I'm saying we already know these niggas is street niggas with money. They not really caring about no female like that. It wasn't a no no. female that brought us to this level. It was that bullshit, like, egging it on. Like, now you look pussy in front of the whole world. And now that's exactly what they're afraid of, bro. They're you know afraid of mean? looking pussy. Instead of just resolving the situation, talking, they're like, nah, if I talk it out with him, they're going to think I'm soft. Like, no, yeah. nigga. Or y'all could just talk about it, move on, and I have to worry about neither one of y'all name being in bad press. Or, or just how about this? Like, even if that happened and you can't talk, Fuck it, nigga. You making so much fucking money. You didn't change your mom's life. You didn't change your sister life. You didn't got everybody out the hood and you are right there. You are at the cusp. You have made enough money to get them out. So now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm at the cusp of making generational wealth. I'm not quite there yet, but like, right. 
fuck that. You, you got to let your pride go because Vaughn got children, man. Like, Vaughn has children, and now they grow up without a daddy. Now they're not going to have the money that they could have had. Bro, he was right there. He was one song away from being bigger, right. like, one of the biggest young niggas coming out. Like, the same thing that happened to Pop. Like, he just put out a fire album, and now he won't get to grow the like grow the brand more than it should have been like Vaughn should be huge now but he's not because of this and what's crazy is I only heard of Vaughn like maybe a couple weeks before this that's what I'm saying like I literally just heard my first Vaughn song maybe two weeks before and his album is good that's the crazy thing yep. him and Pop both made really fucking good albums and, yeah. and yo that MO3 thing I don't know how someone shoots you on the high I don't know how that happened oh, I, I really I legitimately can't fathom how they got you to stop on the highway and get out the car. Like, okay, so were they were they shooting out the window? Did they like drive in front of them and stop with guns? Yeah, Nigga, all they you had must to do have just... pulled up with like multiple vehicles and like and blocked them in. in. Like, they had to. Niggas was on some fast and furious. Because I'm about to say, yeah. if you come with guns, even if you like, let's say, okay, so let's say this is this is you. You're the dip can. This is the car. The car stops horizontal. They pull guns out. If I'm the driver in the car, I'm risking it and saying, fuck it, and blowing past and trying yeah. to just, like, if we get hit, at least it's better than us stopping and just dying. Like, right. yeah. I, I, like, I really can't fathom how that happened. Yeah. It's like what you said, dude, they had to box them in. They had, there's, to stop. I mean, that's, that's the only way, honestly. I mean. Like, to stop? Like, I, I, are they shot the he, tires? He had to, he had to feel like there was no other route because he got out the vehicle. Yeah, he got out the vehicle so it, and it, ran. It had to be, yeah, it had to be something. And, and like, what's what crazy the, about him, too, is I didn't know about him till this happened. Lucy Mike Tyson interview. Oh, yeah. And then same, that's bro. when I peeped him because that's the nigga that was with Boosie during the interview. Yeah. So I never, Ew. I had, had never peeped his music before that point. Yeah, me and then that's when I listened to him, and then not even what a couple weeks later, nigga, dead. Like, that's like that's wild, bro. That's super crazy. Like I, I can't like. And my other, the other thing that's wild to me in my mind, what were the other cars doing? Yeah. <laughs> like what were the know, other bro. cars doing? Were they just like, oh, I'm not trying to get shot? Like I ain't gonna lie though, that would be me. I see oh, some niggas sure. get out in the highway with some guns nigga, and shit. I'm, I'm doing oh, I'm rolling. shit to get away from them. I I'm rolling. trying to peep and see what's happening. I'm out that motherfucker. Right. I'm, so I'm driving down the, the service. I'm driving down. Oh the no, road. I'm not blaming them. I'm just like I'm yeah. just trying to picture like what did they do? Yeah. I'm getting in the so media if I got all them. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say we all in the media with it, bro. I'm doing something illegal to get away from these because it's already an illegal situation. It's already fucked. So it's like. I'm just trying to save my fucking life. That's a fact. Yo, that shit is not, especially like a Texas highway. Like we've all driven in Texas. Like, yeah, yeah they, they, they wasn't on no back country road. It was niggas. Out no. there, that was real life situations. That shit is crazy. Like I can't fathom it. I can't fucking fathom it. So again, rest in peace to all those people. We just got to do better as like black people. We have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to have to do better because like yes in the 90s in the early 2000s we they made fun of rappers they were like oh y'all don't live y'all raps but now it's too much now it's fucking way too much like it's like these young boys think like they gotta do this shit or it's not like they're not being real yeah and it it, it get me bro because i feel like nowadays we've already proven in rap that you can make it without yeah. you, you, you can you. even rap the gangster shit all that and still not live. Like six nine is is the prime example. Like 
Little Tecca don't have no guns. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. And and he even came out and admitted and said it. He like, nigga, that's I'm why not, I respect him. I'm it's... not about none of that shit, nigga. <laughs> I just say that because it sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? Like one thousand. And that's why I respect Tekka, because like he was honest with it. dude. You can rap about anime and be famous, bro. Like, yeah. Like, it, do you feel like this is a a, a a issue with us as men? Like, is it a self conscious issue? Like, I don't understand why people are afraid. To be themselves. Yeah. I think, man, and obviously without trying to get too deep in it, I think just us as black people, we're programmed to think like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're we're programmed. Go into that. We could get deep. I don't mind. Because I, I think it's an issue of pride, but but everybody has pride. That's not the part yeah. that's specific to black people. I think we're just programmed to think from a spot of scarcity. You know mm, what I mean? Like gotcha. we we immediately look at it like if you got it, that mean that I don't have it. You know what I mean? And that I can't get it. I don't have it. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't yeah. think that exists in no other culture. You know what I mean? Like where it definitely doesn't like, like black people they can look at somebody and say, damn, he doing good. The better he do, the less chance it is that I could do good. Mm. And it couldn't be further from the case. You know what I mean? Like, it's honestly the opposite. Like, the more that niggas like Vaughn and Pop and all these niggas start blowing up, because you got to realize that these niggas, especially a nigga like Pop, like, he was getting to the point where it's like, you at a mainstream level of of artistry. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, as far as, like, in the industry and shit. When rap acts get to that point, because you got you to gotta remember, it's only been recent that niggas in rap make it to that high Pop level. level you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's only been maybe, I, I want to say, probably the last... I'd say, like, since Nelly. Yeah. Or, or maybe, let's even but, say but even him, Wayne, he was, like, like limited. Wayne, I think Kanye Drake might have been the first nigga to transcend that. Because Nelly was big, and Nelly, like, did this shit with Tim McGraw, and he kind of yeah. ascended just hip-hop. But I'm going to say, it wasn't until... Like Drake. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kanye. Yeah. I'm gonna give Kanye his pro- yeah. like. I think I think Fifty and Nelly were like the foundations of it. Fifty Nelly and Ja Rule, because Ja Rule doing all the J Lo pop shit. But I think when we got to Wayne Ye and T Pain, that's when it really was like, okay, these niggas could be pop stars. But then Drake yeah. took it and Drake brought it to a whole but, but other even fucking then, level. Though, you gotta think as big as as Wayne was and as big as Fifty was, like they never were top artists in the world sales wise like like you got to think there was literally no other person selling more than drake at a point a hip-hop yeah, that's artist. true that's like that's there was true. no but i want to give kanye his flowers because like yeah give him his flowers drake, bro. Yeah, drake yeah. is like lebron like drake is like lebron like lebron made the work the game like global like right, without lebron right. the game isn't global but i think michael jordan introduced the game to the world so that's why i gotta right. give the generation of wayne yay and T-Pain, like, their flowers, because without them, it doesn't get introduced to the world. Drake makes it, Drake makes it, like, worldwide. Like, when, like there's no doubt in our mind that hip-hop is the biggest genre. But I think when Wayne, Ye, and uh, Payne, and, like, the Jay-Z era, that's when it was like, okay, rap is the biggest genre, but it was still debatable. Drake right. made it not debatable. And without and without the the foundation they set, Drake wouldn't have been able to do what he was able to do in mm-hmm. a little bit of albums. Because if you think about it, it's not recent albums that no, Drake it was by, it was by the second the album. 
Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So without their foundation, he's not able to do it as fast as he as he does it, as he does it, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you still got to think about it. Rap is, I mean, hip hop in general is still the baby version. You know what I'm saying? It's 60 years old. Is it 60? It might, hold on. It's not even what, like 80? Let me see. God damn, nigga. You sound like a kindergartner. How old do you think we are? Nigga said 80 and it said age 60. No, it started in like 1980. So hold on. So you think people in the 80s and 60 now? Hold on, I'm about to say how old is rap music? Rap began in the early 1970s. So like let's say like uh let's say 19 like 73. Let's let's just say 73. And then hold on, I'm about to do the math. I'm about to do all the fucking math. Give yeah, me one seven. Oh, it's like 47 for real? Let's see. So you using your phone, bro. God oh, I was trying to use my computer, but it wouldn't oh. all right. So 2020 <laughs> minus let's say 1975. Oh, yeah, it's 45. Brooklyn, you right. Damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, I'm bro. Say, you said some crazy <laughs> shit. I'm like, this nigga tripping. That's actually crazy to see how fast it... It, it blew up. That's not a long time, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. But like you said, Doom, that, don't ha- that doesn't happen in rock music. That doesn't happen in country, country music. music. That doesn't happen anywhere. Like, we got to stop tearing each other down and, like, Maybe that was because of, like you said, it's been ingrained in us because of slavery. Like you have to bring the other man down to survive to to like to where you don't get whipped or beaten or however it happened in that. And that's just ingrained in us. But we got to break that, man. And then right. we got to stop being ashamed of therapy. We got to be stop being ashamed of like the ego and shit. Like we got to let that shit go. Soft, they go in therapy, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. Like there's nothing wrong with going to therapy and fixing yourself. Like you go but, to a doctor but, to check but, out but, your body. You got to go to a doctor to check out your mind. Yeah, right. But the thing is, a lot of niggas don't even realize that it's a problem, mm. which is why it's so crazy that that shit is just ingrained in our culture. And they legit you know have PTSD because, I mean? like, if a person yeah. can have PTSD for going to the to army in the war, what them niggas doing on the street? And I'm look, I'm not it's comparing. <laughs> I'm not comparing it to war. I understand what the soldiers do. I respect the soldiers. Doom was a soldier. I have a lot of friends that are soldier, from my homie Jay to my homie Henry to Mark Caesar to Coleman to even to Doom. Like I'm saying, like I love the soldiers and what they do. I respect them because they're doing something that I couldn't do and go to war. But like, if we don't act like what these black teens and these young people in these urban cities, they're going through urban war. Like they are. They're going through wars with other cliques, and they're shooting at each other. They're killing each other. That's PTSDable. Doom, am I am I off like you? Nah, you, you were in absolutely that. right. I I think it's even worse because, like, even in my situation, I know that I signed up for that. That was my occupation. You know what I mean? Like these niggas just you got trained for that. You know what I mean? Like just just imagine you just grow up in that kind of environment. And you don't have a choice because if you don't pick a side, they're going to beat your ass up every day. Yeah, there's no, you can't go to your commander and be like, hey, there's too much. I want to go home. Like, this is is home. That's a fact, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that shit is crazy. Like, people need to acknowledge that. And I think we need to get, especially when it's for bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Because they got, they do got some niggas that just live a life where certain shit called for certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why yeah. I never speak on street nigga shit because yeah, me neither. Because I'm not a street nigga. Really living like that. Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So if you fucking with a nigga street business, you gotta you know deal with the repercussions that yeah. come with it. And that's why it's even crazier that act ain't got touched yet. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Cause you gotta think, bro. Like especially in the situations like, and I, I don't want to single out Vine and shit, but like just in situations like that, there's eventually gonna be somebody who was invested in these people 
mm-hmm. that look at act and be like, yo, it's enough is a fucking money up. My shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now you gotta consistently you know fucking I mean? up my shit. That's the thing. Yeah. Consistently. Yes. Like, now I gotta break your legs. That's a yep. fu- that's a fucking it's fact, crazy man. that he never got touched. Yeah, I know. Like in the wild. fact that he's still messing with six nine is just like a a lot of just shady shit, but Jay-Z says streets is done. Zimmerman's still walking, but these Florida niggas rather kill each other than go take out someone that's seriously mm-hmm. against the people. So, you know, yep. fucking shitty situation. And speaking on that, yo, this shit broke my fucking heart. Justice for, uh, hold on, I don't want to say his name wrong. Let me get his name right. Because, like, what happened to this young man is absolutely fucking ridiculous. This needs to be national news. Uh, okay, justice for Kawan Charles. I don't know if y'all heard of this story. We should have talked about this last week, but like, I just, I, I don't know if I forgot or I, I don't know what happened, but we're talking about it today. Justice for Kwan Charles. This young man was 14 or 15 years old. He went hang out with this white family and he, his, he never came back when his parents found his body. Dude was lynched. He was missing teeth. Half of his face was like all fucked up. He looked like Emmett, like he, I don't want to say he looked like Emmett Till, but that was the closest thing to Emmett Till we've seen. And That's like, the one from, Iber- from New Iberia? In Baldwin. It, like, in ba- oh, in Baldwin. Okay. He, 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 I think he's from New Iberia or he's from Baldwin and they either found him in the other city. And like, oh my we don't know God. what the fuck happened. The police aren't trying to invent, like they're causing problems. Like these, this family needs fucking answers. And like to everybody's talking about racism doesn't fucking exist. A child was fucking lynched. I'm going to put the picture right here on the YouTube so y'all can see, so you can fucking see what happened. It upsets me to my core because that was a fucking child. This wasn't a man that didn't follow police protocol. This wasn't a man that was talking back to the police. This is a fucking child who got lynched, taken from his family, teeth pulled out of his mouth, looks like he was fucking burned. It's fucking ridiculous and it needs to stop. Like white people, if y'all aren't upset about this, it's a fucking problem. These, these, this family needs fucking answers and it upsets me to my fucking core that this happened to this poor young man. He had a life to live and he just died. And that's crazy that you said the police not investing. I had to make sure before I said it out loud, before I call out a spade to be a spade. The St. Mary Parish office, the sheriff's office, just bought a fucking tank, nigga. A tank, nigga. I don't know if y'all seen it. It's on their Facebook page. See, I didn't even see that. They bought a tank. You buy a fucking month. tank. They bought you a can't t- go investigate nigga, about a, If y'all a see that lynched. shit, you would think these niggas was going to knock down the Mexican cartel, nigga. I don't know where the fuck they're going with this and tank. St. Mary Parish. What the fuck they need a fucking tank for and with some of the smallest cities in Louisiana? Shut the Bro. fuck up. Yeah. And what's, what's even more crazy is they tried to say that he drowned, but the body was found in the middle of a field. What can he fucking no, drown no at water, around? Nowhere here. around the shit. They tried to say well, that. That don't even add up. Drowning. That's disgusting. Those and white he, people need to be in jail for the rest of their fucking lives. The mother, the father, and the fucking son. Send them out. Death penalty for their fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. Because that's a child, and he got lynched and looks like burned. Some of his teeth are missing. His skull, like... It, yeah, it's man, just upsetting, I, man. It's tough. And what's what's even more upsetting is like you look at it, especially like in the media, you got the NBA, NFL, all this Black Lives Matter. But shit. we're not talking about like, this. Wearing a, yeah, like you can do all that 
And there's still a police department that's willing to just sweep some shit like that under the rug. Don't fuck with nobody. Nobody paid a price for it. Nobody, you know what I mean? And that's like, when people say Black Lives Matter, that's what we talking about. Like, at least let it matter enough to where you put some type of effort in bringing niggas just open up an investigation. You know what I mean? At least show me you trying. Like yeah. you, you can't just literally dismiss something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the that's the way you act when a nigga run a red light or something. You ah oh, fuck it, it ain't worth it. But or yes, somebody died, bro. Like not just died, dude. He got fashion. lynched. Right, right. Like dude and got you, fucking. You know lynched. that it's racially charged. You and know you that. Tell me. Oh, he drowned. And we're going to yeah. say all lives matter. Well, if all lives fucking matter, this kid's lives matters, man. It's a child, bro. bro like, that's a you, fucking could child. Imagine, could you imagine if some black family did that to a white kid? How fast <laughs> shit would, <laughs> National bro, I'm news. I'm telling you, you know I mean? the CNN start a war over it, like... In the berry, nigga. Yep. Opening like, up their own investigation. Bro, y'all have about. kids. Like, I have, I have cousins that, that that's that dude's age. Like... That is terrifying for me. And people want to know why I don't I don't feel like I need to live in Louisiana with my family. It's because of shit like that. That shit don't happen in Vegas. Like that shit's not happening in Las Vegas. That shit's not happening in California. It's just not happening there. It's just not happening in the East Coast. Why is it still fucking happening here? Because y'all are fucking racist. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am fucking sorry. Until you show me different, I can't expect otherwise. Like, you need to, if you are a white person, the time is now. You need to be upset about this because that's a fucking child. There's no excuse. There's no excuse about, oh, his criminal past. There's no excuse about, oh, he wasn't obeying the police. No, this is a white family that lynched a black child, lied and said he drowned. Yeah. That's, I don't know, bro. That's just, it's crazy, man. Shit is really wild these days. It's it's nuts. B, you got anything else before we get off of this? And we got to give this young man a moment of silence as well. Now, all I was going to say was basically like that, that, that was probably one of my biggest fears when me and my, my boy was looking at schools. I said, wherever we fucking go, it got to be somewhere where there's no small towns right outside of it. And he was like, what you mean? I was like, when we were looking at the places, I was like, Lafayette got a lot of places right outside of it that are still highly populated. I was like, if we go to like ULM or Tech, all these places got the next town. Is complete like a population like one fifty. I would never. I would never go to Louisiana. There is no way in fuck you gonna get me in some hick ass town talking about we going to get a drink with some friends. Yeah, there's there's no way I would. I would ever recommend to a black person to go to Louisiana Tech. The the place is Rustin is right by Covington, which is the last place where a lynch happened before this. I'm good. I'm like the clan on that, bro. And you and you you under and now you want to know why black people are so upset? It's because shit like this happens. Like I, I need white people to be upset about this. If y'all are seriously allies, we got to stop shit like this. There ain't enough of them that's allies, though. There And also now it's being reported. Now the New York Times and Washington Post finally picked up on it. They, t- uh, I'm looking at it right now. It was just released a day ago. And because, like, they're putting pressure on them, now the sheriff's office is saying they're going to investigate. Well, it, nigga, because I'm telling you, they saw the tank, nigga. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. If I'm, if I'm, like, obviously I'm doing my own research on it. But if I'm one of those big wig uh, media companies, and I see your niggas posted up a fucking tank. I'm tearing y'all department to shreds, nigga. What y'all need a tank right. for? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what the population and, and of St. Mary is, Parish is, but I know it ain't enough of a saying Defund the police, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. Because now why. y'all giving them what they need, nigga. Which, Which is something that I disagree with. Like, I don't think we should just defund police. Right, like, that sounds crazy. You need police for a functioning society. But when niggas is sitting there doing shit like that with the money, and then when it's time to actually do some work and investigate some shit, and nothing happens. That's a problem, bro. They a was at the problem. they they at the fucking department giving the fucking tank of wax, a clean new yeah, wax. Man, mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy, bro. That's a fact. Also, so look, man. Um, right now we're gonna take a moment of silence for Quan Charles. I pray for his family. I pray for his loved ones. I pray for everyone involved in that young man's life because he did not need to die in the manner he did. He didn't need to die. Period. Like at all. And I and I wish that I could take away the pain from their family, but none of us can. So all I can do is pray for y'all. So moment of silence for them. All right, we gotta, let's, let's, let's get some happy shit going. Let's take some jokes. Also, just to raise up morale, it's good. The Ahmaud Arbery people got charged with murder. Yeah, and they got denied bail. Yep, let's do a round of a fucking applause for that. Cause like, Jesus. of a fucking applause air horn for that. <laughs> Thank the stars that the mother's getting justice because the way the brother acted with that judge was fucking despicable. I can't yeah. believe that fucking happened. Yeah. Like, crazy, bro. Like, his brother was like, oh, yeah, we just want, uh, we just we just believe in God and we think, like, nothing should happen. Like, it, the lady is a sorry, like, sorry? Like, nigga, what are you talking about? She's only sorry because she got caught. That's a f- yeah. Fact, bro. That's the only time they sorry is when they get caught, bro. That's a fact. That's fucking fucking disgusting. Um, let's see. Yeah, judge denies bond to father and son charged with killing of Maud Arbery. Yep, denied bond uh, Friday, and the decision came on the second day of hearing. The men should be freed. Nope, and they waiting. They await trial, and they gonna sit their ass in jail. And I hope they get convicted and they get guilty and they go to jail for the rest of their fucking lives. That child, that man was just jogging. He's just yeah. fucking jogging. Minding his fucking business. My thing is, bro, what took so long? That shit was long as fuck ago, bro. Yeah. I'm going to say because of COVID and because of uh, shit was being closed and whatnot. But yeah, like, that's a fact. A lot of a lot of these, there's a lot of motherfuckers out here running these streets right now. That shit Jesus, I just streets. saw that fucking tank Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, bro. I had to send it to y'all. So, yeah, I knew that. Oh, my gosh. Funny, oh, and I, and I got confused. Both them John and Ahmaud Arbery. Both them John is what a lady, the brother was saying, I'm sorry. It wasn't Ahmaud Arbery. That shit's fucked up. But good that Ahmaud Arbery killers got fucking thing. But, Doom, you're right. Yeah, why it took so long? It got to be because of COVID. It's no way if a nigga running down my street in my neighborhood right now and I go outside with a shoddy and be like, what you, you doing over here, nigga? And shoot this shit up. There's <laughs> no way I'm just chilling for <laughs> a year. It's, it's impossible, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, they, my nigga. And, like, and let's say it happened in that. the South here. My ass is going to jail and getting Yo. charged with the death penalty in a month. <laughs> in Yo. a fucking month. They're going to expedite my case. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. Y'all, but, but y'all laughing like B was laughing. <laughs> That's re- like no, that's think real. About that my nigga. No, I'm laughing because some it's white true, bro. dude was jogging outside your crib, and one of us shot him. Yeah, decided, for whatever reason you felt that suspicious. nigga didn't belong. Yeah, because he's being yeah, suspicious. Just, that's what they <laughs> fucking said. Come on, bro. Yeah, no fuck. Because they they tried to lie and say he was like snooping around his house that was for sale or some shit. Even if fuck. that was the case, my nigga. That's no reason. If to I kill take him. it upon myself, it's just a the regular police. civilian. 
and shoot a nigga because I feel like he don't belong. You think I'm going to just be able to continue life for the next 12 months with no repercussions or nothing? That's a fact. That shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. And that makes me just as mad as the other situation. Like, I don't give a fuck. Send them niggas to fucking jail for the rest of their life and put them in a fucking electric chair, my nigga. Death. Nice, Death, nigga. I don't care if we got a firing squad, guillotine them niggas. Let them niggas suffer, bro. Like, fuck. I'd rather... I, look, and, I, and this is what niggas shit need to happen to some of these worst criminals. Cut off an arm, cut off their dick, and let them just rot in jail with no dick and no arm. <laughs> Miserable. Nah, what's up, nigga? No That's dick. Tough. You can't jack off and you got one arm, nigga. That's tough. What you gonna bro. do? The you way he fucking said face. Miserable, though. That shit was hilarious, nigga. Said, he Miserable. He with your fucking <laughs> face, nigga. And, and, and I'm not saying cut off the non-dominant hand. No, nigga, if you right-handed, cut off the cut off the right. If you left-handed, Cut off the fucking left. That's you can't jerk off, and now you can't write letters, nigga. Fuck you. Sit in jail, pussy. Hey, I ain't gonna cap. This nigga standing in front of that tank, he just look racist as fuck. Bro, I'm that's saying, the niggas, bro. bro. They, they definitely the, covering some shit up. That's the people that's supposed to be in charge of that area, bro. Fucking disgusting. Ain't no way. Fucking they finna do something dis- disgusting, bro. Uh, 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 let's, let, let's laugh at some other shit, though. Let's laugh at some other shit. The election, Trump will not concede. And it's just, it's getting ridiculous. A fucking former councilman, y'all don't know this. I didn't tell y'all about this because I wanted to see y'all reaction publicly. A councilman from Pennsylvania, like a former like councilman, like of a city, nobody big, but he got a blue check on Twitter. This nigga had a burner account where he was talking as a black gay man saying gay black people uh, aren't getting represented the right way. Trump really supports us. He with us. But one day this nigga posted and instead on his burner with the gay black man, he posted on his account. Then he come and lie fully and say, oh no, this person named David Purdy sent me the message and I just posted it his and it was the wrong way. But then they found out that like, uh, he kept lying. They kept calling him out about it. He kept lying. And he was like, all right, bet I'm gonna get David Purdy to talk. So then a black man comes on camera and says, I'm David Purdy with this person saying is the truth. Then the internet, of course, the Twitter sleuths find out that this is Patty LaBelle's son or nephew that's been doing this shit. And it's been posted, he's been posted on Instagram this whole time that he's one of them like Herschel Walker niggas. And we found out that this councilman was lying. There's no David Purdy. This man is a crisis actor. He went full lie down with the lie. Ain't that some crazy shit? Yeah, I know I, Patty I LaBelle pissed. He hired that nigga off of Fiverr, bro. <laughs> I don't even know like, what that come is. Come on, my nigga. I know what it is, What's and I'm embarrassed for him. It's it's like where you could hire like freelancers. So like if you right. wanted somebody to edit the pod, you can go find an editor and right. Need a nigga to do some Photoshop for you. I know, oh, but, I know. Patty Labelle is so upset. That's fucking crazy, that's and that nigga is nuts. Nigga. By the way, that, like if you watch the video of the nigga saying he's David Purdy, he's obviously <laughs> reading like. No, that's why he, about it. That's why his acting skills is on Fiverr because he's trash, man. Like, <laughs> like, you don't got an agent. You on Fiverr, nigga? How did this? Pack but it if, up. You, if you're the person who's the liar, if you're the Pennsylvania councilman, you don't do a background check of the nigga you' about to hire to find right, out like, that's not Patty Labelle's son. My nigga, the tweets was already live. Like it was no <laughs> plan for that. He had to hurry up and try to do something. <laughs> nigga just went on Fiverr and clicked the cheapest nigga. That's exactly what he did. He definitely he clicked the cheapest nigga. He possible. obviously did, bro, because that nigga, like, you can see his eyeballs following the script <laughs> as he's reading on the video. 
I'm just I'm like, glad hey, you knew this, dude. Bro. <laughs> like, yo, these niggas are nuts. Which that that has happened to me, by the way. I used to have a separate Twitter, like a beat page. <laughs> and I tweeted a bunch of like shit that I meant for my beat account on my main page. <laughs> the only thing is, they kind of go hand in hand, so niggas don't really know that I was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, I could see how that happened. <laughs> right. I could definitely see how that happened, bro. Yeah. And that's just part of the Trump's campaign to prove that this is rigged. All them cases coming back that the Supreme Court saying, get that shit out of here, niggas. Even his judges can't do nothing for him. They didn't rig this shit, nigga. Yeah. Biden won Georgia. Biden won Pennsylvania. Go sit your ass down, Trump. It's funny. They also scheduled, instead of the Four Seasons Hotel, they, they had Rudy Giuliani talking at the Four Seasons Landscape, nigga. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Looking like some nigga, that was like an SNL Parks and Rec skit, facts, nigga. Bro. That was like Bobby Newport. Like that. <laughs> That's some wild shit, bro. <laughs> oh man. Trump needs to just go sit down. It's over with. It's over with. I'm happy. He's gonna be one of them niggas. Like he's gonna take his L. He's gonna take it hard, like very hard, bro. Like, That's a fact. He's not gonna be able to, he's not gonna be able to maintain. Like I don't it's know, nuts. Like, Something, something about this whole little situation, just it don't sit right, bro. You know what I mean? Like something they're they're trying to do something. They you know are. what I'm saying? Like I feel like, and, and this this conspiracy doom talking. All right, let's get it. I feel like it wasn't a coincidence that the first wave of Corona happened when it did. Leading Not a second election. one. And now, as all of this little shit going on, Trump fighting the recounting all this other bullshit, all of a sudden it's a second wave case is surging again. You think they're doing that just to make it to like, where it's like, get this nigga out of office for real, for real? Something is happening. I don't know what they trying to do, but something is happening. Well, you know, like, Pfizer I'm, I'm came attention. out, Pfizer came out and said they got the, uh, they had the uh, vaccine. They said the vaccine will be ready this time next year, like in October, they're going to have it fully done. They're like 90% away from being complete and they dropped that news like two days after, like, it wasn't after the initial election. No, it was after that Saturday when niggas got the results. But they said that, and I actually might believe this, even though, like, it's a little too good to be true. They said that they only came out with that information because they didn't want to sway public opinion. And I know people could be like, oh, they were trying, they're for Biden. But the thing is, Trump gave Pfizer a shit ton of money. Like, he offered them a yeah. shit ton of money, and they turned it down because they said they didn't want to be biased. They turned down Biden's money as well. And you could go see that. And Trump offered more money. And also the owner of Pfizer is cool with Donald Trump. So actually, I think I believe that they were literally just trying to do the right thing. But also, I feel like it helped their stocks that Biden was like chosen. So that way they can make more money for the vaccine. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were being honest about not swaying the election. But I also feel like they wanted Biden to win so their vaccine could be like paid for at the highest price. Yeah. It, it's it's a bunch of nasty shit going on, bro. It's super a bunch nasty. Of, like, weird, weird shit. Super, super, I don't know what they trying nasty. to do, but they up to something. <laughs> like, you know it, what I mean? it's crazy, the, man. The timing of all this shit is just too... Too convenient? Like, yeah. Every every little point of it is like, all right, that was the perfect timing for that shit to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't know what they what they What they planning. Do. Yeah, no, something, it's crazy. Something is up. B, what you think? What's up with, with Trump and all this shit, man? Because the the vaccine got announced by Pfizer, but Pfizer said that they was they were uh they didn't want to sway public opinion, which I believe. And also, if they could have gotten, they could have supported Trump because Trump gave them 
offered them a shit ton of money, more money than Biden was willing to offer them. So I don't believe it's a conspiracy on that way. I feel like if anything, Pfizer just waited. So if Biden won, they could get paid more money for the vaccine than Trump was willing to pay them and their stock could go up. That's why I feel like they waited. I think Pfizer's definitely doing a power. It's a power play for Pfizer. hundred percent. hundred percent, bro. I'm running a bag up. Nigga, if I... I need to go for this shit, nigga. <laughs> I'm running the bag up. I'm not. I'm not taking no offers, but I'm taking every phone call. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm taking every phone and I'm call. Waiting, I'm waiting to see. Like it don't matter for them. Like I'm not taking Trump money before. Yeah, just to, I'm not like nobody money. Hell no. I'm no, waiting. I know. If I wait, the longer I wait, the higher these niggas. Be and the thing about Biden is, Biden would pay more money to where they could get the vaccine to like the UN. Like Trump right. was just probably gonna give it to U.S. niggas. Biden will pay a US shit to give it to everybody. Out New York. <laughs> nigga, mad petty. Nigga, mad petty, bro. Like, <laughs> nigga said, everybody I know he was, bro. I know Trump was hurting. Looking at him like... I know Trump was hurting the fact that they had celebrations in every city around the world when he lost. And then they tried to do the million MAGA march. There was like 800 people. So they had more people celebrating than the people walking. And the thing is, them niggas got caught hiring actors to be at the spot. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It, the whole the whole MAGA movement is just it, looking so corny right now. Like it, it was crazy corny before, but I love to see them get exposed. Yeah, especially since now that Republicans are like having to choose a side, and we're seeing that Trump is slowly like people care more about themselves than the MAGA shit, and we're seeing that the MAGA supporters still now are just cultish. Like they're fucking cultish. Like yeah. y- y'all just love Trump. Y'all don't love Republican this. Y'all right. love fucking Trump. They needed something yeah. to uh to to help fuel the, the hate that they had. They've been hiding this whole time. Now they're like, yeah, I got a symbol for hate now. I, I can let it out. And like, no, you sick yeah. bastard. Yeah, you're, you're fucking Them, clown. Man, like MAGA niggas is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> like, I, I really think, bro, tr- they, the reason they love Trump so much is because he like, he is that, that weird, fat, whack-ass white dude that made it. And he, he gave feel like, them yeah. kind of niggas hope. Yo, and they don't realize that they like hate that. him. But you right, Doom. You absolutely right. They give him hope. And it makes him like, oh, if Trump could do it, we could do it too. Facts. But it's like, Facts. you niggas don't realize Trump got given a shit ton of money at birth. It's not like he's fucking smart. Right. And y'all are all dumb. And he fucking hates y'all. Like, yeah. he does not like y'all. And he's laughing that y'all keep supporting him. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. He couldn't be any less for them. Like... <laughs> Even Biden is more for for them. Yes, that's a fact. He's more for the middle class. Really for anybody either. Like Like Joe Biden's more for the middle class, like lower class than than Trump is. Trump hates them people, bro. Trump fucking hates them. It's hilarious that they that they like think that. Oh yeah, he loves us. He's for us. No nigga, he fucking hates (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that shit is crazy, bro. (laughs) The super nuts. But that's enough on that. Let's move to the next topic, yo. Before we get to music, they caught the Pope lacking. They caught the Pope lacking, bro. The Pope was on IG liking fat ass IG model pictures and they found it. (laughs) They caught this nigga. He was, yo, they caught the nigga lacking. This Pope. The official Pope account? Doom. The official Pope. Bro, why he ain't making burner, bro? What's good with him? <laughs> nigga, like a fat ass Instagram model pi- picture, bro. Multiple with the, check, with the verified check on. They got the screen. Nah, the bro. Fi- bro goofy, the screenshot. Bro. Hold on, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send it to y'all in the group. For that, that's, that's worse than the Pennsylvania nigga, bro. <laughs> right. You can't do that as the Pope. 
<laughs> at least, but at least in Pennsylvania, you had the, the common sense to make a burner. <laughs> but let me make it even worse for y'all. The the girl he liked was in a Catholic school girl outfit. No, stop oh. it. Stop <laughs> it. He did it for Jesus, bro. He liked it for Jesus, bro. <laughs> I get it now. I understand. Pope, and I was big. I was big up Pope Francis. Pope Francis said gay people could get married and love, and it's not. They're not going to hell. Pope Francis said abortions don't send you to hell. Pope, Fr- Pope Francis was one of the most uh like progressive popes. This nigga saying. Yeah, I'm progressive. I love Jesus, but I need to get ass too. This nigga trying to get some ass, bro. Yeah, Pope Francis said, you. "I need, I need to like all of these preachers. Instead of getting little boy ass, we need to get real ass." Nah, hey, I, I was just about to say that. That's way better. That's a yeah, that's better, way better fucking solution. But it's a bad look that the girl was wearing a Catholic schoolgirl outfit. That's a I bad. Think it's look. fucking hilarious. He, to be he honest. probably was trying to get her to put on an app. He said, "You fit right in at the church." That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. He said, we got a shortage no, of nuns, baby. We, we definitely got a slide open for you, baby. Come through. Come through. Slide through. Don't I can't believe y'all it. didn't see the Pope got caught. That was big news, nah, bro. That's crazy. What, do you, what, what was the reaction like? <laughs> oh, from the people? Pope from the, from the Pope. Oh, what, he just he liked think? it. He didn't He didn't comment. He didn't pull a mall and put no, the money. I'm ba- saying, because I know they was on his ass. Oh, after. Like, I, what see, did he say, though? I haven't seen his response to it. I don't think he responded yet. Because <laughs> if he, if he like, like, stayed on it, you know what I'm saying, and didn't try to, like, oh, it That's was G? an accident or whatever, like, I respect that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, if he owned up to it, I would definitely <laughs> applaud him even more. He definitely hands down the best Pope ever. If he owned up to it, Oh yeah, he yeah he ain't say like he hasn't uh responded. He's top yet. two and he ain't he ain't two right now. My boy out here living his best life. <laughs> Somebody said God created that ass and he just appreciating the Lord's work. Is he? That's what I'm That's saying, bro. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> and the fit. <laughs> the lady said this. Is what the lady said. Uh, she said, "Hold on." She wrote, "I could teach you guys a thing or two. Can't wait for you guys to see my October shoot site. And then right under that, that was her caption. And she said, oh, the price just went up because not a Pope like me. I'm official oh, bro, God. Dude, I'm it, running the bag up if I'm hurt. For real, for real. <laughs> they got to they gotta pay me something crazy, bro. <laughs> if, if that ass was special enough to get the Pope out of character, you know that shit is here. My the price only fans is tripled. jumping. Numbers going crazy. Yeah, she, she, she need to charge a lot more than what she, whatever she charging. Because like, going the Pope crazy. Like to a fucking bro, it from the Francis official account, like that's nothing like, to me. Not bro. even from the, the burner, bro. Francis stamp, nigga. I would have my banner, yeah, as Pope Francis, like your <laughs> photo, ass. like yeah. I'd screenshot that and just crop bro. it right there. Doom, that's, that's my like fact, on Twitter. Bro. You know how you have the cover picture? That's my cover picture in, in the bio. That's what I'm saying, bro. Pope approved ass. That's like, a fact. That's what I'm that saying, bro. <laughs> this ass was blessed by the Pope. How many of y'all can say that? that. Yeah. I didn't think so. <laughs> Shit, bro. I'm so happy y'all didn't know that because I was I didn't want to say it in our group chat because I was just waiting. <laughs> nah, that's wild. That's bro. crazy. I, I, I don't know how. That's what I was hyped for this week. They got a lot of crazy <laughs> shit. But let's let's jump to music. Doom, bro. Future and Uzi dropped a bomb on niggas this week. Let's give Future and Uzi a round of applause, man. They deserve it. That album was great. They did. That album was great. Not better than What a Time to Be Alive. Not better than that. But I think, this is, I think this is Future's second best collab album. I think it's better than Super Slimy. I think it's better than the Gucci Mane one. I think this is his sure. second best collab ever. I think this is a good... Rede- I know a lot of people are like, Eternal It Take, great. 
Eternal Take Part Two, great. That shit was mid. That shit was maybe it was a two pack of ass. Like that song. Like, I, like if I'm being honest, let me go look at it because I because now that some time has passed, I can tell you exactly how many songs I like off the Uzi project just to give this nigga some some props for how good this for this new album is. So let me go, Lil Uzi. It's hard to find because I have so many fucking artists in this and so many little niggas. So I'm going to go to the deluxe. I like, um, I think it's Myron. Let me see. Yeah, I like Myron. I like Trap This Way. I like Baby Pluto. And I like Venetian. That's four songs out of 18, out of, no, out of, no, it's way more than 18. Out of uh, 32. Yeah, 32. Like 50 tracks. I thought it was 32. (laughs) What's 14 plus 18? That's 32, huh? I'm not tripping. Yeah, you're right. You right. Yeah, I'm about to say, I, I think it's 30 something. That, that's right. So if you if you, if I only like four songs out of 32, that's, that's a two pack of ass. That's bad, bro. How many songs you like out of that, dude? Not a lot. You like two. Celebration Station and um, I can't remember the other one. Brooklyn, how many it songs was, you like out of that bitch? Any? I think like two. I'm pretty sure it was like two or three. That I'm gonna throw these into the rotation, but other than that. That was it. So yeah. yeah, Doom, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna let you start off. What you think about the Uzi Future thing? Cause like this was great to me. I'm gonna say that it was really good just because I went in expecting ass. Ass, yeah, same. same. I'm gonna say really good too. I'm not gonna say great. That's I'm gonna say really good. Shame. That's we a great point. Same thing. I was expecting like I thought this was about to be cheeks. some booty cheeks. Like, Cause the first got- two songs they dropped, I only like I only like Paddock. The other one was kind of ass to me, and yeah. I don't think you liked either of them. Yeah, I didn't. But. What's crazy is I know fucking Chris and Fade, they like Uzi stands, bro. They're like Uzi album of the year. I'm like, this is not album Uzi of the year. Yeah, they was wildin', bro. They was wildin'. Love Uzi. <laughs> so I've been getting a lot of shit in that group message because I've been the Uzi hater That's since the drop. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, honestly, bro, like ever since EA came out, even all of the little Lucy singles, the the leaked snippets that been dropping, like nothing has really sounded good. Cause mm-hmm. you know me, bro. I don't like that fucking just put on a YouTube beat and I'm gonna talk about Balenciaga and yeah. fucking you bitch <laughs> and repeating the same line a hundred times on a song. Like that ain't my music, bro. That's like, a fact. Just, but he didn't do that on this. Like no. you seen in the in the group message, I was telling Chris, I was like, bro, all I need is these niggas to have one song that sounds like a single. Don't right. give me the Percocet music. Don't give yeah. me the how do you mind freestyling in the studio in one night. Just one song. And they gave me at least seven that sound yeah. like it could be a single. That intro, That's Stripes Like part. Burberry. Oh, my gosh. That fucking intro. Gates running, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That sleeping on the floor is crazy. Yeah, bro. I was about to... Uh, look, Stripes Like Burberry, sleeping on the floor, Real Baby Pluto. Uh, That's it. Uh, Lullaby by uh, Lil Uzi, the only song with him, Fire. She never been to Pluto. Of that, I don't want to break up Moment of Clarity. Fire. Bro, they they, they, Fire. they hard on that shit, bro. I was, I was really I was really shocked. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was, I, did, I was super shocked. Just like y'all, I, I was like, all right. Because after the singles, I'm like, Is the Jay-Z I'm meme the that bar, you sent us? The OD. Yeah, I was like, and then after a while, I'm like, okay, nigga. All right, then. And then like, I got to the four, fifth song, and I'm like, 
Oh shit. shit. Yeah, this is find out. Uh, that's a fact. Before all the niggas saying it's better than what a time to be alive, y'all smoking good dope. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even yeah. see another nigga that's saying crack. that. That's how I know the niggas. That, them, that's, them I know it, I know Doom saw it. It's them, been them on both our timelines. That's a fact. <laughs> them niggas crazy. Them niggas is smoking crack, bro. That that might be one of my favorite albums in like recently. this year. Oh, yo, you no, talking no, about what a time, time to be alive? Okay, yeah. okay. Woo, I was about to say. Yeah. Oh, Doom went complete. No, 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 no. Did you listen it, to the most good, recent Joe Budden podcast? Because they was talking about Joe was saying how he doesn't like that Future keeps collabing with people, and how he's used like he feels that Future is big enough on his own to drop just something for him and for his fans instead of keep collabing with people like. But we seen what that is when it's by itself at this yeah. point because he just be making the same Percocet music and he not even on the Perkies no That's more. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fucking... Well, like, I don't know why Future doesn't do a legitimate R&B album. Legitimate. His best like song it. to this day is still Codeine Crazy. That's his best fucking song. Mm. Did, did he try that singing shit? I'm going March it. Madness, bro. Oh, March I'm not Madness mad at March Madness. Crazy. I'm not mad at March Madness. March Madness is great as well. But he did Brooklyn with the uh when he dropped the, the two different songs, the future and the other one. But he went more and, pop oh, than Hendrix. R&B. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. Went, it was it was super poppy. It wasn't like I need him to do like Codeine Crazy, get some trap R&B shit going. That but that's not really. Best. That's not really his R&B bag, though. Like, that, yeah. that the best R&B shit that he did, it got to go back to that uh, that shit he did with Rihanna. You talking about on Hendrix? Nah, 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 nah. Oh, it was on Rihanna's album. It was called, like, um, it might have been called Love Song. I don't remember what it was called, but he was in that? his bag, bro. I know what you're talking about. I just can't <laughs> he hear was the song. in his bag, bro. I know what he's talking about. I just don't know what song it is. But I think yeah, he's I don't afraid know. that the song of my if head. he does it on his own, it won't get the same... Uh, reception Respect? as it would that if he would collapse, I don't know. With bro. like he a Drake or Uzi? Yeah. yeah. See, the thing that Joe was talking about, I think he was more talking about the fact that it looks super corny. A nigga oh, yeah. that we respect like Future, he, doing all these he collabs. feel like, With these okay, I'm, I'm losing my sauce. Let me go date Laura Harvey. Laura right. Harvey, whatever her fucking name is. I'm losing my sauce. Let me go collab with the nigga that just with sold Young Thug or with, with Uzi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what he was getting at. And it, that's like, a fact. To me, it is corny because I look at Future as like, if we talking like that trap new era of rap. He's the OG. He, yeah, he up there, bro. He like solidified. That's you right. ain't gotta do a shit with Uzi f- to for niggas to go PP project. But see, I think now, this... we might say it's ass, but everybody gonna stream it. I actually that's think a fact. Uzi, I think the Uzi shit makes more sense to me than like him doing a collab with like the Lord, like the Lord, the Lord Harvey relationship was fake, and like I Man, think the collab with Gucci <laughs> Mane was like forced. Whereas this, this feels like authentic to me. Like this feels like an authentic, like natural collab. Whereas like. Right. The Gucci main shit felt forced. The uh, Juice World shit felt forced. Like this shit feels natural. Yeah, the Juice World shit was definitely forced. It was that ass. Was the Juice World shit was not good. Shit was, I ever heard that shit was trash. And the Gucci main was one was trash too. Yeah. The uh, the Gucci main one sound like uh, I'm like you niggas in the studio. And when I come back, y'all better have songs recorded. And it sounded yeah. like Gucci was like, nigga, you doing something with me. Fuck Like, me. I'm telling you, bro, that's that's how I felt about that shit. I was like, these niggas must have locked themselves in the studio. Like, we going to do this one and way I, or another. And I really feel like the label was like, you got to do with Juice World because he the most popping person out right now. Oh, yeah. I think that was an album push. I mean, uh, uh, 
Label push. Label push for sure. That's yeah. a fact. Because that juice was. And it's, was it's not the good. same with, with Uzi. I think the only difference is Uzi and Future, they actually connect. And they actually right. fuck with like each it, other. It, yeah, it actually works. And, and you see with the people that Future actually wants to work with, it sounds better. Like Drake, super good collab. Uh, the one with Thug, super slimy. It was good. Like the Thug one was good. It wasn't. It wasn't better than this, and it wasn't better than What a Time to Be Live. But it was decent because it made sense. And this makes sense, so it sounds good. It doesn't feel. Yeah. Those three didn't feel forced. The other ones definitely did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So but that's what happens when you make artists. You know. When you force artists to work with people and shit. That's a fact. Also, our guy, Wale, dropped one of the hardest songs, man. Yes, the the Lion, Bengals, and Bears. Y- which y'all, if y'all fuck with it, I fucked with it. I, Wale yeah. got the best sports bars of all time. Gotta give it to him. That's, I nah, always like fact. when Wale do that shit, man. Yeah, me too. I do. It's, it's hard for him to fuck up. And I love the beat nice, choice. True. Like, when Wale getting his Drake, like, uh, when he, let me not even say Drake. When Wale get into his sampling of, like, 90s R&B, 80s R&B, and then he just yeah. spit, like, the the like soul soulful samples and good raps. Yeah. While he kills it every he fucking time. He low key the king of that. Niggas yeah. don't want to admit it. Uh, he unmatched. It's him and Drake, bro. man. It's him and that Drake. That soulful sample shit, bro. That shit, that shit dangerous, bro. This is why we always say Wale should be in the Kendrick Drake and J. Cole tier. Like uh. that, that song to me was, and I don't want to do this, but like the way he raps on that was better than anything I heard from J. Cole this year. Like, was better than that Kendrick feature on that Busta Rhymes album. Like, it just, that's the type of rap I look for, man. Like, don't do K-Dot like that. Leave no, that shit bro. alone. That Busta Rhymes shit, leave, throw the whole thing away. <laughs> throw the whole thing away, bro. That nigga, a, to himself. that nigga spent 11 years making some mediocre raps. He yeah. nigga out here looking like fat. He got, they got him out here looking like Fat Joe. Like, please sit down, bro. Y'all out here, <laughs> y'all in the studio doing this? Take Remy Ma with y'all, too. And but let me know I said it. When that nigga said, when Wale hit him with the, I feel like Peyton, and then he hit the Omaha, Omaha, I was like, oh, that's a yeah. fucking bar. I was like, oh, shit. Nice, bro. Yeah, that was super nice. Oh, when he was like, I'm fighting the Titans without Mike Vrabel. I was like, oh, shit. Look at this nigga. Because you know, in order to catch like shit like that, you got to be a real sports fan. Like, that's yeah, a fact. You got to. Yeah. Even if you like football, a lot of niggas miss that shit. That's a fact. Bro, I had to listen to that song like multiple times. And like when I caught every sports bar, I was like, oh, this nigga really rap. Like n- normal niggas won't catch that Omaha shit. Normal niggas yeah. won't catch that Mike. Like the way Wale gets into his sports, it's not just, uh, okay, um, uh, I got bread, mozzarella, cheese, call it Aaron Rodgers. That's basic. It's not, it's no yeah. shit like that. That's some way. And shit. even that would be kind of a little step up. Is is these niggas that always say the tired ass? I got bucks. Call me Giannis. Like nigga, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, with yo. Dude, you're I'm sick of that line, bro. Tonight, I'm bro. sick of that fucking line, bro. Yo, this nigga is that on the road. <laughs> I got a foreign. Call it Luka Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this nigga this nigga is I got ass, bucks. Call me honest. I got bucks. Bro, call me honest. It's at least, least thirty rappers songs, that have yeah. said that little tired ass line, bro. That's a fact, bro. Like when you said it, I thought of like five songs that I knew in my head. That oh, they I hit you with there, my bitch is Greek. Call it Giannis. I didn't heard that too. Yeah, that nigga's <laughs> just corny, bro. I'm like, leave Giannis out your damn song, bro. You corny. I'm the king like LeBron. <laughs> oh, Trash, bro. Oh, and another that's that's another tie with too. Like, bro, stop it with the LeBron line. Yeah, bro. all of, there's no other LeBron bar yeah. that we need. Those this year, this we going into year 18. 
We've had all the LeBron bars that are possible. Anything you can think of, it has been done. I promise right. you. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. Dude, man, what you thought of the Young Boy mixtape? Because he dropped two. I didn't get a chance I to listen to it. I with it, bro. It was hard. It's gym music, my nigga. Is Young Boy becoming like? Is he getting no. in that category of Gates, Boosie, Wayne, and right. and, and uh, Currency for See, Louisiana I'm, niggas? I'm, I'm I'm torn on that because numbers wise. Yes, absolutely. he the biggest nigga on YouTube. I I think I think he might have even passed up niggas like Gates and shit. He definitely passed up currency and in terms honestly, of sales, bro. I think he's he's done more numbers than Boosie ever did. He done sold more than he, Boosie. He, he, that, I, I think he. I don't think he passed Gates up in numbers because you got to think Gates was Grammy nominated. Gates then did a shit. Gates then went platinum on multiple but, things. And you you're right, but that was just Isla. Let like, me see. NBA young boy been doing this for a few projects now. I thought like, I thought Luca the... Brasi too went platinum too. It could hmm. have. I don't know. Let me see. But I, but to your point, I still think like like you said, he sold more than Boosie. He definitely sold more than uh currency. The only people I question, he definitely ain't sold more than Wayne. He not he's nowhere right. near close. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I don't think he sold more than Gates. I really don't. Like I think Gates, like Gates before Gates got locked up, Gates was on a fucking run. Yeah, that was that was Isla. He got locked up right after Isla. Right, I'm just me... trying to figure out how you put all those people in the same category, though. Like you say, well, like, like Isla, Isla I was, was two times platinum. I'm him with gold. Uh, let's see the mixtapes. Do we not have any like certifications for these? Hell no, bro. It's a mixtape for that. Okay, you so get those damn numbers for that. But like, oh no, we got because yeah, Luca Brasi's on streaming. Luca Luca Brasi two went platinum. Uh, by any means, went gold. So yeah, I don't think he passed up uh Gates yet because Gates got multiple platinums. Luca Brasi yeah. three went platinum, and then uh, that, that was gonna be the second half to my answer because if if we just going off of like what I think, what I see talent wise, he's still on the bottom of the list. Like he oh got for sure, right? To, to pass up those niggas, you that's a I mean? fact. But I can't argue what he do. Like he one of them niggas that. It's similar to Uzi. Like, even though I listen to the music and I think, like, all right, this ain't really... Like, outside of the fact that I listen to Young Boy and I just want to shoot shit up, like, <laughs> I don't get the hype. Like, he not... A yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Young Boy fan. I'm really not. Like, his... You know what I mean? Like, he his music, quality-wise, isn't anything crazy. This, yeah. this is a but hot take. <laughs> he, a lot of people like he, him. I'm just not sell, a fan. Bro, he sell crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like when he dropped, it's gonna stream like a motherfucker. That's a fact. It's like Uzi, like like that EA shit was complete garbage, but that was by far, it might be the top stream project of this year. Rep project. Mm-hmm. That's insane. The only thing close to it is that little mixtape Drake drop, yeah. and it's crazy that a Drake like demo tape is is better than a lot of nigga albums. Did any of y'all listen to the Two Chain shit? I did. It was dope. Was it good? Was it because the last two take? Okay, so I liked. I let me not say liked. I love pretty girls like trap. I thought. I think that's two changes best album with the pink cover. Yeah. I thought rap rapper go to the league was all right. So was this one better than rapper go to the league or was it rapper go to league status style? Hmm, that's tough. I think I probably need to sit with it longer because I didn't. Like I have it's not pretty girls like trap though, huh? Because you know pretty girl like when you listen nah. to pretty girls like trap, you know that's a good album. Yeah, that was a classic, like from the from the go. This ain't like one of them. It okay, ain't, it ain't that's on that I, that's what I'm at. But that's it's good I'm music. It's okay. good fucking music. You know what I mean? Like 
but that's what I expected. Like I remember when Friday, when all the shit dropped, I told Chris that I was like, this is the one that I'm saving for last because I got the highest hopes for the team's mm, project. Okay, bet. And it did lived it, up. It yeah, lived, that's what I said. Did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, okay, up. bet. 100%. Also, Nav dropped Emergency Tsunami, and I saw KD said when Nav and Wheezy link up, it's undefeated. I don't know if KD smoking weed. I don't know what KD doing. And shout out to my guy Bansky because Bansky, uh, KD co-host, was like, nigga, you tripping? KD tripping for that. Nav has not been good. Since hold on, I'm gonna tell y'all that since the first Nav project, Nav has not been good. I think we, every didn't we project, talk about this last week? We did. I don't know. We, did. we did. Doom said he liked Nav. Nav is nasty, bro. Y'all niggas gotta stop sleeping on Nav, man. Oh, I'm. He was on the Nav same page, Lynn, but he Nav. was like, he thought he was firing. I'm like, Nav has not been good since Lonely Up, Interlude, Sleep, Mariah. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was low key classic, though. I will give that you was, that. That was that was his best. Like, the first he four songs are ass, but every other song yeah, after that is amazing. I think Nav is trying too hard to be a trap nigga and rap over these trap beats when Nav should get to singing on some Canada R&B trap shit. When Nav does the Canada R&B dark trap shit, that's the best Nav. You know these Canadians do the don't want to be in a box? <laughs> nah, bro, he doing the Atlanta bag, and he, he does not sound good doing the Atlanta bag. Yeah. I think he's just trying to go to the sound that's getting streamed the most. Yeah. Like, he he playing the the label game. And that like shit's stupid. Yeah, I don't think that's Nav in his, like, creative. Is, yeah, not at all. Not at all. So that emergency warning tsunami album, whatever. Doom like I like it. it. I, like I think it. it's whatever. It's not nothing to rave about. It's better than the Chains album? Then who? The Chains album. Nah, nah. It's better than the Chains. It's better than the Young Boy album? I I wouldn't even say that. Because I'm jamming a Young Boy album tough. Like, that's (laughs) literally... I'll go in the gym, that little mixtape he dropped, that little icon that repeat all, that's what I'm hitting, nigga. Just (laughs) running Young Boy the whole time I'm in this bit. I got a question for y'all. Best rap label collective right now? Best one out? Right now, it's got to be Griselda, huh? It's not TDE, yeah. it's not Dreamville. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like QC is doing well with Lil Baby, and it's just Baby, really, because uh, Migos not really doing nothing. Are the girls, uh, uh, City Girls on QC? Oh yeah, City. Okay, so they got City Girls and Baby. They consistent. I can't. I can't deny QC that. QC, it's weird QC when you be say the best right one besides now, because I feel like a lot of people just not active because of the right. corona. Like, nobody active, really. Like, all the big acts. Yeah, that's true. But I like, still got to say about right it, now. Who, who, as far as the big acts, I don't think nobody dropped this year. Um, Just Ye? Either. Yeah, Just Ye? He dropped? Jesus is King? It actually came that out? This yeah, that's this year. That was early this year. Oh, okay. Damn. That was pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, dude. I was like, pre-COVID to me is still 2019. The weekend dropped yeah. too. <laughs> the yeah, weekend? He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, certain big niggas dropped, but <laughs> Brooklyn getting his shit messed with. But right. yeah, no, not like the Drake. Not like the Drake or the Kendricks. They didn't drop, but you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for hard touring. to see. Once, once life start getting back to normal. <laughs> then you're going to say. We could re- revisit that. All right. I just want to give Griselda their flowers because right like. Griselda they, dropped they doing they thing, I ain't gonna lie. From fucking uh, Conway dropped a great project. Wet, I, I'm not the biggest West Side Gun fan to me. I, I don't think West Side can really rap that well. Like, he, he has lyrics, but I, like, I just don't like West Side sound. I'm more of a Conway Benny the Butcher fan. 
and Conway dropped an, uh, an incredible album. Benny dropped an incredible album. And I think Wes, the album he dropped this year was good. So, and the amount of projects the nigga drops, like Benny gave us two, Conway gave us one. I think Conway might've given us two, but one that I know of for sure. And Wes gave like four. And they feel, you know what it was though? They feel like this year for sure was their chance to, to, to close the gap. And because they're old, so, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I understood where they were coming from from a mindset. They were like, you know what? Nobody could tour right now. Yeah. The young niggas can't have that over us right now because nobody could tour. So they're like, let me put all this heat that we've been, we've been saving. Yep, and just yeah. drop it. That was yeah. smart too, because they and they cool. got Boldy James too, and Boldy James don't get enough props because that dropped this year. That's the Alchemist joint doing with the Price of Tea in China. That shit was hard. Yeah, Alchemist having a good year too this year, man. With that yeah. project, he dropped the uh, Freddie Gibbs project. Like Alchemist going for producer of the year is him and Hit Boy. Even though I know niggas giving a Hit Boy a lot of credit, but that Detroit too is not good. Like I'm sorry, that Big Sean album is See, not good. I yeah. think it wasn't good because of Sean, though. Yeah, no, not because of Production was a match. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a fact, bro. I was gonna say the same thing. I'm about to say I don't think that we can really put that one on Hit Boy. Yeah, that's not Hit Boy. I don't fault. think that was his fault. I really don't. Like I thought the, the beat was, was fire. nasty, bro. Yeah, I just don't nice. think he. That was some of Big Sean's beats. But Big Sean got to drop a tear label. Is Benny good? I heard he got shot. Whoa, Benny got shot. Yeah, Wait. he sure did, bro. When? Wait, dude, wait, this is news to me. Say, I want to say today. Today. I don't know what happened. I don't think he died or nothing like that. But he I know, shot. I know. Boosie got shot in the leg. No, Benny. Benny. Yeah, Benny got allegedly shot in Houston during an attempted robbery in a Walmart. The Walmart? Lot. Not in the, the Wally world. Yo, they Man. said five minute ski masks approached him and then two other people in the parking lot and demanded a jury. Houston said Benny the Butcher and two other police were uh, in the store parking lot Around 4.30 p.m. when five, man, five men approached him, according to the police, Benny was moving too slow, and one of the suspects fired a shot, hitting him in the leg. Uh, they said he was taken to a uh, hospital by EMS. He tried to drive himself, but they was like, no, y'all got to go. Oh, so Benny okay. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. like Boosie. They both got shot in the leg. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Young niggas need to... Why are we doing Young this? Young niggas don't care. Young, that's what I'm saying. But you know what it is? It go back to the, the these niggas... Young boy is church to a lot of these young niggas, right? Yeah. And this nigga don't care. He young don't boy care. is kind of the kind of the fault of why King Von died. He was starting some of that beef. Like young boy yeah. been doing a lot, just beefing with niggas. And these niggas, that's Doom boy. Doom, Doom said them Baton Rouge niggas crazy. But that's but, a fact. But the thing is with young boy is like. I don't want to, I'm trying to pick my words right because I was going to say I could respect it because I don't respect it at all. Yeah. But the nigga is consistent with that. Like, that's really how he live. Yeah. And like, I always like, I, I don't never, like there's certain niggas who live that lifestyle. I don't judge their lifestyle because you never know what life forced the nigga into. into you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that I don't mind. It's like, I think it's worse when you got niggas that's like, they do that shit for Instagram and they and for do clout. it for, for, you know, like... But young the, boy got to chill, though, dude. Reasons. Like, like, I, I agree think, with you, but he need to chill before he lose, like, at all. Because, like... Nah, he do. He, he do. got but seven kids, thing, and he, got a, he need to for provide for them. Like, he got seven fucking kids that if he don't continue making this amount of money, them kids not going to have enough money when he gone. That's yeah. a fact. That's, that's facts, but the thing is... With niggas like Young Boy, that's just who he is. And he got too think, many niggas eating off. I don't of him. think you will ever see the point where Young Boy just 
cool off. Step away from the street life and if he if he don't he if he don't he gonna end up in jail or he gonna die. Sad to say it. Yeah, it's sad to say, but that's really the options for niggas like that. And he out. That's the thing. He he is out now. So like he he it's just about making that choice. But like you said, some niggas can't make that choice, and that he seems like one of them. So damn crazy. Didn't know Benny got shot. All right, uh, let's see what we got next. We got we got some funny. Oh, <laughs> let's let's stay on the Atlanta side. Ti got the cure for Corona. <laughs> that nigga is a goof, bro. Uh, crazy, bro. He is a goofball. Doom, your man's got the cure. What's up? <laughs> I'm so tired of this nigga, bro. Like real shit. I hate. Then he that. told niggas don't come to Atlanta for beef. <laughs> that shit is disgusting, dog. Like. <laughs> At some point, bro, when do we say, nigga, I don't give a damn how good your discography was, how much of a legend in the rap game you are. Like, every time you open your mouth, you embarrass the culture. <laughs> Literally, bro. At, at some point. Every time, bro. He got to take it. We got to take it away from him. We can't let him have that power yeah. no more. If we do it to Kanye, we got to do it to T.I. T.I. really? Yo. T.I. No, no might be worse, bro. He's really high up there on that list, bro. Like, with the... With, with Yay and and Wayne, like he really <laughs> high up there on the list of these niggas that I'm really starting to think like, bro, we really about to excommunicate with you niggas. Like, we really about to not <laughs> fuck with y'all no more. Stop talking. I Please can't stop talking. Ti said, just drink some tea and that'll get that'll get rid of Corona. <laughs> this niggas crazy, bro. <laughs> then he said, at right as a nigga King Von died, well, we should have been mourning, mourning, and, yeah, and trying to pay respects. This nigga said, "That's his fault." Coming to Atlanta to kill niggas, y'all kill niggas in y'all city. Like fuck the fact that he died and all that other shit. Just go kill him in Chicago. Don't kill him in That's Atlanta. So disrespectful. Like that Super is crazy that a nigga say that shit. That uh, Ti just bad. All nasty was he went behind it and was like, "Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about that situation." Like nigga, we, we yeah, know yes, what you he was. Yeah. Come on, man. Just try trying not track. to get heat. Just because them niggas on your ass, not them Chicago niggas saying they coming for you. Scary. Hey, you know ass. them Chicago niggas don't care about his, they do not. him being an OG. They are the second. They probably like, killed their OGs. Right behind Louisiana niggas, like Louisiana niggas and Florida niggas, the two craziest niggas, I believe, in the street-wise, is Chicago <laughs> right after them. That's a fact. And so, like, you know. And also, T.I. got pulled from Versus because he was supposed to do the Versus with Jeezy on Thursday. I think Swiss Beats and Timbaland are crazy. They giving us a Gucci Mane and Jeezy battle. Please don't let them people be in the same room. They just want to see a fight. There's no way they're gonna be in the same ratings room. Ratings are going to be. Crazy. I don't know if this is gonna happen. Through the all roof, Gucci bro. gotta say is the the crazy. all Gucci gotta play is the diss record, and I know he gonna play it. Like Gucci was just talking to Charlemagne about how he can't redeem it with this nigga because this nigga tried to kill him, and he don't give a fuck. Fuck Snowman. Yeah, I'm curious to see because. Have they ever done a virtual versus? I mean, the the early yeah. ones. They did. A, they did. Yeah, I said they like did a Teddy Riley and Babyface and uh, yeah. Well, yeah, like the IG ones. But I'm talking about once on Apple switch to like oh the no real versus. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. By that so. time they no. were doing it in person. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't and think I don't know how they're gonna they, go back to the IG versus. How they gonna do this in person though? They gonna have to know. have guards and that like. But and that's why the craziest verses. they Niggas deleted it. That, that Monica and Brandy was spicy. Oh, no, this is this bad. Crazy. No, this is really bad. Super spicy, bro. And like the thing is, every on Versus page, they had to delete it because I guess Jeezy wasn't cool with it. But then Coach K posted it and then Swiss posted it again. So like 
is this happening? Is this not? Gucci straight up said y'all y'all Gucci said y'all wanted it, so now it's the Gucci man versus Snow Cone. Call that nigga Snow Cone. (laughs) I know Gucci down no matter what. (laughs) It's really up to Jeezy. Jeezy not down, bro. Jeezy because Gucci don't give a fuck. He down, bro. Jeezy got a new wife. Like Jeezy just living a good life now. If I'm Jeezy, I'm not putting myself in that situation. That's just asking for a fight. That's asking for someone to die. Gotta be crazy. You think they paying him? They got to. I know them niggas, like, none of them doing it for free. But I know especially for these two, they cut... Yeah, they got to they gotta cut a yeah, check. they got to cut them something. That's a fact. That's going to be the highest rated versus yet, bro. That shit is crazy. So we're going to see on Thursday. Hopefully it happens. We'll talk about this next Sunday. Oh, man, I'm going to be watching. All right, we got two more topics to get into. The first one, we're going to have our sexual relationship one last because I got a good one this week. But something just happened to me this week where we got to talk about this. We got to talk about homeless protocol. And when I say homeless protocol, we talk about how you deal with homeless people and bums. So let me start off like this. If you have ever ridden with me in a car and we drive by and see a homeless person, I give money. If I have a dollar, two dollars, I'll give up. For, I'll give from six dollars below. The most I'll give is like six, seven. And then I'll give anything under that. I'll give quarters, dimes, whatever I got. So today. I'm I'm at the uh, gas station. First off, I'm already mad because no, a lot, not a lot of niggas wearing masks. And Corona's super serious, so I'm wearing my mask. And I see this, I see this guy walking. He don't have a mask, and I see him going to other cars. And I'm like, all right, if I hurry up, get my drink, and then get to my car, I'll be able to do what I got to do. So I get my shit. I'm walking to my car. As I'm getting in the car, he's like. Excuse me, young brother. Can I stop you? Can we talk? And I'm like, what's up, man? And I'm like, can you can you say it from, you know, a distance? Because, like, I'm scared of Corona and I got my mask on. And you don't have no mask. He's like, I worked at Carabas, yada, yada. And as he's talking, he's getting closer and closer to my face. By the time he's finished what he's saying, he's like right here. And my ass is trying to jump in my car. He's like, whoa, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm like, bro, I, you can't be in my face. I, I'm not scared of you. I'm just saying Corona is a real thing. You don't have a mask. You just said you worked at Carabas, yet you don't have no mask. So you're working in the restaurant industry and you see multiple people. I, I just got to get in my car. And he's like, well, do you have any money? I was like, I don't have any change for you, my brother. I'm sorry. I know you just saw me spend my money and I only got big bills. And he was like, well, what about the uh, 10? I'm like, bro, I'm not giving you no 10. Like, what's what's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no $10. I get in my car and I start to drive. This nigga said, well, fuck you then, nigga. And he flicked me off and said, you fucking bitch. And I, I, I wanted to run that nigga over, bro. Don't call me no fucking bitch, nigga. Oh, bum ass nigga, man. The fact that you no money. He said that he work at Carabas, but then at the same time is begging me from for $10. I'm not giving you $10. 10 bro. fucking dollars. If that nigga worked at Carabas, then he will understand that $10 equals an hour of hard fucking work, <laughs> nigga. Get the fuck out of here, bro. $10? That's a fact, dude. Here, nigga. Yo, I only had the $10 was the small. He was like, why don't you go make change? Nigga, I, what? Ooh. Nigga said, why don't you go get some money, broke-ass nigga? You should have disrespected that nigga. You got me fucked up, bro. Bro, I was pissed. Y'all saw in the group chat. I was hot. That nigga had... And I never seen a homeless person. He said, fuck you, nigga, you bitch ass. And he flicked me off. I was like... That's crazy, What the fuck? We'd have been arguing in that motherfucker, bro. Fuck that. I didn't want to argue with the nigga because he had no mask. And if he worked at Carabas... talking to them niggas, bro. Like, but it it is different in Louisiana, though, because, like... I grew up North Side Lafayette, nigga. So I done came across a bunch of homeless niggas, bunch crack of bum heads, bums, niggas, yeah. crackhead niggas, all that. 
Like it's different when you know you see the same crackhead nigga every day. Like you, you know the nigga, you know where he stay, you know his people. Like those niggas, I, I used to if I had a dollar, a couple dollars, look, I toss it to him. I do that. But like here in Vegas, bro, these bum niggas be like scam artists, bro. <laughs> These niggas will be under the overpass fucking bumming for money and at the light. Home to his, to the and, and go back to the crib, house bigger than mine, got a nice-ass car and shit. Like, niggas really do that kind of shit. So I don't trust none of them niggas. Once I found that out, bro, because they caught a nigga in Vegas doing that. Ooh. Like, so he was it, bumming it, the whole day, and somebody followed him back, saw him getting into, like, a Mercedes. That's and disgusting. Once I seen that, I'm like, that nigga done ruined it for Oh, oh you bum so you don't give to nobody. Right? I don't even. These niggas will talk to me. Try, hey, hey, excuse me, sir. Nigga, <laughs> fuck that. I ain't even looking at you. I don't even acknowledge you there, nigga. Fuck that. Brooklyn, <laughs> what's exactly your home impression protocol? That's, that's exactly how I be, bro. Especially being from New York City, bro. Oh. I grew up with my mom telling me to ignore them niggas. So that's what I did. I ignored them niggas, bro. But now, if I'm in a good mood and a homeless person catch me on a good day, I be giving money. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's but what I'm saying. Give me if from I was seven you today, he would have got the full Bronx experience. I would have told that nigga respectfully, you can suck my dick, bro. You a bum ass nigga. I'm telling you, you I wanted to out. run over him. When he said, fuck you, you bitch ass nigga, I was like, he didn't have the nerve to flick me off, too. That was with it wasn't the fuck you bitch ass nigga. It was the anger in his face with the flick off after. After he just walked to this white lady and she gave him seven dollars. Like I didn't yeah. like that. That's the thing. He walked, scared, that's why. he walked to the white lady. She got see, she gave him seven dollars. A black man gave him another dollar. So you got eight dollars in your stories to put gas. Well, nigga, eight dollars get you gas, my nigga. Like, so what, what do you need my $10 for to give you 18? What are we talking about? Plus thing. you work at Carabas. So if you're not homeless, like. That's my thing, bro. You not a less fortunate nigga. You just bad at decision making. I ain't never seen a bum nigga with a job. So <laughs> you a bum nigga and you got a job. So I'm saying, and if you need gas, you got enough money to get gas because of the white lady. Seven, and, and it's not like you drive a truck, a Mustang. It's, you don't drive nothing crazy to where your gas mileage is, is dumb. You drive a Honda that's beat up to where if you put $8, you got over oh, 90 right, gallons. Of, you can get anywhere. Money. With eight dollars, you could get to Appaloosas, you could get to New Iberia, you could go anywhere with eight dollars. So, why did you need my fucking ten? Right, he definitely didn't need that shit. He was just being trying crazy. to buy crack or something. <laughs> that's why. That's what I saw when niggas went like, I don't. I didn't buy that nigga store. He's trying to buy crack. And then the other thing is when you deal with a homeless person and they like, yo, I don't have no money for food. Can you give me some money? And then you buy him some food and they like, what the fuck is this, nigga? You just said yeah. you was hungry. <laughs> was like, yeah. I wasn't really gonna buy crack. That, but that's why I don't trust none of them niggas, bro. I think the only time in Vegas I ever helped somebody out, bro, I was putting gas at a gas station and they had this nigga, and you could tell, bro, he was one of them bum niggas that wasn't like he wasn't trying to bum money. He was just in a bad spot. Yeah. Like I'm pumping gas. I seen the nigga walking, and you know, like it's Vegas, bro. It was late at night. I'm at the gas station and shit. So I automatically started like peeping this nigga. Like I was like, bro, you trying to run up on me? Like what's, what's good? So I see the nigga across the way. He was like digging through the trash can mm. and the nigga found like a little wrapped up sandwich or something and was about to start eating it. And I was like, nah, bro. Like, see, come with me, my nigga. They that's how you McDonald's know we good right people. there, bro. I'm going to buy you something. Look, stay right here, bro. 
I'm coming back with some food, my nigga. Like that was the only time I ever helped somebody. See, I I definitely will help people. Yeah, like I if I saw some shit like that, I'm buying yes. a nigga a Big Mac, a, a I could definitely a, tell that a fry, a milkshake, and a Dr Pepper and an yeah. apple pie, nigga. You getting it all? But like the bums that when you when they say they're hungry and they want food and you buy them food and get mad, y'all just was trying to buy crack. Y'all scamming. Like, <laughs> That shit pisses me the fuck off. Like, don't take my kindness for weakness, nigga. Yeah, He's trying to buy it, crack. One thing is, though, like, kindness is, is one thing. But don't, it, like, I don't owe you nothing, my nigga. <laughs> like, I don't even know you, bro. Right. Like, I like, don't fuck how bad your situation you is, yes. my nigga. That, I ain't got shit to do with that. You can't get <laughs> mad at me. Even if I had a, a bankroll. And I was like, nigga, I just don't want to give you nothing. It is what that's, it is. That's a fact. Because you work for it that. It is what it is, bro. That's a fact. Niggas is crazy, man. <laughs> That's why I said I gotta know y'all homeless proneless protocol, homeless bum protocol. <laughs> I ain't got none. I just don't talk to them niggas, bro, at all. I don't talk to none of them niggas. <laughs> oh shit! All right, and the final topic we got today is: How do y'all feel about role playing during sex? Are y'all down with the role playing game? What Let's get it. Never done. <laughs> Let's it. get it. Never done it. <laughs> Where they dress up or they. Or y'all, Let's y'all, go. y'all, y'all, what they wear? Or y'all, you know, you Fuck do whatever. <laughs> I've never Red wig, that. blue wig, blonde wig. I don't give a fuck. Let's get it. <laughs> I, I ain't never done it either, Doom. But I told my girl I'm super down for it because, like, uh, it's said that when you when you get with a relationship and they role play and they wear different wigs and stuff, it's like you're experiencing a different woman. So it's like if you could get your girl to wear like all kind of different, like y'all don't have, she don't even have to dress up as like a superhero, no type of character or none of that. Just like a, a black wig, a red wig, and you just switch it up like that. It's like, oh, you're getting a new experience. And that way you could pretend like you're going into a bar. Like, hey, ma'am, do you want to come back to my house? And y'all do like this whole, you know, this, I'm down for role playing. I just never did it. Yeah, I mean, I could see how it worked for some niggas. It's just, I don't really. like. I'm That's not your like bag. That, that happens whenever you like, you with somebody for a long time and shit gets stale. Mm. And I ain't never reached that point yet in none of my situations. Yeah, me neither. Like, but I'm see, I don't think it, see, that's interesting you say that because I don't think it has to be stale. I think it could yeah. just be like y'all just experience, experimenting. Yeah. Like, I think with old people, it's, it's when they, I think with old married couples, it's, it's stale. But like, right. there's some people that's just like, yo, let's just try, let's just experience, experiment. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see it. Just for me, I don't really need that. That's I, not your bag. Okay. All that extra shit is just longer for me getting what I need. I'm trying to get. <laughs> off. I'm trying to get my shit off, man. <laughs> Dude, say I'm not with the foreplay. I'm not with That's none of that fact. shit, nigga. I'm trying Yo! to bust my nut. Fact. There's enough. You got to do all this kissing and. You've been listening to too much, young boy, bro. He's wilding right now. Dude, wait, you tripping, nigga? You gotta <laughs> kissing. And tickle yeah, the gooch and, and tickle. It's NBA Ryan and this bitch, bro. You, you got. I don't do even that, know who the fuck this is. For me and my brain, it's it's all about like, nigga. I'm just trying to. I gotta get my shit off. I gotta get my shit off, bro. Ain't no. There's no. There's no enjoyment in that. Like all this little smooching and. You don't enjoy the foreplay. Man, fuck that. <laughs> Take them drawers off, man. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, do you enjoy eating? Sometimes. Mm, you one of them niggas. I don't niggas. not enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely you, handle my business. So wait, are you one of them niggas that don't like doing it? 
Nah, I mean okay, I'm, okay. I take pride in what I do. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nah. It's just it's just the kissing and the four. It's not that form. It's not that. It's just the everything besides that. It's all the lead up to that. See, because you gotta think about it like this. Like you know the little memes where they be having like the girls a post. Like the um the Netflix sound go doom and then the niggas is all like take, take these off right here. Like that's me. I'm that nigga. <laughs> I ain't got time to wait until this movie get to the good part. I ain't got time for all that, nigga. Stop playing. <laughs> you know why we here, why we gotta pretend, why we gotta go through these little moments. This is hilarious. <laughs> Why we gotta do oh, all that? Oh shit! Nigga <laughs> said, "Fuck all that kissing shit. Fuck all that touching, that cuddling, nigga. Get down to business. Take off the it's, it's different. It's different now that I'm in a relationship <laughs> with somebody. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, think about when you were like in a little situation where you, the female, come over and y'all both know in your. Mind. All right, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I know that right, should get yeah, that yeah. should get old. Like, so why we got to go through these little fake motions just so you don't feel... All right, why well, I got to look for a show to watch? Yeah, you know why you're here. Ah, <laughs> that's just hilarious. Oh, man. Okay, how y'all feel about when you with your... When you with a girl or whatever, and she's like, yo, you want to watch me finger myself? Does that please y'all? See, I'm into... I'm into, like, we both jacking off looking at each other. I fuck with that shit. That shit kind of fire. I never did that either. Doom, like, I don't I got like, time for that shit feel, either. Nah, it's not that. I just feel like I'm the kind of nigga where it's like, if I see her getting into it by herself, I'm like, all right, why, why you need to do all that? It must, it must mean I ain't taking care of my business. Why you, why you doing all this crazy shit? I need to be in control. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, no, that shit kind of fire to me, though. Like, y'all both getting y'all shit off. Y'all looking at each other and y'all getting y'all shit off because of each other. That's, see, I feel like you are in control in that situation. Like, she like, ooh, I want this. And then it gets to the point where it's like, come on, I can't take it no more, so let's get it on. No, yeah, I, 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 I see I where you're going that. with. Yeah, I can see that. That's why I'm, I'm not just like, oh, yeah, let's just all bust bust a nut, then we done. <laughs> no, because then, because you're absolutely right, because then it's like, I could have just been doing my own thug this in the bathroom. <laughs> Is it right? Why did I have to do this in front of you? <laughs> I feel like I just got to take a, a drug test or something. You had Yo, to watch me. <laughs> how do y'all feel about hand jobs, bro? I refuse to get a hand job. Yeah, I can't do Yeah, it. we too old for that. <laughs> I, I, I think that's my, a consensus statement right I there. I tell my girl she doesn't even have to touch my dick. <laughs> like, don't touch that, it. It's okay. That was definitely reserved for, like, high school years, bro. Right. Like, after that, that should not be a thing. <laughs> not at all. That's, that's only in situations where you just can't fuck. I have never you know I mean? met a girl that does it better than me. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. That that's a fact. better than me, bro. Like that's a that should be on a coffee mug. <laughs> that's that's hey, that's facts. For real. But like even for them, they've never met a guy that can finger them better than they can do it themselves. Exactly. They know exactly where their spot is, and they can get it done like that. Yeah. So you know, I just had to see how y'all felt about hand jobs. Brooklyn, you ever doing the role playing shit? I told you, bro, I'm down, bro. Red, <laughs> red wig, blue wig, yellow wig, shit, nigga. What you talking about? Blue fish, <laughs> red fish, come through, bitch. What's wrong with you, bro? Tell me the fuck up. What, what if she was like, dress up as a prisoner and I'll be the warden? I feel like that's some slave shit. She can do what she want, bro. <laughs> she black, I'm, I'm like the Pope. She no, no, when she that. a white girl, she like, yo, no, I'll be no, the warden. No, 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 no. We ain't finna do all that. That's why I crossed the line in any case. You can't do that. <laughs> what if she the prisoner? 
Oh, we can do that. That worked. That worked. I can't be the prisoner though if she white. Yeah, no, yeah. That's wild. With a white woman, yeah, you can't be the prisoner and she the warden. That's kind of fucked. That's just as bad as the because we talked about this last week, dude, when you wasn't here. Oh, two weeks ago about the uh if if they wanted a slave uh role playing situation <laughs> said that's just as bad as the rape situation like when they yeah, if they ask you to, to rape them it's like yo yeah, that's like, not a role play i'm what? doing but the you want slave me to go to jail massa bitch that's what nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> i wouldn't even be able to get into that like, I, I would, I would I, when, when they would ask the whole me time, soft as fuck bro that's what i'm saying no but like the moment they would ask i would be like Clothes on. I'm out. <laughs> I'm putting on extra layers, nigga. Yeah, I got a sweater on in the house. Like, clothes, I'm gone. Or if you stay, if you're at my house, excuse me, ma'am, you need to put your clothes on and leave. Because <laughs> that was <Right>. racist. <laughs> <laughs> you got some issues deep-seated. No, I just wanted to experience, you know, just how, how, how what? Experience what, bitch? How, how y'all was yeah, that, beating that and killing us? like that. <laughs> Bro, I want to say a nigga went viral for some similar shit to that. I know what you're talking like he about. He actually did that. He did he it. And he like was t- t- telling the experience. Yeah. 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 I saw that. Yeah. Niggas is gross. Niggas do anything for clout these days. That's fucking crazy. Damn shame. But that's all we got this week, fellas. Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media. At Doom SJE, Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow Doom, man. Get a ball to Camara. Go Camara. Go yes, Camara. <laughs> Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you on social media. Find me at all social medias at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. All right. That's all we got this week for the beginning portion. Let's get into the song of the week by Gods. And we have an interview with the anime rapper Gods himself. So that will be gone. And then we'll finish up the show with me and Shuba Bros Bros Who Ball. But let's get into the song of the week right now. Touching the way I move, you ain't doing the things I do. Diamonds icy, bills is blue, we looking froze. It looks like winter with the crew. Got that jack frost on my body, we all cooling on the daily, looking froze. Iced out, getting frostbite off from the lifestyle. Got the page looking cold, but I write down. Had to work for what I got, now I'm quite proud. But they still hate it, now I keep skating all around them. But I'm saying, I'm that nigga with an attitude. I'm that ass cuban I'm like, whoa. They say that my heart's getting way too cold Saying that I lost my way trapped in the snow The cold wind blows, but I don't fall to the blizzard So I'm chilling with my niggas as I'm rolling up a swisher I burn it off, but my mind stays saying I'm permafrost Like I don't need AC, so I turn it off Like snow in the winter, that sure to fall, ayy I run up the numbers, I'm getting digits All my niggas be out here and looking frigid Frozen water on army, I'm water whipping diamond Shining to show you just how we get it Bitch, I'm froze, I'm froze. Jack Frost is a carrot on my nose Man, I'm talking about the gold on my nose ring Niggas want half, need the whole thing Diamonds on slim, I need more change Stuck in my ways, little bitch just mad Cause I stay myself and I won't change Well, I saw nine, now fuck that Diamonds on gleam like hubcap Y'all move dirt, but I like clean money Y'all boys too low, we don't trust that Brand on ad, never subtract Nigga want war, then the front line Y'all gon' bark, but the wolves gon' hunt Motherfucker eat good when it's lunchtime Where you at? In the back, bitch with tats on my lap. What's that shine? Diamonds black, if I smash, it's a wrap. Oh my god. Throw the 
racks, I get money, it's a fact See your ice, it's a fake, shit is whack But I'm dancing with my diamonds You ain't touching the way I move You ain't doing the things I do Diamonds icy, bills is blue, we looking froze Look like winter with the crew I got that Jack Frost on my body We are calling on the daily, looking froze Bitch in the Maybach Sunroof going in the late night mood Shorty dropped that thing through it way back <laughs> Yeah uh, Hate that Shorty gon' throw it like Maybach Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this week's special guest on the Bros You Think podcast is none other than the uh, hip-hop artist Gods. Gods is in the building. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Really happy to get this going. Hell yeah. So first off, before we even get into you, your music, your career, all that, I got to ask you, why you chose the name Gods? Like, you got you to you tell me, you know, you got to fill me on with the name sure. choice. Sure. So... Gods came from a shortened version of Godzilla. Oh, okay. I love, yeah, I love the Godzilla movies. I love them. Um, and where it Gods came from, it was from uh, the Godzilla movie that dropped in 2014. Okay. Like there was a day I took like a gang load of friends. We went to go see that movie. And then afterwards, we went back to a friend's house and we was playing Smash Bros. And I was going, I was going to put my name in Smash Bros. Because, you know, you can have the different names in Smash Bros. I was going to put my name as Godzilla. But then I was like, now, let me shorten it to guys. Let me see if that'll fit. And then I kind of just stuck with that. So, yeah, that's how that name came about. That is funny. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, the uh, Childish Gambino putting it in, like, a Wu-Tang similar. Wu-Tang name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the Smash Bros. That's fire. I fuck mm-hmm. with that. Hell yes. yes. So what got you into uh, making hip-hop rap music? So... I had always like had a love for hip hop music. Like I was listening to Eminem and 50 Cent when I was like five years old. So entirely too young to know any of what they were talking about, but I just loved it anyway. But I started um, like actually like writing raps and like, yeah, doing raps when I was uh, 16. And it was just the way, cause I'm, I'm a, like a, I was a super reserved person, just kept to myself a lot. So it was just kind of a way for me to like, just vent shit out that I had going on in my head. Yeah, for sure. It was just a nice way to me to express myself, healthy way, and it was just something I stuck with ever since. Yeah, got you. So when did when did it start becoming like okay, I'm putting out music, I'm taking this serious, and like I want to like make this like a career, you know? For sure. Um, yeah, I didn't start. So I started like uploading videos to YouTube when I was like 18, and it was just like. I went like the remix route. So I was like, anytime a song dropped, I'd like the next day, I'd be looking for the beat for it. I'd write a verse to it, record it, upload a video for it. And I just did that continuously for like, for a long time. It was like a year and a half. I was just doing that just as a way to like slowly build up like my own little fan base and community and to hone my rap skills as well for just trying out just different just different styles of beats. Like one day it could be a Drake song. Then it could be like a Kendrick Lamar song and like just all these different kinds of artists and sounds. Showing your range. Exactly. Show my range for sure. 100. So you're doing that. When did it become, and I want to ask you, how do you feel about this? So I've had 
Slick, Otaku God. I've had a bunch of different people in the uh, anime trap rap nerdcore scene. When did because see you rap up? You don't just rap about anime. You rap about comics. You rap about so like. Do you consider yeah. yourself a nerdcore rapper or is it just like I'm using these metaphors and bars just because that's something I'm a fan of? Like you don't have to label me as that. Yeah, I never can. I don't consider myself a nerdcore rapper. It's definitely like that's just that's just what I know. And so that's what I write about. Like, that's the shit I genuinely enjoy and can like am knowledgeable enough where I could flip it into some crazy metaphors and punchlines and like song ideas. And yeah, like you said, it's not just like the, it's not just the anime stuff. Like it's, it's just geek culture in general that I try and touch in for every single song or project that I'm putting together. 100%. So, okay. So this year you put out, hold on. I want to say like (laughs) seven projects, man. You were, you you were out here. You were out here working this year. What what motivated that like that? Okay, so we got Clout Gods. We got Retrograde. We got the N7 EP. We got Funimation EP. We got Kaiju uh, ep- Episode Volume 3. We got Trap Lord of the Sith. We got, oh, and then that's the last one. What motivated you to go this hard in 2020? Was it because of the sure. pandemic and you had nothing to do? Or was it like, nah, I'm, do- I'm, sure. I'm coming at them. <laughs> yeah, that was for sure reason. The pandemic and just like, yeah, having nothing to do because I had lost my job for a couple months and I was just working on mad music. But the thing that really did it was just like, like I was finally, I'm finally like now really like jumping into like the Twitter scape and just like seeing all of these artists and just seeing so many people like, like Slick, like Otaku God, like Survey, Delta, just all these people just doing crazy, just crazy stuff with their music. And it's like, I got to make sure like, you know, I don't get lost in the sauce. I got to make sure I have my own shit out there and everything to like really, because like I said before, it took me a while before I started like doing my act own like original music. So I felt like, I felt like I was doing catch up because I, I was like, I need to drop mad music so that way people will actually have something to listen to from me. 100. And you, and you definitely did that. And, I, and I, I'd say the first, because see, I knew you on Twitter from like talking yeah. like the boy, you were like one of the few people talking the boys on Twitter. Yes, I see you out there doing that. <laughs> yes, but then sir. I really recognize you when I hear you in that slick cipher. Like, I, yeah. so everybody's rapping, and I'm like, all right, this is tight, this is tight. But then when you come on, I'm like, hold up, this <laughs> just ate on all y'all. Like, I, I gotta I call a spade that. a spade. Like, <laughs> like the only other person I thought came close was slick, and I told him this. I was like, that nigga, God's ate your ass on that one. Nigga. So like, I saw that live stream. <laughs> so what's up? Like, talk to me about like how bars are important to you. What made you want to eat specifically on that track? And just talk to me about like what you look to do when you rap. Is it more vibes? Is it more like I'm trying to paint a picture? Is it I'm trying to just like kill you with these metaphors and similes? Sure. sure. Yeah. So. I mean, starting off, yeah, the, the bars, that's my bread and butter. Like, that's what I came up on. When I first started rapping, I was like, I'm trying to be the most lyrically intricate, just bar-heavy rapper that I can be. Because, like, yeah, when I, when I started off, like, writing raps and stuff, I listened to I listened to a lot of, like, just the 90s shit because I felt like... Well, who's some of your favorite artists? Like, just, to, just to make that little transition real quick. Favorite artist? Go back. Yeah, favorite artists. Who oh, inspired dude. you and just, like... Since you're talking about that, I'll, let us know. Yeah, so um, Nas was a big one. Nas mm, was for sure. I see a big it in one. the background. Yeah, yeah, I got some shit hanging up back there. Um, Nas was a big one. Big L, like, really was what honed my ability to like do punchlines and shit. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Andre Three Thousand. Um, even though he's newer, Kendrick, like, just all those guys kind of helped me. A oh, big pun, 
Big mm. pun for sure. I'm a big and fan of big the- pun and man. fucking Lupe, man. <laughs> I love man. <laughs> But yeah, it was just all those guys. Like, I would just listen to them every single day. Like, just if it wasn't, if it was one album, if it wasn't one album, it was another album. I just constantly had that shit going through my head as a way to just like really get a grasp of the genre. Because I felt like if I'm going to do hip hop, I don't want to just, I don't want to just know the new stuff. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with people who like, don't really, who aren't like super knowledgeable of like the old school and like stuff in the nineties. But I felt like if I'm really going to like consider myself a hip hop artist and like an actual rapper and an MC, I really need to become familiar with the spitters, with the people who came before us, who set the whole, the whole genre up. Like they, they the reason why it is how it is now. So it was, it was just a lot of that. And just a lot of, a lot of nineties rap, a lot of backpack rap that just really, um, that just really caused caused me to hone my pen. I really, I wanted, I was, my thought was like, I'm trying to come for next. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to come for next when it comes to rapping. And as, as I progressed, like as an artist and as a person, like I'm for sure now focusing more on like, like building a vibe and like storytelling and just like constructing actual songs and stuff. Yeah. But my bread and butter is for sure just like rapping and but see, I think that that that's why your songs, when you do that, I think that's why you always you always get something out of them because you come from exactly. that background and you when you set a vibe, you're learning how to set a vibe and make a quality song that sounds sonically good. But when you listen to it and it, you're starting to get that sonically good sound and it's like, oh, but also I got the story behind this. 100 percent 100 percent and bro yeah. when you said big pun i think of in the middle of little italy <laughs> italy little, yeah bro <laughs> when i first heard that my mind was blown i was like how is a human able to do this that's a fact that that's was a crazy fact. yeah yeah okay. so so then okay so those are the influences now just tell us like oh so you said you go for bars and like you're trying to paint that picture so that's that that's Absolutely. the rapping ability of it all right i'm gonna ask you a couple questions about just certain songs of yours that where i was just like Yo, this dude ate. So we got to start off with Phantom Troop Killer. Just straight off off okay. top. Songs, yes, super hard. Prod, uh, Producted by like Skin, I think is his name. or I think it's Saint, I think. It's like Saint okay. with an X instead of an A. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so with that one, um, Karapika is my favorite anime character of all time uh, from Hunter x Hunter. And um, the, the the title came from like, like again, from, from like the Wu-Tang shit. Like you had like Ghostface Killer and Master mm. Killer. So I kind of put my own spin on that, like the Phantom Troop Killer, because it's Karapika's whole thing where he's trying to kill off the Phantom Troop. So I'm like, oh, Phantom Troop Killer, I can flip that into just like some hardcore gritty rap shit. And yeah, my idea for that was just to just, it was, it's kind of horrorcore-esque, but not mm-hmm. really. It's just like some really like just dark, just bar heavy, me spazzing type of shit. And definitely like one of just a very anime influenced track without like, and when I try and do like tracks inspired by anime, I don't, I don't usually go too heavy with like the anime punchlines and everything. It's more like I write kind of like based on the vibe that like a character or a show gives me. And that's, Ooh. that was how that track came to be. Got you, got you. And then another, just like, uh, just a reflection of like how you aren't necessarily just in that bag all the time. We get balling in the nineties, which is fucking great. The beat by Audie, great. And I, I think you just- for that beat. And I think you just killed it. Yeah. Shout out Audie. Audie is a wizard when it comes to samples, especially anime samples. He is a wizard with that shit. But yeah, with that, with that track, yeah, balling in the 90s. So that's off of my project Retrograde. That yep. project, um, it's just it's all nostalgia themed. Like just the whole 
idea of the project is just like that love of nostalgia that we have and how we want to try and hold on to that feeling that we had from all the stuff that we had before. With that track in particular, I was reflecting on just Black culture, just Black culture of the 90s, because I feel like in the 90s, Black culture, we was killing it in the 90s. Like Black people was winning in the 90s with sports, with music, with movies, TV shows. So I wanted to take that and just like capture it all in one track. Every line was a reference to something. It's just anything Black in the 90s. And yeah, the sample, um, you probably know, uh, a lot of people who are listening to this probably know it's the same sample that um, Regulate from Warren G and Nate yep. Dogg. Yeah. So I was like, yo, that's like a 90s ass track. So let's take that and flip it to make it sound like something that could come out today. I think y'all did that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Appreciate you. Yeah, oh. Audie, again, Audie did the damn thing with that beat. Audie, Audie don't miss. I'm going to say that. Audie got clout, don't miss. Hell yeah. And then we see, okay, so then we see Slime. You produced that one. So do you pro- yes, do you pro- enjoy producing more or rapping more? And just talk to me about, like, you as a producer. Yeah, so I definitely prefer rapping and writing more that because that just comes naturally to me more. But with production, with production, like I need to have like, like a certain, I usually do it for my projects. Cause like, mm-hmm. um, I had a project before retrograde called Starship Coop and I produced like eight or nine songs on that out of 12 songs. So it's just like, I have to have like a sort of idea and a vibe that I'm going to go for when I'm producing a track. So that way it kind of fits in like a puzzle piece into the rest of the project. So like with that track, it was, um, I sampled a a song from the Hey Arnold soundtrack. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because when I was putting that project together, like, I only exposed myself to, like, old cartoons, old music, old movies, just all of that. And so I was listening, I was watching Hey Arnold one day. I had it, like, on in the background when I was, like, writing some shit. And, like, the sample came on, like, the song that I would sample came on, and I was like, yo, I need to flip this in some way because this shit is too nice. So I was like... I'm gonna flip that. I turn it into some lo-fi shit, and like I did, kind of like a spin on the the Nickelodeon slime, and uh, like just kind of like how the shit we grew up with like molds us into the people we are today. And uh, yeah, that's how that song came about. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So which one would you say out of this year that you dropped was would be your personal favorite project between Clout, Retrograde, In Seven, Funimation, Kaiju, Trap Lord of the and Trap Lord of the Sith. Uh, retrograde 100 percent 100 percent just the the thought process the the work the the mixing the writing just a lot a lot of work went into putting that project together I, yeah um, you can tell when you listen to it i think i think retrograde yeah. i think i'd have to agree with you retrograde is my favorite but i, I got cloud gods as a second i like cloud gods cloud gods was great again shout out audi for those beats audi every single sample he took, he did exactly what I needed him to do. Like he did exactly what I needed him to do. Isn't that awesome when you find like that person that like you can connect with like a producer to where y'all just are in sync, like how Drake has a 40 or like, you know, yeah. just that, that type of connection that you build Absolutely. with a producer. Absolutely. That definitely plays in. It's, especially because like Audi, yeah, Audi is great with that, especially with um him and Savade for sure had that connection like way more than me and Audi do. Like him and Savade, when they when you put them together, that shit is dangerous. Do you, <laughs> that is do you a, have someone like that? Um, not really. 
not really not like someone i know personally like i have like a bunch of youtube producers and stuff that i'll go to and i'll yeah. like always return to but i don't really have someone right now where it's like i have like a close relationship with them where i can like always go to them for beats and like they'll have me on their beats and all that so that we'll get to that eventually that will happen i feel that will happen but as of now i'm just kind of doing uh doing your thing doing, doing yeah. my thing right 100 percent all right, tell the people where they can find your music at, because then we're about to get into some of the some of the fun stuff I've been waiting to talk to you about. Just had to get the business out of the way. Tell them For where sure. they can find your music at. Yeah, you can find me. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud. Basically, anywhere you listen to music, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Tidal, <laughs> BlackPeopleMeet.com. You can find <laughs> me everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I I try my best to have my music everywhere, especially the full length projects. But if you want like like singles and stuff. You're mainly going to want to go to SoundCloud. That's Gods on SoundCloud, Gods on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Yeah. Y'all go, y'all go check Gods out. All right. Favorite food, my brother? My favorite food? Hamburgers. I love burgers. Hamburgers? burgers. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever gotten that while doing this show for like the two to three years really? I've been doing it. I don't think I've ever gotten hamburgers. Really? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why burgers are great. Because you can have them during any time of the day. You want it for breakfast, you put some eggs and bacon on it. You want it for lunch? That's easy. It's a burger. You want it for dinner? You can go crazy with how you what you put on the burger. It could be three a.m. in the morning, and you you hungry? You gonna get yourself a burger? Okay. What's <laughs> your favorite burger place? And then if it's a local place, say it. But then I want to know what's your favorite like chain burger place? Sure. So my favorite chain burger place is uh, what a burger. You oh, know what I'm saying? Out a, in Texas, that's that Texas shit. That's that Texas that in you. That Texas shit. Yes, no, no, Five Guys sure. better than Whataburger. I got and I just got on the Five, five Guys, guys is for sure. I will admit, Five Guys is better than Whataburger, but Five Guys also costs thirty dollars for a burger. <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah, no, for sure, Whataburger. I remember there was one time um, when I was still in college, they had a place um, where I went to school at, and it was called Bronze Star Burger. It's not there anymore, unfortunately, though. But that was the best burger I ever had in my life. Hey. <laughs> See, I'll never be able to get it again. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still on that Whataburger kick. It tastes better in Texas because in Louisiana, it don't taste like it does in Texas. That's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> like the Louisiana, it's like one. how people say it's like how people say In and Out is better in California than in Texas. Other places. Yo, when yeah, because we have them in Texas. When I ate In and Out in Texas, I was easy. very let down. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not bad. It's just like it's like yeah, this is cool. It's not, it's not worth the like hype. Mind blowing though. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But to be fair, I also haven't had it in California yet, so it could be amazing in California. I don't that's know. <laughs> but that's how like Popeyes in Louisiana tastes way better than anywhere else. Oh, that'll bet. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's one thing I gotta say we got. So, but all right. Uh, if you could go anywhere on vacation, where would it be? Anywhere on vacation. Um, and obviously COVID free, like you can go have a good time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Either Italy, because okay. I think that's just a really beautiful country, and the food and the culture and all that is great. Or Japan. I, I want to go both of those places. I'm right there. Yeah, with you. I just feel like Japan is just some otherworldly place that doesn't seem like it should exist, but it does. Like I want to go to it, when I hit Japan. I want to do all the anime shit. I want to see all like the cyberpunk influence shit. But then I want to like walk walk the path of a samurai, like in a kimono, no, sure. just like that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, seeing the uh, <laughs> fucking cherry blossoms blooming. Yeah, like, I want I want to do all that shit. And just everything about it is just like it seems like a fantasy place, but it's like no, this is you can go there. Like, that's a fact. There. That's a fact. Okay, so. 
favorite cartoon from Cartoon Network. Ooh, Let's get it. Okay. I'm going to have to shit. Okay. <laughs> this is. See, I, I was waiting for this part. I knew I knew I had like, there's something like I, I knew like we would relate to it. And I'm about to get into all that shit. So like. Big bet. No, you're on the right track. So, okay. I'm going to have to say Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy was okay. my shit. Uh, that was my shit. Because I'm really into like horror movies and just like dark kind of stuff in general. So the fact that they made a whole show about two kids who are friends with literally death. That, it was just hilarious. Like, it was hilarious to me. Like, that's just the Grim really was a Jamaican. Funny... I always thought that was funny. Yeah, he's Jamaican for no reason. And it's, no, we didn't ask questions. We were just like, oh, okay, I guess the nigga Jamaican. Like, <laughs> <he> just... <laughs> but I love that show, man. That show was fucking hilarious. Okay, okay. Best Nickelodeon show. So, aside from the obvious choices, which is Last Airbender and SpongeBob, because those are clear, they're clearly the best ones. I'm going to say Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron Interesting. was hilarious. Yo, see, I'm a... And the fact that you said SpongeBob, I, I, I recognize that everybody loves it, but I'm not a SpongeBob guy. I'm just not. Man. I thought you... I, <laughs> I'm I, like, see, I'm glad you said Jimmy because I'm the opposite with, like, you know, the uh, collab. I'm a Timmy guy. Oh, dude, for sure. The, bro, the Jimmy-Timmy Power Hour. That was great. Legendary crossover. That was great. legendary crossover. And I love following Butch Hartman now. He's on like TikTok, Twitter. He's just he's just yeah. He's everywhere. He's just drawing different he's characters. Sure found style. A way. Yeah, yeah. He's for sure found a way to adapt to the new internet age that we live in, and like take what he knows and apply his talents everywhere else. It's it's pretty cool, honestly. It's very respectable. <laughs> That's a fact. Who had the best cartoon? Who had the best cartoons, plural, between Nick and Cartoon Network? Who is the best overall guy, place to go get cartoon? And you can even me? say Disney, but I just I just figured you wouldn't say Disney. No, yeah, this, Disney had its cartoons, but like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, they had the they yeah. had the cartoons. They was killing it. And for me, I got to go with Cartoon Network. I'm right, just because I feel like, like I feel like they went like they were able to like just go crazy with like they had too many hits. They yeah, they had too hits. many hits, and it was just, like, so much out-of-the-box shit, like Camp Laszlo and Curry's the Cowardly Dog and Codename Kids Next Door. It's just, like, all just Ed and Eddie, just all different stuff and it's just, classic. like, different animation styles, and they just had their own vibe and just seeing all of them just back-to-back-to-back, which is always amazing. Then they throw in their superhero vibes with Teen Titans, Justice League, yes. Batman, the Animated Justice Series, League. Static Shock. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bro. Okay, so in that vein, favorite superhero, and do you lean more Marvel, more DC? Which pick your pick your faction in your favorite gotcha. one? Yeah, <laughs> this is where I take my stand. So my favorite superhero is Spider Man. Okay, but I prefer DC to Marvel. Got you. Got you. Yeah, I prefer. I just think DC DC does a great job of taking just like these characters who are literally like just gods and just like unstoppable forces. And just really humanizing them and just doing some really interesting stuff with them. That's why I personally like DC. Because I feel like Marvel is on the opposite end, which I don't have a problem with at all. It's like human people, but like then they're given like a godlike ability. Bro, I always say DC yeah. is 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 are gods who want to be human, but Marvels are humans that want to be gods. I, that, I, I, I've, I always say that shit. And that's yeah, you why hit it right on the head. For I mean, sure. That's why I'm a DC guy, for sure. Yeah, there you go, my man. <laughs> 1,000%. Which, if you could pick one DC movie that's coming out new, 
that you could have today, which one you choosing between like the Batman, Wonder Woman, 1984, it's, Suicide Squad. It's gotta be, it's gotta be the Batman. That movie looks crazy. Yeah, that movie looks so good. I'm, I'm gonna go on record and say Robert Pattinson might end up being the best Batman. Bro, I'm right there with you. I agree. Yeah. Like, and, and, people, and people always say like, no, it's ba-. like, can we be honest? Bale wasn't that great of a Batman. Bale just had good villains. Like, Bale's villains. It, it was everything role, else around him. Commissioner Gordon, Alfred, Commissioner like, yeah, one thousand percent. Everybody around sure. him was incredible. He was just high. Really put it all together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to still to the day bring up Twilight, and it's like. That was so long ago. Go watch Good Times. And it's like, this dude has done so many, he's done so many movies. And he's a fantastic actor. Yes, he is. Like, I don't know if you've seen um, The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. with Willem Dafoe. That movie was... killer (laughs) acting. like, bro, bro, that movie was like Flapjack on fucking cocaine. Like that. (laughs) I like that comparison. Yeah, that movie, it was just wild. And just, they were... They were all in with it. They just that, went all in with it. So I, I need to see what they're gonna do with um this new Batman movie. And the director did um he did the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, which I think don't that trilogy is one of the best, probably the most underrated film trilogies of all time. I would put it up there with like the Dark Knight and Avengers. It's gotta be and, top ten. It's gotta sure. be top Easy. ten. E, yeah, Easy. E, I, I wanted to and say you, top five, but if like, you don't agree with that. Yeah, if you don't agree with that, it's because you haven't seen it. Like, you need to see it to really understand, like, no, these are incredibly well-written, well-executed, awesome-ass movies. And the <laughs> fact that, like, but, he's doing a Gotham PD TV show on HBO Max. Heard about with, that, like, too, yeah. With the guy who wrote, like, Sopranos. Just tells yes. me, like, they're doing something yes. nuts. Like, they know what they're doing. So I'm hyped for all of that. Bad we can finally get a good Gotham show. That show, it upsets me that people love that show. It upsets me because that show was promised to be the Jim Gordon young detective show. But then it became, oh, let's just show Batman as a kid and show him how he sees all these villains, thus making him become Batman, which is not the fucking way he became Batman. It's not what happened at all. The fact that Harvey Dent is 30 years old when Bruce Wayne is 17 irks me. It irks like the shit out of me. That's a big thing for them. It's like, Bro, it, like it was the holy trinity of Gotham. It was Jim Gordon, Harvey Dent, and Batman. Batman and yes. they would all like they would all work together to stop crime. And that's what was like. And awesome Jim was the them. oldest was, like, one, and Harvey Dent and was, was Bruce's best friend. It's like they're not yeah. Jim and Harvey aren't equals. It's Bruce and Harvey that are fucking Bruce equals. and Harvey for sure. And that's what makes like their whole dynamic interesting. And they just ruined that. They, yeah, they <laughs> ruined it. They ruined so though, much. Yeah, for sure. I will say though, the guy that they got to do um, Joker, I think his he name killed was Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, he killed, he killed it. From it. Shameless. I just yeah, wish he, he was in a better show, but yeah. he for sure killed it. Because again, just the fundam, just like the the foundation of the Joker character. And granted, they were saying that it's not necessarily him; it's someone who could have inspired him. It maybe would have been right. him. But the per the the Joker does not exist until Batman exists. That's just a fact. Right. The Joker can't. Because that's the whole thing. It's like the Joker can't exist without Batman and vice yeah, versa. That's a fact. Like they are two sides of the same coin shit. And they just were like, let's just, again, throw all that out the window because we just want to make, a, we we just wanna make a show. Yeah, to make a show. <laughs> yeah, we need people to watch our show because it's terrible. Fucking <laughs> Gosh, glad we just hated on Gotham for a little bit. I love that. Oh, we had to do it for the one time. Fuck Gotham. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so um, what is like your, fa- give me some of your favorite TV shows out right now. Or that could have oh, been man. out like in the past, like the past year. Sure. Um, Lovecraft Country 
was crazy. It was great. Lovecraft Country was amazing. Um, obviously, The Boys. Best I show on TV. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree for sure. Um, I just recently saw um, Doom Patrol. I just recently saw good. season two of Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, I'm going to go on record and say it's probably the most underrated superhero show of all time. That's just because of like, yeah, just because of how like they really went with the characterizations of the characters. Like they really went all in with like, yeah, we're going to have all these weird characters. We're going to have, <laughs> we're going to have Danny the street. Like yeah. we're going to have an actual genderqueer street be in the show and they're going to be a character and all that. And just the way they care, like they take all the traumas of the characters and like have them like work through it. It, it, it all applies back to like how they act as characters and everything. Like it's really well done. So if you haven't seen Doom Patrol, watch Doom Patrol. Definitely should. Definitely should. Have you seen the Have you seen the HBO Watchmen? Yes, Watchmen is great. I yeah, love great Watchmen. Show. That to me, that was the best. Like the only reason why the boys wasn't the best show last year was because of Watchmen. Like there was no Watchmen. way. Yeah, like Watchmen was incredible. With Jeremy Irons, Regina oh. King, it was all great. Yes, oh the cast is so good, bro. They start off when they started off with the Tulsa massacre. That was when I was like, okay, hold up. Yeah, they me- set it off. <laughs> I was like, let me let me get sitting here in my chair and really focus on what's going on here. I was just like, whoa. But it makes yeah, sense. It, like, <laughs> Watchmen, the original, followed, like, the white story of America. And it, and it worked exactly. real well that it was like, all right, we're going to show it from a different racist From the different perspective. Angle, yeah. yeah, no, it just worked. For and sure. then then you have, like, the Asian perspective with that late, with, uh, I forget her name, but she was the oh, Asian. Uh, it just, yeah, it worked. yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil I it. Always... I, could, I could say who she is, but, like, <laughs> For sure. if people haven't watched it, you know. Definitely watch Watchmen. I, I hate how people are all like, because because it's like they're doing it from like the black perspective. A lot of people were like, oh man, why are they making it all like political? And it's like, have you read or watched? Watch, yeah. Like, do you know <laughs> like what it is? It's all political and like just social commentary. And like, it's always been that. And it was just Alan Moore's been. take on how he hated America. And he hated he the hate, world. Dude, yeah. Alan Moore has gone on record several times saying he hates he hates superheroes. Like he hates superheroes. He's very critical of America, and it's like that's why he that's why he made it. That's a fact. <laughs> like that's why he made it. That is a fact. Okay, so favorite anime. Favorite anime, Samurai Champloo. Ooh, I love Samurai nice Champloo. Nice, nice choice. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That one sure. to me, that, the, that's the cousin of my favorite because like I consider them cousins. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same creator. Yeah, 1,000%. I love Cowboy Bebop, too. But, yeah, I just... Samurai Champloo hit... It just hit differently with me, probably because of the... Nujabez? Yeah. Nujabez, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nujabez killed it. It perfectly fits the vibe, the art style, like how it really gives you a taste of just Japanese culture in general. And Mugen and Jin are badass. They're just so... They're just some cool ass characters. That's the difference between that and Bebop. Like Jet doesn't get to do Jet doesn't get to do much. It's he doesn't get to do much. Yeah, and he's still a good character, but like it's it's the Spike Spiegel show for sure. One thousand percent. Spike Spiegel is the guy. He's who the story revolves around. Characters revolve around him. You can say Faye's the second most important character on that show for sure, for sure. But yeah, that's why I like Samurai Champloo. Also, is like everybody. In the trio, has Mugen Jin yeah. they all get their fair share of screen time and development and storylines and all that. But yeah, That's Samurai a fact. Shampoo, top tier, top tier. Okay, okay. If you have to pick one after Shampoo, which one are you picking? Probably Yu Yu Hakusho. 
Nice. Probably okay. Hakusho, yeah. Nice. When I, because I remember watching it when I was like way younger, like six, seven years old, like when it was on Tsunami. But like I didn't like really retain what the fuck was going on. I was just like, oh, I like how this looks, and it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z. So <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Um, but like I watched it like a couple years ago when I was like. I was going through some shit in life and I was like, it was like a really low point for me. And just like seeing like when it starts off with Yusuke dying and just like how everybody reacts to it. That was like, it was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, oof, I need to sit down. Let's see what we got going on here. And like, cause it, it just, it was something that really hit close. It just resonated like, with you. Yeah. Yeah. It really resonated. And just seeing Yusuke's adventure and his development and just how everybody, not only is it just awesome and like the fight scenes are great, the characters are amazing. It's probably the best. It's one of the best cast of characters in anime. I would it say. is. No, it definitely is. One thousand. Your is great. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, favorite movie. Favorite movie. Uh, oof. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say episode three of Star Wars because episode recently of all movies. Yes, I'm That's gonna tell a you take. why. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because because re- recently, with a lot of like the recent Star Wars um series and games and stuff like that, I feel like they add a lot to Episode Three. Like I don't know they if you've watched Clone Wars. Yeah, they show the like day. those last yeah. yeah those last four episodes. The way that it lined up with Episode Three just like really added a lot to the story and just like the gravity of order 66 and all that. And same thing with Jedi fallen order. That's Cause they fact. touch on order 66 in that game. It's just like all, all, all of that coming together. It really, cause before it elevates my episode was, three for you for sure. Cause before it was episode five was like my favorite star Wars movie and favorite movie of all time. But then just like, just all of that. And just like the music, especially the music is amazing in episode it three that's a big that's why that's why it's just moved to the top of my list all right, all <laughs> right, i did that yeah. i'm not mad and at it's that just super re-watch- it's super rewatchable for me too like i can watch that movie anytime that is that, it, it might be my favorite star wars movie it really might be because like you know that, fight, that fight with obi-wan <laughs> and anakin is so great and then seeing yes, yoda get his what- ass whoop is amazing oh dude Cause Yoda was just being arrogant all during the early part of the seat, uh, early part of the movies, and it's like, bro, you're yeah, not taking was. this shit seriously. Yeah, and he and he paid for it. All mm-hmm. the Jedi paid for it. All the Jedi paid for it. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Okay, so if you're the writer director to the gods movie, how do you want that movie to end? Who? <laughs> how do I want it to end? Um, damn, I would say it should end with um me dropping something. Dropping a project, like dropping that album, that's going to like last the test of time. Like me drop, making my mark on music history. Because that's why, that's why I do this now. It's like, I really want to be able to just really drop just that classic album, like a To Pimp a Butterfly or a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy that people are going to hear it 50 years from now. And it can still hit the same way that it did whenever I dropped it. Got you. Hell yeah, I'll fuck with that. Guys, man, thank you for coming on the show. Tell the people they can find you on social media. I really enjoyed this, man. Absolutely. It was a fun time. You can find me on Twitter at at God's the Dawn. You can find me on Instagram at God's the Dawn. Um, Follow me on SoundCloud at God's. And um, yeah, just listen to my music on all streaming platforms. Shout out my homies in Rumble World. Shout out the homies in Rumble Gang. Yes, sir.
Hell yeah! Shout out to Rumble Gang, man. I'm gonna have to get some, I'm gonna have to get some more of y'all on. I told Savate I'm about to peep through his catalog, so it's about to be that yeah. time. Hell yeah! Yes, well, thank you guys, brother. I really appreciate you coming on. With that being said, let's finish up the show with Bros Who Ball. Want to say thank you to Gods for coming on the show. Really great interview. Really appreciated him coming on. Again, thank you, y'all. Make sure y'all go follow Gods. Check out his music. Super super dope artist. Now it's time for the portion of the show called Bros Who Ball, and the fellas are back. The band is back together. Oh, man, to my left, we got Mr. Justin Batiste. And to the bottom, we got Adam Shooter. I'm going to start off with Justin. Justin, long time no talk. Glad to have you back on the show. The NBA draft is this week. A lot of NBA news. And my brother, you came prepared today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward. I've been, you know, looking at a lot of players. You've been so. doing your research. The people going to see today. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where all, all these players fall at. You know, what teams, you know, what kind of trades they make, you know, what picks they make. I think this is probably the the most informed I've been ever on, <laughs> on the draft. So Look, I, I made you why. work this week. Like yeah, I made you work think, this year. You've been yeah, you've been working at this for like two months. We talked yeah, about yeah, I mean oh, also COVID too. COVID kind of, yeah. you know, said really got me into it too. Well, you were working before before like two, three months ago. I I I put a task to you of giving us I want the, the top 20 players, in your opinion, from the draft. I want their streaks, their strengths, their weaknesses, and where you think they'll go. You have a, We have a whole list. We're going to do a whole section at the end of the pod. But you've been studying this shit since, like, the March Madness didn't happen, and you were writing your articles on your uh, trades and lays. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, this is definitely the most informed, I, most excited and most informed that I've been for a draft. Hell yeah. Well, you got me super excited. And back back from his vacay, look at the haircut. The boy. The boy's back. Hey, Shuby, my brother. Stop me. Me and Ian were like you were gallivanting across the United States. <laughs> you're, you're back. <laughs> oh, man, don't, don't make it sound like that. That makes me seem like I'm spreading the COVID or something. I, I'm not LSU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots. Shots fired. <laughs> How you doing, yeah. my brother? I miss, uh-huh. I'm, even though I talked to you for Bros of Binge, just miss talking sports with you. Oh, yeah, man. I've definitely been missing talking sports because, you know, my radio show wrapped up about the same time that I took the hiatus or whatever. So I haven't it wasn't even a hiatus. It was just a two week break. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I haven't talked about sports in a while, but I mean, I've definitely been watching a lot and keeping and keeping track of things, killing it in fantasy, all that. Shots, so. <laughs> more shots to me. But uh, just to let the people know, we're going to talk. We're going to do basketball. Excuse me. We're going to do basketball second because we have a big slate with Justin ready to go. And we got some NBA news to cover. But we're going to talk football first. Schubert, give us a college football update since we haven't talked college football in a while. Who's the favorites? What's uh, what's been going on in college football? Clemson lost to Notre Dame. Like, what's been happening? Well, you know, like I mentioned, LSU, you know, uh, evaded their ass whooping. So... <laughs> yeah, that that's good for them. But and then you know Justin's boys there, the Raging Cajuns. They beat my alma mater this week. Yeah, uh, y'all got in your one ass of the few with... games. So there was a there was very few games teams. that played this week. Um, but you mentioned Notre Dame last week with uh, beating Clemson, and that was pretty huge. Uh, of course, Clemson, no Trevor Lawrence. They're going to have their chance to play them again at the end of the year, which comes to what you were talking about with the contenders and all. So when it comes to like the playoff, you know, there's a possibility that could get pushed back because of, you know, COVID and all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's difficulties with like some teams in the, the Big Ten and the Pac-12. If they miss games like Ohio State did and Wisconsin did earlier, are they qualified to be able to be in the CFP? 
So that's something that we'll have to keep an eye on. I think they're going to be able to bend the rules for that. But um, thinking about the teams that are the front runners, of course, in the SEC, Alabama's up top. Um, Florida is the only team that is left. A&M's ranked five. Oh, well, they already beat A&M. Oh, so. okay. Oh, yeah. That happened this week, huh? No, it happened weeks ago. Oh, you're talking about, okay, Bama already beat, that's what you're saying. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, I'm just yeah. looking at the rankings right now, and it's Bama one, Notre Dame two, Ohio State three, Clemson four, Texas A&M five, and Florida six. Yeah, so, you know, Texas A&M sits in a pretty good spot to be number four, but with Notre Dame beating Clemson and having this rematch. Yeah, Clemson you know, has Clemson, to get a shot. You know, Clemson wins against Notre Dame, then they would obviously get into the playoff. And what, where does that leave Notre Dame? You lost to a team that made the playoff you should be able to get a chance. But Texas A&M can also make that same claim with Alabama. So that's Also, the thing is with Notre Dame, it's like depends on how bad they lose to Trevor Lawrence's team when all the players are back. If it's a close, then Notre Dame's probably going to be in. But if they get blown out, then it's a toss. Exactly, because Texas A&M got blown out by Alabama. So that would be where you would have that argument. But I I, I was really impressed by what Notre Dame's done. I think Brian Kelly is going to be a hot name for the NFL. Um, he should stay though. He's he's doing. He's he, having he so much success at Notre Dame to leave. This is the best he he's should. done. Yeah, you know, he him and Dabo Sweeney. They'll get a lot of like name floating around there, but they're not going anywhere. They yeah. got a good a good job where they're at. But one person who may be out of a job soon. Well, we know South Carolina's coach just got fired today, and um, you know Michigan is in deep deep trouble. Yeah, what is up with Jim Harbaugh, man? He keeps losing. Well, it's very surprising. You know, Jim Harbaugh, one and two, Penn State, oh and three. A lot of the powerhouse teams of the Big Ten haven't been that way. Do we think um, that's because of COVID? Because it's just like they started super late? Probably because they started super late. In Penn State's case, I think they, they just didn't have a chance to refill their talent. A lot of their talent is in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. They're actually starting in the NFL right now. Um, so they're struggling a little bit. Michigan this was the first time that Harbaugh was going to have a quarterback that he had recruited play. And it's, we're seeing what the, what the, what that entails. So they got beat 49 to 11, bro. They got beat bad. Yeah. Yeah. They got beat pretty bad. The the surprise team I'd say in the big 10 right now is Rutgers. Rutgers Oh, I was going to ask you, is it Indiana? Indiana's Indiana's nine. Uh, Well, they were already a team that was in the conversation earlier on. They got a few good players, a receiver and quarterback um, that, you know, really make a difference. Um, They play Ohio State down the line here pretty soon, so that's going to be a fun one. Um, You know, a lot of names, a lot of other teams floating around. You know, Pac-12 back in action. Cincinnati's playing real good. BYU's undefeated. They have a quarterback that is in the Heisman conversation. If BYU goes undefeated, do they make the playoff? They being independent, they don't really have a stake because what the way that the college football playoff was brought together, it was the conferences that pretty mm. much agreed upon like the rules. Got so you. the one thing I will say that if a Pac-12 team like USC or Oregon goes undefeated, then there's no shot that a team with one loss is going to get in. Oh, okay. No so and right now, let's look at it. Oregon's undefeated. They're two and zero. And uh, USC's undefeated. Dang, interesting. So we got to have to stay up to date on college football. Glad to have you back, my brother. Uh, any g- games this week that people should be looking forward to? Week twelve. I'm trying to look at it. There's nothing too too week major. Week twelve. Um, uh, Oklahoma State, be. Oklahoma. 
I guess. And that Indiana-Ohio State game is uh, November 21st. Uh, LSU-Arkansas, I think, is going to be interesting because LSU's probably going to lose. Yeah, um, LSU's the worst team in the SEC this year, in SEC East. Mm, West, oh, SEC wait. West, SEC West, my bad. They're the worst well, team in they, the SEC West. It depends. They got to beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss has a better ranking than them right now. Yeah, but I was about to say Mississippi State's probably the worst, but LSU lost to them. So <laughs> They did, exactly. That's a fact. All right, let's jump to the NFL. A lot of good games this week. Uh, let's see. Let's start off with one of the games that me and Ian were talking about last week that we were excited for, and it's the Colts-Titans. Colts won 34-17. to 17. Uh, Phillip Rivers actually played pretty good, 29-39, 308 yards, one touchdown. Nine, uh, Naeem Naeem. Hines, Naheem Hines had one touchdown, 70 yards. Man, it seems like my guy Jonathan Taylor just fell off. Like, they're giving the ball more to Jordan Wilkins and Michael Pittman, and Jonathan Taylor's just not doing well. It seems like he's losing his role, but the defense of the uh, Colts are playing great, and they have kind of taken control of that division from the Titans. What do you think of this game? Colts defense is definitely the real deal. one of the best of the entire NFL, so they're kind of leading the charge, but you know, I don't think that the Titans had a bad, had the worst showing. Like, they definitely didn't play as great as they should have. They've kind of slid since starting six and zero. Um but I think they a lot of six and three game, teams in the in the uh NFC right in the AFC right what, now. What this game shows more about the Titans is that when it comes down to playoff time, I don't think the Titans are a team that'll make that run. The Colts on the other hand, their defense could probably push them push them through the edge. I think they're a team that's a year out or a couple years out probably, depending on what they do in the offseason with quarterback as yeah. Rivers is going to be done at the end of this year. They do need they need another one you know, the talks of them maybe getting Sam Darnold if the Jets dispose of him. That's a possibility. And Sam Darnold with talent and a defense might and actually with be pretty good. Frank Wright. So I, yeah. that actually would be a good look for the Colts. I like so, that. I, I like what the Colts have moving forward, but I just don't consider them a Super Bowl contender. Team this year, yeah. Their playoff, first round, second round exit, for sure. Uh, let's talk about this AFC North, man. The Ravens lose today, and they keep sliding. They lose 23-17. to 17. Granted, Belichick just drew up a great defense for uh, Lamar Jackson. But then the Browns win 10-7. to 7. The Browns and the Ravens are the same ranking. Time to bring back, are they real or are they fake? Are the Browns real? Are the Ravens real? Or are they both fakers? Because Lamar Jackson has not been the same. He was 24-34, 249 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Like I said, Belichick just had it drawn up for him. And they just bust the Pats' ass. Well, the thing I mean, about the Pats that just is, bust their ass. The thing about that is, is you know, what do you consider being real? Do you think like, are you know, they could easily make the playoffs? I don't know if either one of those teams is going to win. Mm. Uh, for me, the big contenders, of the AFC or Pittsburgh, is the is obviously the favorite. I mean, they look unstoppable. Um, Buffalo. Indianapolis and um, the next one behind them at the, at this point, I'd probably say Miami. That's what I was about to ask you because like, okay, if you look at it going into the, going into the playoffs from the AFC right now, we have Buffalo definitely in the chiefs, definitely in Steelers, definitely in Colts, definitely in. And now we're getting three more teams for the wild card slots. The dolphins, I'm going to ask you if they're real or fake. They're six and three right now. Raiders six and three Ravens and Brown six and three and Titans six and three. So who did you think makes it out of those five? 
Is are, um, are the Ravens a lock? And there's three that go, correct? Yeah, there's three that go. Miami, probably Tennessee, and probably one of the NFC North teams, AFC North teams. I can't choose at this point. Can't, yeah, because they, they both showed inconsistencies. Cleveland just doesn't have the quarterback. Uh, Miami right now has proven that like Tua is at least decent enough to win games. He's at least decent enough to win games, and their defense is incredible. Brian Flores, uh, coach of the year candidate, has to be. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, every time you were watching Miami last year, you felt like they had a chance to win the game. Even they were building a great culture. And they and that's exactly what they've done. I mean, I think Brian Flores definitely deserves to be coach of the year. Tomlin's definitely going to be in the running, but he has to be the best Belichick like from Belichick tree. Like Bill O'Brien didn't do great. Romeo Cornell didn't do great. Eric Mangini's not didn't do great. Like, and and we see what's going on with Ian's team in Detroit with uh. With um, I can't think of his name right now, but well, the beard, know. beard guy. Yeah, someone who's uh, who's in Beltrex tree that's doing pretty well is uh, that Nick Saban guy. You know? Yeah, so. <laughs> well, we're not talking college, but you get what I'm saying in the NFL. Blind Flores, yeah, the Dolphins, they're a real team. So worried about the Ravens right now. Worried about the Browns to only beat the Texans ten to seven. Browns defense is good, but Baker Mayfield just couldn't get a touchdown. He was 12 of 20, 132 yards. And people were like, let's see what happens without Odell. Well, it seems like without Odell, Baker can't even move the ball down the field. It doesn't really feel like it's about Odell. It's really more about Baker. Like if you watch the game today, he was just missing passes. Um, And he was, he does not look like the guy from Oklahoma. His playmakers are the ones that are making all the the great plays. You know, Nick Chubb is doing good in the run game. Kareem Hunt has become mainly the big passing target. Um, and Jarvis Landry's doing what he can out there. Higgins as well. So, I mean, the the Browns are good. It's just I I can't see them doing anything moving down the line where I could see even Las Vegas more so than making it the in, Browns yeah. doing something in the playoffs. That's a fact. Uh, but, Let's jump to another big game, and this was an AFC-NFC matchup. The Bills and Cardinals, I thought the Bills were going to win this. The Bills lose 32-2. to uh, Josh Allen throws two interceptions, two touchdowns, didn't have a great game this week. Uh, but Kyler Murray, 22-32, 245 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and then two rushing touchdowns. Kid just balled out. What do you think of this Bills uh Cardinals defense. I was let down by the Bills defense. I thought the Bills defense was better than this to maybe contain the Cardinals and hold them down to a little bit. I think this shows that the Cardinals are real. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are getting um, a bad stretch of games. Like, you know, they're a six and three team that I think could be nine and oh. You know, their defense has a lot of really big time playmakers. Buda Baker, Isaiah Buda Simmons great. is the rookie. Um, uh, and they lost Peterson two games that they shouldn't have today. lost. They lost to the Panthers yeah. and to the Lions. Both of those games they shouldn't have lost. The Seahawks exactly. game. Oh, not the Seahawks. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Seahawks no. was the only one they should have. But they could have won that game, too. Yeah. No, they lost. So. Okay, so no, they lost to the Dolphins. Not the Seahawks. They lost to the Dolphins, Panthers, and Lions. All games they should have won. Dolphins, they lost by three. Lions, they lost by three. And the Panthers, they lost by ten. So, like you said, the Cardinals should be undefeated right now. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, Kyler Murray is phenomenal. MVP I mean, candidate. He's, he's, I guess he's MVP candidate. I still think he's a year out um, from all that. Like, I think that, you know, as bad as it sounds, Larry Fitzgerald, once he retires, is going to open it up big time for Arizona. They need, like, one more playmaker behind 
beside the DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, and you know they're they're gonna. Bust it's not it Christian out. Kirk. It's not Christian Kirk. No. He's shown that he's not as good as as we thought. So now I made that knock on Larry Fitz, but Larry Fitz still does. He, I think that it, when they lose him, they're gonna need someone them. to step up. Well, yeah, I would, I would hope that they try and retain him in the front office. Like, yeah. if someone, you know, we the talk of the NFL this week was, you know, how they're giving graphic opportunities for hiring, you know, African-Americans in the front office. Larry Fitzgerald's the guy that you need to hire in your front office. Larry That's Fitzgerald a is a great football mind that would so much benefit from being in the, in the front office, more so on the sideline. What I saw from Larry Fitzgerald when they beat the Seahawks, when he was the one rushing Kyler Murray to go spike the ball and just he was getting the ball and setting it to get everybody. Like, that's a quarterback's job. That dude was doing it. Like, Larry Fitzgerald in that game um, showed me, even though throughout the years we have seen Larry Fitzgerald be the ultimate pro, but it was that game that reminded me how important he is to this team and how much he's trying to ride out in the sunset. Like, he's trying his hardest to win a championship this year, and you can see it on the field. For sure. And, you know, they have a really good opportunity. I mean, you know, they do. looking at the teams that are in the NFC, you know, the NFC East is pretty much a wash, even though <laughs> All the, it's, it's crazy it's, that the Giants might it's make crazy. it. It's crazy. The Giants might make it. Here's, here's my take, and, you know, it, it's not just a homer take because a lot of people are saying it as well. The Giants are last year's Dolphins. Mm. They're very close to breaking, breaking loose. They have a good defense. They're figuring out the quarterback situation. I still think Daniel Jones can get it done, but you, you're losing Saquon Barkley and you have no receiver playmakers. Yep. So once, you know, if the Giants, unfortunately, if they do well the rest of the season like that, you know, I'm, if they were in any other division, they'd be in the perfect spot because they would get a, a high draft pick to be able to get like Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith. Y'all need but, Jamar you know, Chase. Need them bad. Need them yeah. real bad. But yeah, you know, with the teams that are doing well in the NFC, the, Arizona the Cardinals is on are top winning of the West. This. Yeah, so. they're number one. Crazy. But you know, Seattle's definitely going to make it in there. The Rams honestly, are looking they like played, they're going to make it. They made they played really well against the Seahawks today, so they might have a shot. You know, New Orleans and Tampa Bay are holding their own. I think uh, and the Packers. The North is going to be the Packers, and then you get your East team. And I, think, I don't know I, who that third wild card spot is. Oh, it's in the West. My bad. I, yeah, I'm about to say. I think the North has kind of settled itself out. I think the Bears are starting to. Show Show, like they're not that team that's making the playoffs. Well, and the Vikings have showed life, so now they're beating some of these teams. Exactly, and the Packers are kind of set themselves apart. And while the West is content, is like very diff- deep and very tough. They're all six and three. In the South is still the South and dominant. So you know, yeah, the Saints pretty much kind of put themselves in the right situation, and we'll see what they do moving forward with Breeze's injury. Um, but I feel like they're going to be competent in putting Jameis and Taysom Hill. Um, they really only have a few more tough games left on the schedule. They have two more games against the Falcons, which they can probably handle, and they and have the, a game against the Chiefs coming up. That's gonna the be thing with difficult. the Saints is the defense is finally stepping up. They're finally understanding, mm-hmm. like, Malcolm Jenkins and how to play, and Dennis Allens is now, like, a coach candidate that people are talking Trey about. Trey Hendrickson is taking advantage of double teams on Cam Jordan. Trey Hendrickson has been playing phenomenal. Talking about getting to the quarterback, like the front seven of the Saints has been doing well from Anya Mata to, uh, to Hendrickson to Jordan to Davenport to just uh, what's my guy's name? The big dude. I think his name is Robert something. The, the uh, Malcolm Brown in the middle. There's a big bull rusher in the Saints beat one today for uh, 27 to 13. Alvin Kamara has just been playing phenomenal this year. 
Drew Brees didn't have. He got hurt. So we're going to see what Jameis can do. This is what I've been saying. Put Jameis in. Let's see if he can open up the playbook, get some long yard passing, and we'll see how that goes, man. But I mean, he was still throwing to Kamara. He was. But I think that was just because of right now. I think we'll see uh, with a full week of practice. Yeah, I think think with a full week of practice, we'll see some new plays coming in. But like you said, the Rams won today, beat the Seahawks. I think that's just a key of Seahawks defense isn't that great. And when they can't outscore the team, they don't win. So they're also having a hard time with their running game because Chris Carson keeps getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And Carlos Hyde is not the real deal. And he's also hurt. Yeah. So, you know, um, but I think that's about it. Besides the Steelers just blowing out the Bengals, being the best looking team in football, Steelers have to be the best team in football right now. So, you know, the Steelers yeah, are back. I, honestly, you know, with the MVP conversation, the one person I'm not hearing enough is Ben Roethlisberger. If, there's, mm-hmm. if we've seen anything, that Ben Roethlisberger under center for the Steelers changes everything. Mm-hmm. Do you think he deserves an MVP convo? I think he deserves it for his play on the field. Do I think he deserves it as a human being now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about play on the field. He, he had yeah. four touchdowns today, 333 yards. He played great. Well, so, I mean, he just is a complete difference maker for, for that offense. And now that, like, they have three legitimate wep- – like, four legitimate, like, wide-receiving weapons with Juju Smith, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Eric Ebron – they're tough. And then James Conner is showing, like, he can catch it and run it. So, they're a tough-looking team. Benny Snell Jr., the, uh, the rookie out of Kentucky, is very talented. He's right behind Conner. I mean. And you have a new – I don't want to give this guy this level of, of credit, but, like, you got to. You got your Troy Palomalu again with Minka Fitzpatrick. He's been playing great. Yeah, I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick, we went, even in his time in Miami, it proved he's that great. he was ready for the next level. So I know Blind Flores is pissed that they got rid of him. <sighs> I, it kind of worked out I don't him. know exactly what, uh, what they used those picks for. But True. I think in the long run, it turned out fine. It did. It definitely did. One last question about this. Best rookie quarterback right now, who do you take, Herbert, Tua, or Burrow? Who do you think is going to be the best? And who, who do you think is the best right now? It's difficult because each one has a different circumstance. Like I think Herbert is the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. I think that he has proved that he can contend and play for years to come. And that's Burrow what you said in the offseason. Yeah, exactly. You are going to Julian. Um, Burrow has proved to be a perfect value of where he was at. I mean, he's come in here and done exactly what the number one pick should do. He's made Bengals at least a team that has a little That's bit of danger to them. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's hard for them because they don't have any players. And, and they have they, no they, offensive line. Like, Burrow's having to dodge and duck and dip every week. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't get hurt before they get weapons. Yeah, so, I mean, that's – He's doing as well as he could possibly do. But the person who was put in the best situation to prove is Tua. So, I mean, he's given the reins to a team that doesn't really need him to win. Um, And so all he has to do is facilitate. And if he can make some magic, they might win in the playoffs. They they very well could. I mean, he's had three games now, each one of them a win. Yep. Um, And I don't think he's thrown an interception yet. I don't know. I don't think he has. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure he hasn't thrown one yet. In the, uh, no, yeah, no interceptions. No, well, that's what I'm saying. He's more of the facilitator of the other ones. Where I feel like Herbert 
can like really make some plays that I'd be like, oh wow, and like her, and then Burrow does everything. Yeah, He's his whole team. True, um, that's a fact. Where two is, if I had to give a comparison to the, the teams that are out there, two is more of a Drew Brees, like just a game manager. Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, yeah. For sure. Something like that. So we're going to see, but great, great talking football. What games? All right, let's get to week 11 games that people should look forward to this week. I'll start us off. I'm starting with the Thursday night football game. Cardinals versus Seahawks, a rematch. I know Russ is going to want it. And, and Kyler Murray. Funny enough, I'm taking Kyler Murray and the Cardinals to win that game. I just think they're hitting a high note. I think the defense is doing its thing. And I think Cliff Kingsbury knows what he has. And I think they're going to win. I just think, like you said, the Seahawks running difficulties, not having a, a running game and the defense not being as good as it needs to be is putting too much pressure on Russ, even though him, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are having a career year is just, I don't think the, without the run game, I don't think they can beat the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals this week. Who you got winning that game? Uh, the, uh, yeah, I probably have the Cardinals. The Seahawks just aren't and and in a short week, there's no there's no way they're gonna get as healthy as they the, need to be. The Seahawks need to just wait till the playoffs to really hit their their mark. Get everybody. They back need to healthy. make it. Yeah, true. All right, what game you got? Uh, early on on Sunday, the Titans Ravens is gonna be big. Those are two teams that really have that to need to win and need that win. So, um, and it's kind of a redemption for the Ravens for getting embarrassed in the playoffs by the Titans. The Ravens are favored at home. Uh, I would probably take. Probably take Tennessee. Mm, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I still have hope that Lamar Jackson's gonna turn this around this season. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. What, what do you got? All right, next game I have. I'm going. Let's see. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Sunday uh, 325 game Packers versus Colts. Both winning teams. Uh, both. This is a statement game for both because anytime you can beat a good team, it's big. I'm picking the Packer. Uh, I'm picking the Packers just based on the fact that I don't think the Colts offense is good enough to beat Aaron Rodgers yet, even though they have a great defense. And I think the Packers defense is just good enough to hold out Phillip Rivers to get Aaron Rodgers enough points. I think it'll be a low scoring game, but I got the Packers winning. I'm going to go with Indianapolis. Indianapolis is going to be at home. They have a strong defense. Packers barely got a win over Jacksonville and had an atrocious loss to Minnesota. I feel like if anything, they're on the slide. Uh, but they don't. Have, but they can afford to slide because of where they are in position of their division. So Colts really need this win, six and three, tied at the top of their division with Tennessee. Yep. They have to. They have to get this. So I would probably go with Indianapolis. Um, my game is um, the. We'll go right on to Sunday night, Chiefs Raiders. That's another team. There's win. another game that has. Um, implications for the playoffs the Raiders sitting at six and three really need the win to keep going but the Chiefs uh really kind of can assert their dominance here yep. uh based on the necessity of the win I feel like I would lean towards Las Vegas uh but the Chiefs are just so dangerous that yeah, you can't I, count them out I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes I agree with you the Raiders need this win but I'm just going with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs but I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders do win because with got to give John Gruden his props too just like we're giving to Mike Tomlin and uh and uh Brian Flores John Gruden and has turned this thing around and his picks are working out really well for him Josh Jacobs him like is yeah. one of the best running backs in the league. Like their their the only GM pick has, that hasn't worked is Clinton Farrell, or the the guy from Clemson. Yeah, I, you know the way that they approach their draft is what people do who play Madden. I, I look for Alabama. I look for Clemson. I look for you know 
the big name schools with the big name They're players. The and that's exactly what they've done with Arnett out of Ohio State. You know, big big name schools is kind of their approach to the draft. And it's, and it's worked. So. so, all right. And I know you got Monday night. Yeah, that's the one other game that we could, that's worth talking about. Rams, Bucks. Uh, I would probably lean LA right now. I don't like I don't like Tampa Bay. They mm. they won, they got the they got the win today, but I mean, just that atrocious loss to the Saints. Like I, I think that they're still trying to figure out a little bit of an offensive identity, and if they play a team that has a little bit more competence than Carolina. Uh, then they might be in trouble. So yeah, Tampa Bay is interesting. Their defense is real. Their offense is questionable. I think they need. Dude, to their be- defense is real. Whether how many points they give Panthers today, old Teddy. Yeah, that's true. You know, Twenty six points or something. That's true, man. But I, they you just know, their defense fantasy points today. Their defense can force turnovers, though, man. That's the thing. Their defense is good enough to force turnovers. Wait, they only got you two? I thought I got eight from them today. Nah, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying I, their defense is good enough to force turnovers and, and, and make plays. It's just their offense doesn't do enough to keep that defense off the field, man. That's just my thing with, with, with them. But we shall see what happens. Yeah, they got it. They got you eight points today because they got an interception and some other stuff. So, but um, I'm going to pick the Bucks to win just because um, I think the Rams are kind of the shakiest team in that NFC uh, West. And I'm, I don't have that much faith in, in Jared Goff. So, we're just going to have to see. But the Rams' defense is real, so we shall see with that. All right, let's jump to the NBA, bring Justin in here. Let's start off with some NBA news before we get to our draft uh, situation, mm-hmm. before our draft thing. The Lakers and Thunder agree to a trade, to trade Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. They trade Danny Green. Justin, I'll start off with you. This pick, to me, seems like it's solidifying the Lakers as the favorite for next year. They got oh, a yeah. point guard now. Oh, yeah, definitely, especially after uh, Schroeder played last season. Uh, Schroeder's only been improving since he's been in OKC. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a playmaker, and I like the move, and I think, like you like you, you said, it's definitely, it's definitely making them the favorites. But, I mean, I, I understand, uh, you know, why he, why he went to that team. You know, he's getting a little bit older, and I think he knows that win. He's, a, he's a prolific player, and he can – Definitely bring value to a team. That's so and he could be a championship piece. So I understand why he, you know, why he made that move to the Lakers. They got a legitimate third option and a legitimate second playmaker behind LeBron. Finally. Like, if I'm Kyle Kuzma, I'm worried. I don't think, I don't think Kyle Kuzma's getting that payday from the Lakers. I don't. No, no. I don't think, I know Kyle Kuzma probably wants a certain type of contract. He I don't think he's getting it getting the, that big money, and that's just not what he is. You know, he's a good player, and he's a spot-up shooter. But He's a role player. He's not a starter. He's yeah. not a, 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 a um star. He's a role player and maybe a starter on a not-as-good team. But, like, if I'm the Lakers, I'm not spending that money on him. Like, I'd much, much rather spend the money on AD and Schroeder because, honestly, I like this pick, Schroeder pick, for when LeBron leaves, AD has someone that can – Really play with him. Like, I think Schroeder's good enough to be, I'm not going to say a top five point guard in the league, but I think he's good enough to be at least top 15, top 10, and good enough yeah, to, like, he's create and be a second option. He's definitely a starter. He could start. Uh, I think he's a starting point guard. He started for the Hawks for a while. And, you know. I, he, may be, he may be able to be, like, fringe, like, maybe not a all-star, but, like, a fringe all-star. Yeah, I mean, all-star level, when you talk about all-star, you're thinking Chris Paul, those type of guys. 
But I just think he's a quality, like a, you can't really say Rondo because Rondo's also an all-star. I think he's right on the fringe. He's a quality point guard. Yeah. No, I I agree. He's a quality point guard. Schubert, what do you think about the the Schroeder move? Uh, I mean, I think that uh, LeBron is establishing his next dynasty group. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, now this is his core three moving forward to compete against the Warriors. Um, uh, Schroeder does so much on the offensive side, but also the defensive side. The and defense is what I, really is important. And and L.A. needs that um, when facing some of the big guards in uh, the West, Dame, Seth. Yeah. You know, they're going to need that, that guard play, so. It's good That's to put, add him to the team. You know, Danny Green, since, I, th- I think, you know, is someone that they could lose. <laughs> yeah, we could, yeah, they could definitely lose that guy. They got enough shooting. Contavious Caldwell-Pope have shut me up. So, like, like <laughs> I'm a buyer in KCP now just for how much work he put in in the offseason and how it paid off. So, I got no, I got no beef with K- KCP. And Danny Green just showed was not good in the playoffs. He just wasn't. He's got his rings. He got two. Yeah. yeah so he's yeah. got three. Yeah, he has three, two with the Spurs, one with the Lakers. That's a fact. But oh, and, uh, no, and Toronto, so four. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. That's a fact. But, oh, you know. That ruined Toronto. Good for Danny Green, but better for Dennis Schroeder. Man, do we believe that the Brooklyn Nets are going to trade for James Harden? Like, what is up with the Rockets? The Rockets want to get rid of Russell Westbrook. There's rumors that Westbrook may go to the Clippers. There's rumors that Chris Paul may go back to the Clippers. They're trying to get rid of Russ. And at the same time, they might be trading James for, uh, who was that bullshit? Like, they were talking about, it was a bad package for uh, James Harden. I was like, yo, if, if Brooklyn trades for James Harden this, then the Drew Holiday trading value is super low now. Like, it is super low. Like, if you're going to trade James Harden for, hold on, let me see. Because, like, it was, it, it, you were, the Nets were going to trade, uh, they were going to pick swap, and then they were going to trade Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie? If Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert and a couple picks get you James Harden, I don't know what Drew Holiday is going to get me. <laughs> I have no idea. Do y'all believe, like, I'll start with you, Justin. Do you think this is going to happen? I hope, I hope it does, and I think it can. It's just that the only the only thing about adding those type of players, like if you lose if you lose those type of players like Dinwiddie, Le, uh, Levert, those are really like you, you like you need a bench. You can't just you know have three main players like they have to rest. But I mean they're really good. But I I just think you know you need those guys. And, and the elephant in the room is I don't know. I'm I'm cool with Harden and KD playing together. And I'm I'm cool with Kyrie and KD playing together, but I don't know if Harden and Kyrie can have. No, no, see, see, I think Hard, I think Harden's a, a honestly, even though he's ball dominant, I think he's a team player. I agree with that. I think he's more team player than than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because even for the like his 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 style of play has always been one on one, but he always finds a way to fit it with a good team. Like when he was with OKC. For uh, USA basketball, he, he finds a way to just, you know, find his spot. That's so true. I think they'll be fine. But I just think, you know, that I don't, I don't think that we, we should expect them to be championships next year because it's I don't know. three guys. Okay, I'm going to say this. If, if them three on the team. If, if KD is KD, my my thing is my expectations will be based upon how healthy Kevin Durant is, and from everything I'm hearing, KD is still has the still same amount of explosion. He's still KD. 
if you have James Harden, KD, and Kyrie, there's no three that's better than those dudes. That's that you have with James Harden and KD, you have two top five players in the league. Two, because they are both top five potential. And then with Kyrie, you have a top 10. I don't know, Justin. They got to be able to. That's better than what Schroeder, AD, and, and LeBron are putting out. I actually do like, like, actually thinking about it. That's nuts. Probably, <laughs> it, that actually is good, but they have to have some, some pieces around. Like, it, like they have yeah, to, they do. They, they have to fit. They need, you know, I, 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 they should get rid of Karras, but I think Spencer Dinwiddie got to, like, that's your playmaker off the bench. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie definitely has to to stay. Like they got big too. They got DeAndre. They got Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan can guard the ads, and they got Jared Allen. But I think if you trade for Harden, Jared Allen's gone. Yeah, Jared. Yeah, Jared Allen's probably. They gotta keep Joe Harris. They gotta gotta keep Joe Harris because they need that spot up shooter. And then they signed Mike D'Antoni to the team too with Steve. How do you feel? You, Mr. Schubert, were talking about that coaching, and that coaching tree at, in the Nets looks nuts right now. <laughs> no, Dan Tony, Dan, Dan Tony, Jock Vaughn, Nash, and Udoka. This, this, this is what this is what it's setting up yeah, for. Yeah, and Amari Stoudemire. The Nets are gonna, you know, dish their players to Houston, and they're gonna get Harden, and then you know, Dan Tony is gonna end up coaching because Steve Nash is gonna have to suit up and get in the game. Because they just don't have players right now. Hey, if Steve Nash played, they would probably win a championship. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he has KD and Harden and Kyrie Irving on his side. And DeAndre Jordan. And Steve Nash right now would win a championship with that team. He was that great. Steve Nash was – and I, I, the, I another like reason him. why I think the James Harden thing is real is because Steve Nash said he's excited to see – Kyrie playing off ball more because he feels like Kyrie could be even more special as an off ball scorer than as the point guard. So that makes me think if James Harden comes, James Harden is the point guard and Kyrie's the two, which is nuts to me. It, it could definitely work. It could work. It, it could work. And you got KD too. Like, I like that lineup. You got the under Jordan at, at the five. And then you put uh, Joe Harris as your shooter? Because you don't even need another big with DeAndre and KD. No. You yeah, you're right, man. That is a nice little start. That's what I'm saying. How don't they win? How don't they fucking win? How like, don't you win? All that star power, how don't you win? That's not a duo. That's three. Like, that's three people. But it's like, like it goes back to what you said, Justin. Who's coming off the bench for that team? Wait, like, like Harden or uh? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm talking, okay, no, no, no. Okay. Who's the Who's the role like, player? Yeah, starting. yeah. No, okay, no, no, yeah, no. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, and I'm pretty sure, like, maybe through. I, I mean, like, the Lakers do it. Whatever team, uh, whatever team, the whatever team LeBron goes to, they normally like just you know, throw players together. Random people, so, yeah. Yeah, like they always do that. So I feel like the Nets, they have three. So I feel like, you know, they can figure out the right players to to put in that group. Also, the Bucks make Eric Bledsoe available. I could see Chris Paul going to the Bucks. Like, now, uh, like, I think Chris Paul, I think where Chris Paul ends up is either Miami, the Bucks, or the Clippers. And the Clippers are looking to get a point guard, too. How do you all feel about the Clippers trading Paul George for Russell Westbrook? I don't know if that does it for them. No. <laughs> I don't think that does it for them. But no. see, I don't think if 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 Houston James trades James Harden, I don't think they're trading for Paul George. I feel like they would trade for like pieces, salary dumps. So I feel like that's the okay. Lou Will, 
Montrez. Like, I feel like the Clippers would lose some of their depth, but still retain Paul George. And then you run Paul George, Westbrook, and Kawhi. But I don't know if that's successful for Kawhi. I don't like it. You know, when it comes with Westbrook, I think with the strategy that they have with him is, you know, let's say you dump Harden to the Nets. I don't think you're going to get a lot for the Nets that leads up to, like, uh, you know. You're uh, tanking at that point. Once you get rid of Harden, you're, you're, you're tanking. So, like, what I'm saying, thinking is that, you know, Westbrook really doesn't have a lot of stock in that front office being like, hey, I want to go here where mm-hmm. I'm staying. Like, I don't know if he wants to stay. Do you buy the Hornets stuff where they're going to trade the, trade him to the Hornets for a pick? I buy him. Or the Knicks? I buy him. Mm. I buy it. Yeah, I mean, true. you know, I, even Atlanta, even though they wouldn't do that because, but I'm just saying, like Trey a team Young. like that. Yeah, and Atlanta like that, said they're trying to trade their pick to get into the playoffs. Atlanta's Atlanta wants Drew Holiday. That's what written. And if and if I'm the Pelicans, you better give me Cam Reddish and some and some picks and like and uh Cam Reddish, Herder, and like Deadman or like Cam Reddish. Oh, that's too much. Cam Reddish and Deadman, Cam Reddish and, and Deadman, because y'all got uh old boy from Houston, the uh the African from Houston. So give me Deadman, give me a, I don't want Herder, I want Reddish. If you if I'm giving you Drew Holiday, I want Cam Reddish and Deadman in some picks, and that's what that's what'll do it. Because Atlanta said they're trying to they want Drew Holiday. The Drew Holiday trade sweepstakes is between Atlanta, the Nuggets, Miami, and uh Miami needs him. Miami better give us Tyler Hero. Yeah, that's saying Bob. You that's the thing, and they're not doing that. You gotta trade, and you gotta trade a piece. You might get none. But if I'm Miami, see, I'm not taking none. But if I'm Miami, and you think Giannis is coming in a year, and you could present to him Drew Holiday, Jimmy Butler, uh, Robinson, Bam Adebayo, I could afford to lose Tyler Hero at that point. I think you could afford because if you can keep. None Robinson and like the the rest of the team, but add Drew Holiday and just lose Tyler Hero and some picks. You can't beat that because that's a better team defensively for Giannis, and that's a better team offensively for Giannis. That is, but the only thing is, like, I mean, Giannis could change his mind at any moment and go to Dallas and go to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. All right, so you can't really like depend on. But the wild card is the Warriors. What do the Warriors do with that second pick? Because they said they was down to trade for Drew, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, trade uh... and run and run a KD, run a Clay, Drew, and Steph front and you can't say that doesn't work because drew has shown he can guard threes and and clay can guard threes yeah that'd be a nice lineup so because I mean, drew Holiday could lock up that's a fact up a lot of pressure off clay and, and stuff and it just depends what the warriors want to do because they could draft wiseman and have the best big man they ever had and then have a but is why can wiseman you know do they have enough scoring? Granted, I know that's crazy because you have Clay and Steph, but like they need a third option because Draymond's not that guy. And Ken Wiseman adds scoring. I know we'll talk more about that with draft, but it just it talk it's just important with this Drew Holiday conversation. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, and I definitely think that uh, Drew Holiday would be a third scorer. But Wiseman, I mean, you pick like he's just a, a great talent. And save your I, Wiseman thoughts. Just save that because we're gonna get to that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. But Drew Holiday, you know, I want to see him go to a good team where mm-hmm. he can compete because I really feel like he could be a championship piece. The Bucks want him too, but I just don't think the Bucks have anything to offer us. Yeah, oh, that Nuggets thing's probably not gonna happen, huh? And the Nuggets, 
if they don't offer Michael Porter Jr., we're not taking Bull Bull. No, if <laughs> uh, any team, if it's any team that could offer something, it's the Nuggets. Either the Nuggets. The Nuggets have, have to so give Gary to Harris and Michael Porter, and then you get Drew Holiday. But they're not it trying to do that. Good. But the thing about it is, like, like whatever they give up, I feel like they're so deep that they can it's, still be good. That's my thing. But they're trying to be greedy and give us Bull Bull and Gary Harris. What the Pelicans going to do with Bull Bull and Gary Harris? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's <laughs> pretty whoa. good. That's pretty good, bro. It's that's, good, but... Bull Bull is, is a unicorn. True. Gary Harris... Bobo would fit good against uh Zion, fit well with Zion as like a sniper three-pointer and rebounder. That's true. And Gary Harris can replace Drew to the extent of being a great defender. Yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. I'm not mad at that. I kind of like the Nuggets thing more. Y'all talk me more into that. I like Atlanta more now than than I like uh Denver more than Atlanta because Atlanta was my favorite with Cam Reddish being a solid sniper defender and giving us Dwayne Dedman as a five, but past teammate of Zion. That's why that's why I like Cam Atlanta's still my favorite. It's because him and Cam Reddish are friends, and that's more so to keep him in New Orleans. Wow, wow, Landon. You you wanna see you wanna see Drew Holiday go to Atlanta. Yeah. And play for the Hawks. And play for Trey for Trey Young, yeah. And play for the Hawks. And I think they make the playoffs. And that's it. I want him to make the playoffs just so I can criticize Trey Young for not being a winner in the playoffs. <laughs> the, the one thing I want to bring up, you know, while we're talking about NBA news is... Yeah, keep it up. We're, let's talk schedule. about all the NBA news that we missed. Well, the schedule that's come out, you know, the out. December 22 start date, we're going to have the play-in game for the 7 to 10 seed. Yep. We're pretty much 6 and 7. Well, and if, the, if the 7 is close to the 8, like the rule is if... The seven, if the sevens like it was this year, where Dallas was like so ahead, then the seventh won't play in the play-in. But if the seventh is close with the like, if it's super super close, like how eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve were this year, then the seven will be in the play-in. Yeah, so I, I think that's a really interesting thing to and add. They just like, op- I- they just opened the moratorium for trades. Like that's opening tomorrow. When you guys hear this, the moratorium will be open, so trades will start flooding in, which is crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, with this new schedule, I think this is something that they should do all the time. Yeah, they definitely need to. And I think that's something they're going to keep in because that play-in tournament was great. It was great. And I think, really, if they want to in, to make the playoffs even better, get rid of conferences and just do the best 16 teams. That would make things a lot more competitive. It would because the East is trash. Like, if you look at the the word, like – the five through eight of the East, it's fucking trash. The East is only good for the first five teams. And really, when you watch him play, it's like when you it's watch boring. him play, it's like those are good. No, like it's like some good quality games. Like they're just playing hard. They're just but they're good. not as good as the West. Like the West is a different. <laughs> it's like it's like it's 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 like it's cute. You know it's JV I mean? like, ball. Going hard, you know. <laughs> the Raptors and stuff, they're going so hard, but you already know if they play a Lakers, they like they, they blown out. <laughs> and that's what happened. Well, not really. I mean, the, the Heat. Nah, that's what happened. The Heat put up a fight, but like, fight. but the Lakers bust their ass. <laughs> and now with Schroeder, I don't know if the Lakers about to do lose, man. Like, I want the Nets to get hardened so we can have a good series. Because if the Nets get hardened, so okay, I have a quick question for, for, both, for both of y'all. So the Heat took it to, to game six without Goring. Do you think Goring? Puts them, oh, 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 puts them to a championship, like bring them. No, I think the Lakers still win because I think you, LeBron you think and AD were too dominant. I just think it might push it to seven. 
Because I think because I, 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 I think that we I don't think we saw LeBron go super zero dark thirty in that series. I think he did enough to win. Like I don't think okay, he was. So I don't think he was just like trying to. Let me say this: I don't think he ever felt threatened. That's what I mean when I say he didn't go zero dark thirty. I think he thought they had it the whole time. Because without okay. Goran, they weren't doing anything. They pushed it to six, but it wasn't a, a struggle six. I don't know. I mean, I felt like uh, there were a lot of games in there that could have been the Heat's win. Mm. And um, if Goran Dragic would have been there, could have pushed that over the edge. But I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't know if at the end of the day, LeBron would have let that happen. That's what I'm but, saying. That would be a tough think, L. <laughs> yeah. That would be a tough L. I mean, I mean, you know, I almost think that LeBron is in a situation where he could really boost his legacy. Like, I mean, he's in oh, a yeah. position where, like, especially LeBron with the LeBron about to sit thing, out. Yeah. And, and speaking of the schedule, now they have 72 games and it's starting on Christmas. LeBron not playing hard until, like, March. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we know. He just stopped. Like, LeBron, when you look at, like, teams that stopped, like, teams that didn't go to the bubble, they have, like, 267 days of rest. Teams that got out before the playoffs started in the bubble got 100 and something. The bubble people for first two rounds got, like, 80-something. LeBron only has, like, 40-something days of rest right now. Like, he is not about to fucking... It might be 36. He's not about to play hard until March, March, April. Yeah, and... It's about to be a bunch of load management. Right, right, right. And, like, especially, like, in the NBA, how how he is, you know, he likes to... But he earned it, though. Everyone who watches, watches him play, we all know that LeBron James, he's good enough to coast through NBA. Re- 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 also, now the Lakers need now. to be careful with Wait, Anthony Davis. Because Mr. Glass better not play a lot because he going to get injured. Like, I'm just I'm just calling it. Like, the, he did not have enough rest time, and he was already getting knick-knack injuries during the playoffs. Right. He better – they better rest him if they want – because right now they're the favorites. But if Anthony Davis gets hurt, it's over with. And that's something I can see happening. I don't see LeBron getting hurt, but I see Anthony Davis getting hurt. Yeah, especially like since that the the rest, yeah. Uh, There's he, no rest. Rest that could affect his body, and it definitely could. Like they didn't get an off season. They didn't get to work out. They didn't get to get right. stronger. Like, do you work out? Like, you know, games start like it's November fifteenth. Games start in a month in twenty days. Do uh do you work? I'm not twenty days. They start in a month. Do you work out hard? Like, if you're the Lakers, no, you can't. It's just about getting back into shape. It's just about running. And getting in right. condition. But I mean, I think, you know, I I, I think that they're talented enough. Yeah, for sure. Still, you know, rest uh half and you know, adding sure also helped. So I think it helps a lot now. It helps a lot. So I think they have those type of guys that you know carry them throughout the first three quarters of a game. And then that fourth quarter, when it's time to go, you know, don't AD LeBron do anything. Yeah, right. So I think, you know, the, they'll be fine. They'll be, you know, top in the West and make their run again in the playoffs. They say the Celtics are interested in a Drew Holiday trade as well. I'm, it's in the ringers, Kevin O'Connell reported that. I'm just interested to see who would they offer. Are they offering us Kimba? Like, who are they? Who, who, oh, they said they are, uh, they say they are offering Kimba's like the last person they want to offer, but if they could get him, they would do it. I don't know if I, I don't know if the Pelicans would take that. I mean, 
I I can't see it because I mean you have Lonzo. Yeah, and and I just don't know if without losing Kimba, I don't know if Drew helps that team. Like I think you need to keep Kimba, Drew, and then have Tatum and Brown. I think Hayward's the person they're trying to get rid of, and if it's Hayward, Pelicans better not fucking take that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. No, that'd be stupid. Hayward's good, but it don't fit. It doesn't fit with the Pels. Don't fit. Don't exactly. Fit. All right, any other NBA news thing, trade things? I'm not hearing nothing for Chris Paul, but Monday we'll see. I think Chris Paul's going to get traded. I, I think he gets traded before Russell Westbrook, but if James Harden goes, Russell Westbrook is gone. And like Schubert said, if they trade James Harden because they have an affinity for him, they trade him to the Nets, Russell Westbrook getting gone to, like, the Knicks or, or, or the Hornets. <laughs> He's if not I'm going to the Clippers. Team, if I'm any, like, team in – in the East, are I think what Westbrook he he needs to go to that team like the Knicks, the Hornets, like those type of franchises that just need something. Yeah. Because, but if you're the Hornets, do you trade your top pick for Westbrook? He he takes you to the playoff. I do exactly. I think, I, do. I think we really do. Real. Let me pull up the he's draft. That good to carry. I mean, we all seen Westbrook carry a team to the playoffs. That's true. In the West, of doing it. I'm pulling up the draft order because if they have multiple picks, then then the Hornets can do it. I think. Okay, so it's one, it's one Minnesota, two Golden State, three Charlotte, four Chicago, five Cleveland. Um, no, Charlotte doesn't have any other, so they're trading three. I don't know if I'm doing that, but uh, this isn't that great of draft, so you know. Let's talk about that. Let's get into the draft. I'm gonna start off before we get into any of your top picks, Justin. How good is this draft? Is this is this what people say one of the worst drafts? Is it is it as good as some of the other drafts we've seen? Like, wh- where would you rank this draft in terms of level of potential stars, level of potential role players, and just quality of this draft? This is definitely a top five draft. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah, I, I don't know why you don't people- buy what the people are saying. How this isn't a, they say it's not a good draft. No, no, no. I think we have a lot of anybody. What did you say, Schubert? Oh, I was just saying, like, they just don't know anybody in this group because we had, we didn't get a tournament. Yeah, I know, and that's that's why I feel like that's why it's being underrated because mm. of the tournament. But okay. I mean, I think they have a lot of late bloomers in the in the, this draft. To to be honest, it's, it's it's no Anthony Davis or guys who who just you know pop out. No outright stars. Yeah, no outright stars, but they have a lot of guys who can be good. Who can be stars. I think they have a lot of role players and, like, just a lot of players that could play forever in the league. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, they and like, even, like, the those top three guys, top four, I think they could eventually be stars in the league if they right. couldn't work. Should we pull up Justin's know. list? We're going to go through his list and just ask him questions about it. And then we'll then I'm, we're going to go through each guy. I, rank, I got you to rank your top 20. We'll go through that. And then... We'll, I'm gonna ask you questions of like who certain teams should pick after we go through what you think about each guy. So at number yeah. one, you have Lamelo Ball. Uh, he played overseas. You list his strengths off as his size, athletic, passing, scoring, rebounding. You said his weaknesses are shooting, turnovers, and defense. Why do you have Lamelo Ball number one? And just talk to me about him. I just think that he's the most mo- he's he's the most skilled player. Uh, he played he played against against pros. Uh, he's a six seven point guard. <laughs> you know the guy is six seven. All he does is hoop. I mean, it's, it's it's like I just feel like he has the best feel for the game. And I just think you know when the bright lights come uh, come on, he'll be ready. He'll he'll be ready to play. Got you. Got you. Okay. My question for Lamelo Ball is: Does going to Minnesota 
tarnish his career. I don't mm. know if they have a place for him to play. I think fit matters and, a lot for Lamelo. Exactly. And I don't. I don't know if he's going to vibe with playing in Minnesota with D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah. That's too ball dominant, man. He has to have the ball in his hands. Where would you like to see Lamelo go? If you could pick out of, because I've heard rumors that he could fall to like eight, anywhere between one through eight. Uh, where would you like to see LaMelo go if you could pick any team for him to go to? The Knicks. The Knicks. Interesting. The Knicks. Okay, why think, the Knicks? I think they just they just need something. And I think, you know, it's, it, I think like with the NBA being a guard league, I think, you know, Melo is a six, he's a six, seven point guard. Like that's six, seven is just, I feel like you have to take a chance on someone like that. And I think the Knicks are going in the right direction with just like with worldwide West and Leon Rose in the front office and just with their building. I think RJ Barrett is going to be a good picks for piece for them. And I think Kevin Knox will be a solid like role player. I don't think he'll be a starter. I'm trying to see who's their coach. Who's the Knicks coach. Oh, Tom Thibodeau. That's going to be interesting to see with LaMelo, though. I don't, I don't necessarily like their coach, but I do like the front office of the Knicks. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all of that. All right. Uh, your next player is who, who you got next? So second, um, I want to say uh, James, uh, James Wiseman. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about him. Tell us what you, uh, what you got, what his strengths are, his weaknesses, and just oh, tell yeah, us a little yeah, bit about James. Yeah, yeah. So James, I think he could be more like he's explosive and stuff. But uh, when I say stuff, uh, he's athletic. Um, he can block, block shots. Uh, he has a touch around, around the basket. He can pass the ball. And I just think uh, he's more defense, though. But the thing yeah. about it, he can also play offense. And he, he's a seven-footer who's athletic. And I just think he's very versatile, and he could fit. He could be a good fit for any team that drafts him. Yeah, you got size, athleticism, shot blocking, rebounding, a good score. But you say his weaknesses are shooting in post game, and that's my question for if he fits with the Warriors. His defense is good, but and he can score around the rim. But if he was with the Warriors, is he good enough to where he's that third option? Because the Warriors don't have a third option right now, and if they take someone in the draft that high. I'm assuming that they would want him to be the third option over Wiggins. So is he good enough to be that third option or is it more so they would use him for defense caliber, defensive purposes? I think like how they use Andrew, but like how they use all their big men, mm-hmm. you know, just as really passes, screeners. And I think he's talented. He's, he's more talented than Ezekiel, Ezekiel or a, a bogey. So I think he, he can have an impact on that, on scoring, on offense. Gotcha. Like when they had Bogey and those other guys, they'll just really be there really just to set 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 screens, uh, pass the ball, you know, be a part of the offense. But I think he could be a part of it and also impact it because he's that good. If you had to compare Wiseman to anybody in the NBA, who would you compare him to? Um, I think I can compare him to. I like uh, what's his name for uh for Portland uh White oh Nurkic. No, I oh, think white side. White white side can be, I think he he can be that type of player. But 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 the thing is, I I I don't want to say white side because I, I feel really like he moves better than white side. I don't want to compare him be, because he hasn't played enough games. Mm, He's okay. played like three games in college. So, but you know, from those from those three three games, he was blocking shots. He was you know around the rim dunking the ball. Re- rebounding the ball too, he averaged like a average of double double. So, 
But he only played three games, so that's kind of like, you know, hard to really judge a player from that. Got you. Schubert, any yeah. Wiseman questions? No, I'm, I think, you know, any question I would have would be more about Wiseman than the pick because I, I, I don't feel confident about Golden State taking that the second yeah, pick. Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, you could do the next guy, Schubert. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. What, do you want me to read his thing? Yeah, just read his thing. Oh, well, Anthony Edwards from Georgia, and the strengths are listed are his size, he's athletic, he's a scorer, but his weaknesses are shooting and defense. So, Justin, what about Anthony Edwards? He was a guy who they were thinking was going to go first. So, why yeah. is he start three? Yeah, I know. And I think he actually should go first just because he can play all, off the ball. Like He definitely got, fits in Minnesota more so than LaMelo. Right. You guys know DeAndre Russell's game. Yeah, I mean, he, he's ball dominant, and Edwards is like I think he's uh, a traditional two guard where he doesn't have to have the ball in his hand. Some two guards, you know, these days they have the ball in their hand, but I I, I think he he can play off the ball and on the ball, so I think he would be a good fit for that number one pick, just because of fit and like like you had said, I I think fit is just so important. Now my question: You have his weakness is defense. I thought his see his I thought his athleticism was so good that his defense could grow. What do you see about him defensively right now compared to like his athleticism? I just think like like watching him on on defense. I just think he's just so athletic. He kind of takes breaks on defense. Mm, okay. So I think you know in the NBA. He relies on his athleticism more. Yeah, exactly. He's relying on that. So that, that that's why I have it as a weakness. Just that. Got you. But I think it'll, it'll be better in the NBA. See, you did your thing. You did your homework. This next one, I got big questions about. You got the old man, Obi Toppin, is number four. His strengths, you listed as size, athleticism, scoring, rebounding. His weakness is defense. I'm going to put another weakness, his age. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> How is Obi Toppin number four, man, over some guys like Halliburton, over uh, Killian, over guys like uh, Okongwu? Why is Obi Toppin number four? This is like, to me, this is the hottest take of your big board right now. You're the, I think you're like one of the few people that have Obi Toppin this high. No, I see a lot of people put him at that high. Oh, real? Okay. So, okay, I'll say, okay, great point. He's definitely an older player, and, you know, a lot of teams don't want to take those type of guys. But, I mean, the guy is talented. First off, he's talented. Uh, Dame was an older guy, too. Who, say that again? Dame was an older yeah. guy coming out of uh, college, too. So Yeah, but I just think uh, he, he has an uh, NBA game. He's 6'9". He can stretch the floor. He's athletic. And that's why I really have him so, so like so high because he's that good and he could fit into the modern NBA game. Mm, okay, got you. You got you got to remember, Lyndon. I mean, he was one of the most exciting players in that brief basketball season yeah, last Dayton. year in college basketball. He was, and um, from what I'm hearing, a lot of people who's worked him out and worked out with him said that they don't see there's any way he doesn't get out of the top five. Really? He has to be a top five. I heard he interviewed well, too. I heard, like, he's a leader. People like the intangibles of Obi Toppin. I'm just interested to see how he uh, translate with his shooting because I feel like that's a weakness, in my opinion. Like, he's not the best shooter. He's a uh, 6'9", so he's not that tall for the – he's not super tall for the four, and he doesn't shoot well enough for the three. He's kind of one of those tweeners in between three and four. How do you – do you see him – where do you see him playing more, more on the three, more on the four? Justin, do you think he needs his shooting to develop to be more of a three? 
Definitely a four. He's definitely a, a, a pick and pop guy, pick and gotcha. roll guy. He's he's a four. I just don't don't see him. I just don't see him being being a three. Is is that because of just ball handling and just shooting, or is it yeah, just- like like yeah, like really like he he doesn't have like that ball handling type three position. You know, you know our three guards they just off the dribble going to the basket. He's more. Spot up, post up game. Yeah, post up back. Well, like I, they, you know, I never know. You never know. He probably could have that in, you know, that in. He his, reminded his, me of Grant his, Williams. Greg Williams? No, Grant yeah, Williams Grant, from, Tennessee, Grant from Tennessee. Yeah. I I compare him more to Amari Stoudemire, but Ooh. with a jump shot. Okay, got you. And Amari Stoudemire with a little better jump shot. I got you. He's okay. All right. So at number five, Justin, you got Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, from Iowa State, his strengths are size, athleticism, passing, floor general, defense, rebounding. His weakness is shooting. Talk to us about Tyrese Halliburton because this oh, is yeah, a name yeah. I've been hearing a lot. I want people to know that, like, this guy's going to be good. He's, is this your he's, favorite player in the draft? He is. He is because he's a big guard, 6'5". And I put size for all these uh, players because, you know, they have great size for their position. Gotcha. I mean, like he's a six-five point guard. Like you know, most guards are six-three, six-four, six-five. Is that's, that's pretty solid. And also, I I had a chance to like be around him for uh, for um, USA basketball. So I got a chance to really watch. You know how he how he works know, interact. Yeah, works. Uh, you know how he interacts with other with uh, with his teammates, and he could just play. He passed the ball. Um, I think he can, you know, bring a winning spirit to whatever NBA team that drafts him. Got you. Schubert, any Tyrese Halliburton questions? Uh, I'm, I'm, I fall in line with Justin. I feel like Halliburton is someone that I'm really interested in. For me, I'm more interested to see what that fit is for him. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like it could be anyone, but, like, what is the team that really needs him the most, you know? That's true. Yeah. Where would you like to see him go, Justin? I want to see him go to to a team that just you know has enough pieces. I'm, I'm, and like I know it's early in the draft, you know. So most of the times those those teams aren't good. But you got I think like whatever team drafts them, they have to have something. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he's a player to just build around. He's not like a, a star superstar player. But if you put the right players around him, kind of like a kind of like Jason Kidd. So you know how like Jason Kidd, he had Kenyon Martin, all those other guys that made and him. And I was just about to say Chicago would probably be a good place for him if that's the case. Someone like yeah, someone you like, have Lowry like marketing, you got Levine, you'll play Kobe White at the two, and then with Tyler Halliburton, you could have a legitimate playmaker to facilitate with all those in Wendell Carter. Right. But the thing about it is I don't think that I don't think they'll take him because I think that the Bulls are really invested in him being the one. Mm. But they did, but but they do have have a new head coach. They 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 are trying to find a new coach. So you know they they got Donovan, Schubert's yeah. got okay, Billy yeah. D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the, they they get Donovan. So and they say, and they said that they want to do more Kobe White off ball because they rather Kobe White is like a two put Zach Levine at a three instead of having Kobe White as the point guard. If I'm Kobe White, I'm kind of pissed because like I play point guard, but like you know if, if you got to do what but you got to do. More of a scorer than a point guard though. I just, I just feel like the Bulls need to get rid of, get, get away from Zach Levine. Cause like, if you draft Tyrese Halliburton and you have Kobe White as your two, granted, Zach Levine can play three, but I don't think defensively Zach Levine's good enough to play the three. But Zach is so good offensively, though. That's a, like, that guy, super like, ball really, dominant, really good. And you have people like Wendell Carter and Larry Markinen who could be great. And if you get Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, 
the the uh just the playmaking with them would just be pretty pretty good. Yeah, but I I think Zach he could play with he I mean he plays good with the ball, but I think he can also play off the ball. That's true. Because, you know, I don't think he has to have the ball to be effective. If I'm Zach, I'm trying to get out of there. <laughs> I'm trying to, to dip. Like, I'm trying to leave. Y'all are doing He's too so much. He's so talented, though, man. He really is. All right, who you got next, uh, Justin? Who you got next for number six? This is the guy I have the most questions about. Number six. Yeah, so number six. Oh, yeah, I have Onika. You got Okongwu. Oh, Onika Okongwu. Yeah. Got from, you. Uh, from Give us his UFC. strengths. Give us his weaknesses and what you think about him. Yeah, so I like his uh, size, his athletic. Uh, he's more a defensive player, uh, defense, rebounding. Um, he does good scoring. He has a little mid-range shot, good around the basket. And I think, you know, in, in, in the NBA, you have to know how to shoot. And I just think passing is a skill set that could also be, uh, you know, good in the NBA as a four-man because, you know, guys are always cutting uh, certain offensives like the Warriors. So you got to be able to pass the ball. But I, I I like him more as a deep defensive guy. Gotcha. So I think, you know, like I said, he's, he's, he's not a player to build around, but he's another piece player that could be good. Solid role player, maybe starter. Yeah. Got you. I've heard a lot of comparisons to Bam Adebayo with a Kong Wu. Uh, like you said, he does, he's not that great at passing yet. He's not that great of a shooter, but his defense rebounding and athleticism is there. This is the guy I didn't know much about. Just where do you give us your comparison for Okongwu and just what do you, where do you think he would fit best? And just what do you, yeah, just where do you think he'd fit best and just your comparison? Cause you've already said you think that he isn't a guy that could be a star, but at, at right now he's more role player starter and he's going to grow into himself. And that's a good question because, like, I feel like with, with his with his talent, it's so hard to – I really feel like he could fit on any team mm. because he brings defense and rebounding. Is and he better than Wiseman? No, 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 no. Got you. I don't think he is because Wiseman, like I said, he fits the Warriors better. But I don't think he's better than Wiseman because, I mean, Wiseman can do offense and defense. Got you. This guy's more of a Wiseman, defensive – He's just like more him. dominant. He's more gotcha. more dominant. And, he, yeah, I think I like him more than Wiseman, more than uh, Onika because he has offense and defense. Uh, o- o- Onika has offense, but he's more defense. Got you. Shubert, any old call me questions? Defense. Word, no, word, word. I honestly don't know much about him. I just I feel like he's a guy that is rated high but could slip and would yeah. be really beneficial for a team that has players. And more beneficial for him. Because, like, yeah. and honestly, you have him high, Justin, and I've seen him this high on other people think, but I'm with you, but I think this is one that could fall just because this this draft, if anything, is more guard, wing dominant, and then the the number one big man is Wiseman, but even people are questioning should they take Wiseman. So I could see Okongwu fall just because we don't know where Wiseman's going to go, but that's better for him because if he falls and gets to some of these later round teams like the Celtics, like if that he falls to 14, that could be huge for him. That could be good for him. Especially since the Celtics need a big man. What's that? I'm sorry. I said especially since, like, the Celtics need a big man. Right, right, right. And like I said, I just think that like the, the, this draft, they have a lot of peace players in in this draft. I see what I you mean. Like I maybe, see why you think it's a good draft because there's a lot of pieces that could make teams better. They're not exactly. necessarily stars, but they're pieces that teams need to fill in, either starters or role players. Exactly. One hundred percent. All right, the next guy you got is Isaac Okoru from Auburn. 
uh, you say he's his size, his athleticism, his defense and finishing, but his weakness is shooting. So I'm guessing this guy's not a good scorer, more of a, a D guy than a 3D guy. Yeah, more. Yeah, that definitely more defense. He can shoot the ball. Like he could, if, if he's open, he'll make it. But it's not like you got to run and close out. Like you got, you know, always got to watch him, but he gotcha. can still make the shot. But he's just more like of a uh, you know bar pressure guy, defense. He could get get to get get to the basket, and I think he could be a, a defensive stopper. He's six six, so he could guard you know one through three, and you know I think he he, he can be a defensive player in the NBA, like uh, like first team all defense type of player. Ooh, okay, so he's one of those. Now yeah. my question for you is between him and your and your eighth guy, what uh. Why do you think Okoru is better than uh, Av- Avdia? Because Avdia is just straight up size, shooting, passing. Lil not as good on defense, but Avdia is a name that I hear could go to the Warriors. Avdia is a name that I hear could go to Minnesota. I hear Avdia can go anywhere from one to ten. Yeah, I think uh, for that, I just like his game more because he's just like when you watch uh, Isaac Okoro play. I also I've, I've watched him more. He just plays hard. Um, you know, he 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 has that grimy. You like the intangibles of Okoro. Yeah, he he he's he's intense, and you know he also wins. He he played at Auburn, so uh, you know Auburn they had a good season. Shoot, but you saw this guy. Do you like Okoro? Yeah. Uh, again, I feel like it's a similar to what we were talking about with uh, Anyeka, where. You know, if he could fall. If Okoru dropped, like you know, like some mock draft, like the one I have on my screen has him going to Washington. I feel like I don't feel like that would be good for him yeah. or good for Washington. But if I mean, he falls to Phoenix, that might be good for him. Phoenix, so, you know, San Antonio. San Antonio would be good. What are you gonna say, Justin? Where you where you yeah. would you like to see uh, Okoru fall to? Yeah. So right now on this draft, um, on this on the draft board. Um, they they have him going to the to to the Pistons, which I mean I feel like the Pistons fit his style of play. Mm. You know, East down the East. Um, no East. I feel like Detroit was always known for defense, griminess. Yeah, yeah, grimy. So I I, I feel like that 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 team fits him. You know, I to think me, I feel like, like I'll compare him to and tell me if I'm off with this Marcus Smart esque. Marcus Smart. That's not bad. I think, but the thing about it is, I think, the, like, definitely in, in, definitely in the NBA, but I just think that Marcus Smart, he has a very offensive game. Which, but let me say this, Marcus Smart had to grow into that. Like, he was, Marcus Smart wasn't always a good shooter. <laughs> he, he wasn't. Out of Oklahoma State. State. They had him on the ball a lot. Like, he, he was did. bringing the ball down, coming off ball screens. Like, he and Okora's like, more off ball. He's definitely off the ball. I I I I, I compare him more to like Tony Allen. Mm, okay, like that type of player. But well, what about a, a Corey Brewer? Corey Brewer, I can see Corey Brewer too. I I can. I think I think Corey Brewer was a um was more was a better better shooter. shooter. But that, that 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 is a good one though. One hundred percent. All right, the next guy we got is Avdia, a name that I've been hearing a lot about. Like I said, his his strengths are his shooting, his passing, just a great wing guy. He can facilitate, he can score, but his defense is questionable. So what do you think about Avdia? I think from Israel. He, he can be a good, good player. His passing, like he he has he's very skilled. 
And I think like the way the NBA is going is going more towards skill, you know, it's and a positionless. Lot. Like European style bat basketball. Isn't this dude like six seven too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe she maybe even taller. Jeez, yeah, people are gonna want him. Yeah, people that you know, uh, I had like a, a, a couple of kids that you know that's from Israel that played basketball, you know, I played basketball there, and they said he's he's the truth. Real. He's gonna be pretty good. So okay. I'm looking forward to, to seeing how he plays, but he can shoot, he can pass, he's sneaky athletic. Yeah, he's six nine. Jeez. He's crafty. Yeah, six nine. See, I'm interested yeah. to see is it does his athleticism translate to the NBA? Right, right. I I just hope he doesn't like, you know, be a a dragon bender. Mm. No, they were like they were high on him before he came into the NBA. And I think this this guy more so than a lot of the other people, we've been talking about fit a lot. But for this guy, he should not go to the Pistons, the Hornets. Nah, he he uh, the Minnesota. This dude needs to either fall to Golden State, Atlanta, uh Phoenix, San Antonio, New Orleans, or Boston. Any other team, he might end up like a dragon bender. Yeah, but I mean, you never know. Some teams may think he's the next big thing. But True. I don't think I don't think I think people were more big on Luca than I've ever seen anyone on on a on um European player. Player, yeah. I don't think I, I've, I've I've ever seen someone as on as like you know huge on Luca as people were last year. People are talking about him right now. Uh, you know the the guy. Uh, name. Yeah, they they're talking about him now, but it's not in the sense of the how way. they're talking about Luca. That's true. That's a fact. Schubert, any obvious questions or am I keeping it pushing? No, I mean, I think that he's going to get drafted really high just based upon, you know, I even see, the strengths that are here listed. You know, we, I can see you the know, Warriors we, being his pick. Like, I think so. I, I honestly Warriors? see uh, five. Uh, well, ooh, okay, you think the Cavs? Interesting. Yeah, they could use him. The Cavs? Instead of, because yeah. instead of Seti Osman or playing Seti Osman at the four, playing this guy at the three. Kevin Porter at the two, and then Darius Garland at the one, and then you and because I know they're trying to trade K Love, yeah, Cavs could be definitely an option. All right, the next guy is my favorite pick in the draft. This Killing. is the guy I hope the Pels get. If the Pels get him, oh, we got we could trade Drew Holiday. Let's get rid of Drew. We run we run this man in Lonzo at the one and two. I love this guy, Killian Hayes. All right, Killian Hayes, and on some people, some people think he's the best player in the draft. Some people think he's gonna go. Any, some people said I've heard him go anywhere from one to six to thirteen. This guy is special. Killian's uh he's from America. His dad, instead of letting him play in the American basketball leagues or whatnot, his dad took him overseas. He's been playing overseas and doing the overseas route through the uh camps and through the different teams. He's been doing that since he was like 10. So like Killian Hayes has been one of those he's he's like one of those Luca types and Ricky Rubios who Grew up playing basketball his whole life. His strengths are his size, his athleticism, his passing, and his scoring. Uh, weakness is turnovers and defense. What do you think about Killian? Am, am, am I right to be this hype? You are right, but to be for, for the Pelicans, no. Ooh, okay. Tell me, what, tell me what's up. I think him and Lonzo are like the same type of player. Ooh, they both okay. need the ball. I, 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 I can't see Lonzo at the two, and I can't see Killian at the two. Mm. They're both ones. Okay. So he has to be a one. 
Mm, gotcha. Has to be a one. You don't think he could play off ball? I don't think he can play off ball. I think he has to have the ball. He's just so good at passing the ball. Like just I love controlling it. No look passes. The like he has super to shifty. His question. The questions I have about Killian is his athleticism. Is he is he athletic enough and have enough speed? But those were the same questions about Luca. But Luca showed his shiftiness and his angles are, are something similar that Killian does. I'm not saying Killian's Luca, but I'm just saying the way Luca attacks using angles instead of athleticism. Killian does the same thing. Yeah, and, and, like, that's why in watching film on him, he is pretty quick. I mean, like, he is pretty athletic. He'll have a couple of, you know, put-back dunks. Uh, he's definitely – he's 6'5". Yeah. He's 6'5", six, six, point guard. Where would you like to see him go? <laughs> Let's see. Right now they have him going to the Suns. That would be a good, a good place him for him. Him and DB? Him and Devin That'd Book? That would be a good place for him. Killing him, yeah. Devin Book, Killian Hayes at the one, Devin Booker at the two, Kelly Oubre at the three, Cam Johnson at the four, and DeAndre Aiden at the five. That's a good team. That's that a is. damn good team. And the Mikael Bridges as the sixth man. Yeah, Killian Hayes definitely needs to go to, to Phoenix. Super, any questions That's you got on Killian? Because I like this no, guy. Not major questions on Killian. He's pretty someone I feel pretty confident about. Yeah, I like him a lot. All right, the next guy we got is... Ooh, someone I don't know much about. Davin Vassell uh, from Florida State. His uh, strengths you have, Justin, are athleticism, shooting, defense. You, you said you love his motor. His weaknesses is ball handling, scoring, finishing through contact. Ooh, I don't like his weaknesses. So yeah. this guy doesn't seem like he, he's that great. Why you got Devin Vassell at 10? And tell us about it. Yo, this dude play, plays defense. Oh, okay. Like, I, I think he could be... This a, is your Tony Allen comp. <laughs> I think... No, 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 no. <laughs> I think uh, he could play defense. His defense... He makes plays on the ball. Uh, like, he's very active. He's not just mm-hmm. playing solid defense. He makes plays. He has good size. He's about 6'7". Uh, he can... Uh, you know, oh, he's he tall. Could, yeah, he's a, he can shoot the ball. But I think and he, 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 he has a motor. I think he just has it. He's just always, you know, ready to go in your face playing defense. Tayshawn Prince-esque? Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince, he was nice. He's not I a good scorer as Tayshawn. Tayshawn Prince was nice. He was 6'9". Tayshawn Prince is nice. I, like, really, like, while watching him play, I compare. But the thing about it is, like, I like, like, Wesley. I, I compare him to, to Wesley Johnson. Mm. Wesley Johnson, he was good at Syracuse, but I think he got drafted to the wrong team. That's a fact. And I feel like this guy might need to get drafted to the right team. And they have him going to to the Spurs. Ooh, that's a good place for him. That'd be a good pick for him. Oh, this is the guy I heard the Spurs are thinking could be their new Kawhi if they could develop his offense. Right. Yeah, he's that he's that mm. active on defense. Like he makes makes plays on defense. All right. I got you. Shubert, you can do the next one. All right, well, let's move into talking about Devin Vassar's teammate, Patrick Williams. Uh, Patrick's strengths are defense, rebounding, shooting, and passing. His weaknesses are turnovers and consistent shooting. And what do we have to say about um, the next Florida State player? Look, I hear this dude has major athleticism. I hear this dude's a freak of nature, and I hear people love him. I hear this is the sleeper of the draft. And like and like I said, he's another role player who, like I said, I compare him to uh, Tristan Thompson. Mm. Like that's his comparison. He, uh, he he's on the boards, but he he can shoot though. 
I heard he could be better than like Tristan. Like I heard this dude could be great. I think he can. It's just that I see, like right now, like you know, players always not all the time, but some players like just you know take it to the next level in in the NBA. Gotcha. But I just think like right now he's a Tristan Thompson, and that, that that's not a bad. That's not a bad. You know, Tristan Thompson he held his own champion he held his own NBA, and he's, he's a champion player. So none wrong with none wrong with TT. All right. The next guy we got, the next two names are names that have been linked to the Pelicans since the Pelicans got out of the bubble. Uh, the first one is Kira Lewis from Alabama. His strengths are his size, athleticism. He's a floor general, rebounding, passing, scoring, defense. His weakness is shooting. Now, you, both you and Schubert, I've heard both like Kira Lewis for the Pelicans. But if you're about to say you like him for the Pels, I'm going to ask you how you like him, but not Killian Hayes for the Pels. So that's well, when he'll be more available. I mean, True. at 13. True. Go ahead. Yeah. What you was going to say, Jay? Okay, yeah. So it shows that them uh, in, in the mock draft of them drafting him, which I would love that. Okay, why do you think that's a fit instead of Killian? Because I think I, I, I think Kyra is more... Role player smart. off the bench? But I think he could be a good role player. Got I think you. his game is like a Dennis Shrew. He's very quick. He can handle the ball. Because even for, like, I had a chance to work with him also. Mm. And he was like a backup. And he just that's a flex. I'm, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to flex. I'm, I'm no, just, that's fire. To keep flexing up. on him. Show these I'm niggas that you are the real deal. We, we got you as our basketball analyst for a reason. My man okay. worked with Tyler Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton, and Kira Lewis. What's up? What's up? Wait till yeah. Michi come out the draft. That ball head boy. Shout out to Michi. <laughs> hey, 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 Michi, man. Come come on, bro. The podcast. What's up, man? Yeah. On, man. Talk your stuff, Justin. That's, on, what that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so you like Kira because he could be more of like the second op, like the uh second group's point guard, like the uh yeah, six man. Okay. For the game. He could, Where Killian's more of a starter. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's more of a starter, yeah. Gotcha. He's just a pass. He can pass the ball well. No, nah, you know, they could you, you, they could uh, use him off the bench also. But I just see – I watch more of Kyra play. Gotcha. And I just think, you know, he could probably start for a team. He's that talented. But I think coming off the bench, I like that six-man could definitely be a good role for him, especially in in uh, in, in New Orleans, a young rookie. I, I, I think – Well, he could grow. They'll like him. Got you know, you. I, I think you could think of him in a lot of ways, like being Lonzo's backup. And in a way, he's going to have to overcome some of the same issues that Lonzo had to overcome with the, with shooting. Yeah, I heard being he can't with shoot. The shooting coach of the Pelicans would definitely help. And Fred so, Vincent right. is still on the staff. That's one of the people that uh, Stan Van Gundy kept. So got to keep Fred. Fred's one of the best shooting coaches in the league. So maybe that'd be good for Kyra. All right. The next person is another name I've heard linked to the Pelicans, Sadiq Bey from Villanova. Uh, you have his strengths are his defense, his shooting, and his motor. His weakness is that he's passive. See, I can deal with this. Tell me his height. Tell me what position he plays, Justin, what you like for him. Because if he's a 3 and D guy, but just he's a little passive, that's something with a good coach you can get out of someone. Right. So he's 6'8". Ooh, ooh, he's a small tall. forward. Okay. And I, 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 could, I compare him to, to Robert Covington. Ooh, okay. I like that. I think he's that type of player. So a so three and D wing. Yeah, but like he's bigger though. He has a full okay. game too. Ooh, he can play the four. 
Yeah, he can also play a forward depending on the lineup. Gotcha. So I like him for it. Like he's a good. I think a lot. Of, I, I think the NBA has a lot of three and D guys now. For to me, this uh, is someone that like if the Pels got him, they could play like Lonzo, Bi, him, Zion, and whatever center they want. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Got definitely. you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Because honestly, he's more of a like a, of a spot like of a shooter. Okay, so he's a spot up shooter he's too. Three point. Yeah, three point shoot is his specialty. Got you. Got you. Uh, so and you compare him to Robert Covington. Cool. That's Sadiq Bay. Nice. Um, the next person we got now that we're out of the we're out of the top 13, we're in the 14 area. This is the Boston Celtics pick at the 14th best player. You have is Aaron uh, Nesmith or Nes or Nate Naismith Nesmith from Vanderbilt. Yes. His strengths yes. are his size, defense and shooting. His weaknesses his finishing and he's injury prone. Tell us what position he plays and uh, how tall he is and what you which where do you think this guy should fit and, and just give us your thoughts about him. Yeah, so uh, he's definitely uh, he's six six, so he has um good size, and um he's a shooter. I uh, I think he's like a Danny Green. Mm, gotcha. His his game to Danny Green, and I think he could play really. I mean, really any team because every team needs a shooter. That's a fact. Could fit with any any team, and also he's athletic. He could play defense also. So I really think any team that, that drafts him, he could fit on Sounds that. Sounds like this guy's com- main problems are that people are concerned about his injuries. That, yeah, because, I mean, last season he played like maybe 10 games. Ooh, yeah. He, he got injured early. He had to miss most of the season. Got you. Got you. But he's right, a sh- shooter, though. Shooter. Shoot, but you can do the next one. Uh, next one is a guy that I actually really liked watching his game last season, Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. Yeah. His strengths are a high motor defense and scorer, um, but his weakness is shooting. Yeah, and Ty, Ty, Tyrese – and also, um, I also think, like, the NBA Finals, it also raised his stock because he's a Kentucky guy. Ah, gotcha. And I just think, you know, now – Guys are like Kentucky. Seeing all the Kentucky but, ballers from Murray, you know, to exactly Davis, Hero, all Hero, those guys. yeah. So it's like and this guy here, like he he can go. I mean, the thing about but the only thing about him is he's he's a combo guard and he's, mm. he's not a great shooter. He can shoot, but he's not like just a guy. Who's he's a tweener. Just, he's someone where tweener. he's not a one. He's not a two. He's not a two, but yeah. he's also undersized. He's like six three. Oh yeah, got you. So it was like he could be a spark off the bench, you know, because he he could play the one or the two, you know. He's he has a motor. Sounds like Drew when Drew was coming out of UCLA, like not a good point guard, not a good two, but plays great defense, high motor, can score around the rim, but his shooting's low. I like that comparison. Just had to throw it out there, just from seeing what seeing what you what you said. Uh, the next person we got is. Uh, Precious uh, Achua from Memphis. Uh, his strengths are his size, athletic, motor, rebounding, and finishing, but his weaknesses are his shooting and his turnovers. Talk to us about Precious. Yeah, so he's 6'9". Six, six, he's definitely a power forward in the NBA, and he's another guy that he could just fit on any team. He's a rebound, defense, motor type guy. He'll block shots. He'll, you know, get in the passing lanes. Get This sounds like a guy that'll fall to the second round. I uh, know, but the thing, no, but he's talented though. Like Ooh, shoot, he shoot, 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 chicken his head. I what y'all know about this guy? Talk to us. Let he makes plays, talking. man. Like I like him because I mean, he 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 also won Player of the Year in his conference. He played at Memphis, 
He won Player of the Year, our Freshman Ooh. of the Year. Ooh, over the, over Wiseman. Ooh, Wiseman didn't play. Yeah, Wiseman didn't play. True, that's a fact. Yeah, he won Freshman of the Year. He he he's only a freshman. He's six nine, and you know I think he's like a I don't want to say Clint Capella, but I mean he's like that type of guy. You know, runs up and down the court, block shots, uh, around the rim. This that type of guy who I think could play fit on any, any team and play for a while. Yeah, offense. Yeah. He has a little shot, a little mid mid range shot too. He can okay. shoot a little bit. Just no three point shooting right now. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not in his game. He's a not. lot of the mock drafts have him go into Portland, and I think his game on Portland could be really beneficial. I mean, sounds you know, like that's a I fit. Think, yeah, I, mean, I think he's going to be a fit for one of these sixteen to twenty range guys. Got yeah, you. I, he's definitely a first rounder. They'll, 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 some, some, someone's going to draft him. Got you. All right, should we do the next one? Uh, Jalen Smith out of Maryland. His strength or size, at, he's athletic. He can shoot. He rebounds, and he has a high motor with his weaknesses being passing and post offense. Guessing this guy's a big man. Yeah, big. 6'10". Uh, I compare him to Miles Turner. Mm, okay. Okay. That's the game, you know. Uh, he can shoot the ball. He can shoot the three ball. Not uh, as good on defense, though, huh? Not as good on defense, but I think he can be good. That's like another player. Uh, he's a sophomore. Uh, I just think you know him being so much better than the other players around him. You know him just being around the rim all the time, because you know they don't have the three second call in college. So yeah, you know, he's just standing around the rim, block shots. Yeah, so I think he's more of a Miles Turner. I, I like him a lot. All right, bet, bet. All right, the next guy we got is Josh Green out of Arizona. His strengths you have are his size, he's athletic, he's a scorer, and he's a good defender. His weaknesses are his finishing, his passing, and he's injury-prone. Ooh, so this sounds like a guy that's a legit 3 and D. Can't really attack the rim, uh, not the best at passing, can't really create for others, and he's injury-prone, but he can play good defense and score. Am I off with that assessment of Josh Green? No, you did, yeah, that's definitely him. And I think you guys could really get a better uh, idea of, of his game uh, when I tell you that he plays. I think he's more of a Wesley Matthews type of player. Ah, okay. His game. Gotcha. You know, he'll spot up. He'll get to the paint every now and then. He'll play defense on the best player. But it's more so on the shoot threes. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. That's more of his game. He can go off the off the dribble a little bit, but he's more of a Wesley Matthews type of player. Gotcha. And also, I think the reason why he's so high because he's young. He's a freshman. He went to IMG Academy, so the hype is already there. He's six six NBA size, mm, but okay. I think uh, he's definitely a. They definitely draft him off what he can be more than what yeah. He can. That's more of a gamble pick. I feel like he's a gamble pick. I feel like Patrick Williams is a gamble pick. I feel like those are guys that could be great, but we don't know necessarily know yet. Same thing right. with like a Kong Wu. So, exactly. yeah. so, all right, Shuba, do the next one. These next two guys, even though they're your bottom two, I feel like these two guys have so much hype around them that, like, they're guys that could either be really good or maybe busty. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was, like, I have confidence in these next two names. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a big deal when uh, RJ Hampton said that he was going to not play in college and go play in New Zealand. Um, yep. His strengths are athletic, score, high motor, with his weaknesses being defense and shooting. We've heard about, a lot about RJ Hampton. What do you think, Justin? I think I compare him more to Dante Exum. 
Mm, I like that Back comparison. He's quick. He can, uh, gets to the basket. He's long. You know, he comes off the bench. He brings energy. I, I can see him playing that role in, in the NBA. His shooting has, has to improve, though. And his defense definitely has to improve, and 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 defense. But like he's so athletic, though, man. Like you watch, like ha, ha, like have you ever watched his highlight videos and stuff? Dude's jumping out the fucking gym, crazy, like <laughs> crazy dunks. Dude is super athletic. But see, that's the thing. When guys are that at that athletic, when they're not good on defense, to me, that's an effort thing. That's like a, right, that's like an effort. Definitely. Like you don't care. So like that's an intangible thing that I need to see out of this guy because there's no reason why this guy shouldn't be good. He should be higher on the list, but because of his not showing a lot of effort and then him being in New shooting. Zealand and his shooting that's being New low, too. Yeah. that's why that's why he's low on the list. And the last guy I'm hype about, I think this guy will actually be really good. Greg Anthony's son, Cole Anthony from North Carolina. He's a big guard. He's athletic can jump out of the gym. He can score at any place. His shooting is decent, decent to good. He's actually a pretty good uh, shooter. His rebounding is good. His weaknesses, though, he's not that great of a playmaker. He's more so of a he's, – he's a guy that is a point guard, but he's really a two guard. Like, he's more so like AI, where AI – I'm not saying he's AI, but like how AI <laughs> was a point guard, but AI was more of a scoring point guard. This dude is not necessarily a playmaker. He's a scorer. And he's injury prone. So, Justin, what do you think about Cole Anthony? Am I right to be hype on him? I really like him. I think he should stay stay another year. Oh! That's what I truly think. <laughs> the reason why, honestly, the only the, the the reason why I really put him at number twenty because I can't leave him out. I feel like he's just too much hype. You know, I think he's he's one of the top players to look at in the draft. So I I couldn't. I think another year might have did. If he if he would have won another year, he could have been a top five player probably. I think because I mean he he got hurt last season and missed most. Of the, now he did show flashes of you know being a good greatness. <laughs> he had some good games, but you know he also missed a lot of games. North Carolina had and some bad games that year. he played. He didn't play that well too sometimes. Right. So I really think that. That year, that extra year, but you know guys are trying to chase that bag, man. You know, when the NBA calls, you can't say no. And he has so much hype around his name, him being working with Chris Brickley. Like, everybody's like, get out, get out. But he, Cole should definitely stay another year and benefit from college, and then he'll be a top five guy. It's not like he needs the money, though. That's the thing. Like, his dad is Greg Anthony. Like, it's not like he's one of these guys that, like, come from poverty that is chasing the bag. Like, I don't know. But maybe that means he's confident in himself. But also yeah. injury prone too. He got injured the first year. He 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 wants to you know go now, so he may get injured. Ne- ne- he may get hurt next season. You know what I mean? It may affect yeah. him in some way. So it's like I have to leave right now. That's gotcha. the yeah. I get the idea I get from him leaving right now. That's true That's too. Question. Yeah, there are some mock drafts that have him going into lottery. There's um, some people that have him top the ten, but then there's some in the second round. The one that I'm looking at has him going 14 to the Celtics. I think that would be where it could be beneficial for him to where it goes someplace where he could sit. I'm just – if the Celtics take him, they got too many guards like that. They got Tremont Waters. They got Carson Edwards. They got Romeo Langford. And now you adding this dude too? I think they're just hoping one of them pops off. <laughs> hey, that's a lot of talent. Like, seriously. It that's is. Players. That's not – Cole, Cole Anthony is someone I could see coming off the – is someone I can see the Pels taking as someone off the bench. I would like Cole because he's a guy that the Pels need in that second unit to come and score. But, you know, we shall see, like I said. All right, Justin, uh, real quick, who – give me 
three players that you think will be stars from this draft. I have. That'll be stars too. That'd be stars from like all star to superstar level, like just all star level. Man, that's a that's a great question. Three, I need three of them. That's a great question. I'm gonna have to go with Anthony Edwards. Ooh, man, okay. it's, it's it's so it's so it's so bad because like I'm gonna pick like guys in the top five. Go ahead, I don't care. Pick who you want. And next show, I'll have a better answer. I can you know think about this and really. Yeah, give us your this. Guys. Give us your pre-draft answer, and then give so us your I'm post-draft go right, answer. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, okay. once you see where they land, like yeah, let's do that. Your yeah. pre-draft, and then once you see where they land, then next week we'll do your post-draft. Who okay, you think like will be a star that. from their situations? I like that. That's a good one. Okay, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and. Uh, number three, I like Tyrese Halliburton. I knew you was gonna say it. <laughs> I really, I, I, uh, I like him too. I like Obi Toppin also though. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna let you stop with Halliburton because I don't think Obi Toppin's gonna be a star. You too. Like, <laughs> no, I wish, just... he, I wish he would have played in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. That would have been good for him. All right, I got. Cool. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with Lamelo, Killian Hayes. And uh, I'm going LaMelo, Killian Hayes, and that third one is tough because, like, I think Anthony Edwards has the talent to be, but, like, will he accomplish it? James Wiseman, I don't know. I got too many questions. All right, I'm going LaMelo Ball, Killian Hayes, and Avdia. I'm going to say those are the two, the, those are the three guys that could be superstars. Two international players? I, I would two international. Well, Killian two Hayes is American. What they all actually all the people I said are international. Technically, they all played overseas, but you know, Lamelo, Killian, and Avdia. But uh, Schubert, who you got? Give us three people you uh, think are gonna be stars: Tyrese Halliburton, Killian Hayes, and Tyrese Maxey. Okay, Ooh. Tyrese Maxey coming out of nowhere. Hey, hey you know what? Screw Kentucky. it. I'm taking Avdia out of my list. I'm going Lamelo, Killian, and I'm going with Cole Anthony. I'm rocking with Cole. Cole I've been a Cole fan, Anthony fan for forever. I'm rocking with him ever since I saw him on Chris Brickley's IGs doing 360 between the leg dunks, and it was a baller. So I'm rocking with. If if, if <laughs> Schubert's going with Tyrese Maxey, I'm going with Cole Cole Anthony. Hell yeah. Uh, Justin, what about that Duke player? The, isn't there a big Duke guard that was supposed to, like, wh- yeah, where's he Cassie at? Stanley. Yeah, Cassius Stanley. Stanley. They have him going, like, second round. Mm, I, you I, think I, he should have stayed? No, definitely should have stayed. <laughs> but you know how it is, man. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. Uh, there's I got, another I got guy I want to ask you, too. The other Cassius, Cassius Winston. Oh, I think, oh, another good player. I think he can be, be a steal. I mean, all, all four years throughout uh, mid- mid- all, all four He's years. He's been great at Michigan State. State. Yeah. He's done his thing. They've always been a winning program. And honestly, for him, I think it's best for him to go into the first round, second round, to where he can get to a good team. Because if Definitely. he can be a point guard on a good team, that could work out for him. And I think that's more of his game is – he, he, he's always played with, with Michigan State, who's, all, who's always been a good, good coach, team. good team, yeah. Always been a good team. So I think him and I just I, I just always, like, seen him as being a floor general, you know. I like him with the Spurs. I feel like Cassius, Stan, Cassius Stanley with the Spurs, would, or Cassius Winston, Winston with the Spurs would be great. Yeah, one of those type programs. Yep, type I agree. Franchises. Schubert, any other questions about people you got? Because those are just Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels? Now, I've been hearing a lot about him. 
I've been hearing a lot about him. He has a tremendous upside. Uh, a lot of people like him. I just didn't choose him because I just uh, seen, you know, 20 players better than him. What position but does he I play? Think, I think he can be in, in, uh, in the NBA. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing how he does in the NBA because I just see a lot, a lot of people, you know, saying he can go, you know, mid first round lottery pick. So I'm looking forward to seeing how um, how his game translate to, translates to the NBA. Hell yeah. Justin, thank you so much. Fans out there, I just got to let y'all know, Justin put in a lot of hard work on this, and this was really great. Got to give Justin a round of applause. I'm going to plug that in on the uh, editing thing. Thank, thank my guy. He killed it. This is why best basketball analyst, man. I love my guy. That's why he's with the team. All right, but that's all we got this week. Like I said, we're going to be back next week. Justin will be back. We're going to do a post-draft uh, preview. Then I'm going to give my guy a couple weeks off to get ready for the NBA when it comes back in December. Justin's not going to have that long of all season this year. <laughs> you, you're coming right back. I know, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right back. back. Unlike last year where you had to wait a couple months, this year you're coming back in a couple weeks. So in any time there's big you, news. Man. Huh? I was like, am I still on the show? <laughs> You know, you know what it was, nigga. It was the off season. Like, which you don't watch football, <laughs> and there was no basketball news to talk about. When you asked me that, I was like, "Of course, you're still on the show. It's just NFL." Until you start watching football, I can't have you talking football. You don't know. Yeah. I remember the first time we had you on a football episode, bro. That, that was the funniest thing ever. Go listen to yeah. Primetime episode one, Justin. What do you think about uh, football? Well, Tom Brady's the GOAT. <laughs> I had to tell y'all to stop. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, but I can't talk football. Like, it, it's just not, it's just going to be bad. I just don't know what's going on. Funniest episode. Funniest episode. So that's why your ass was off. <laughs> because of that first episode. I'll never forget that as long as I live. I just remember doing it. And he just asked us, like, yo, can we pause this? I'm like, what's up? What's up? Yeah, I'm not a football guy. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's not going to work, bro. We gonna, it's going to be bad, man. I don't watch this game at all. Oh, shit. But that's all we got this week. Justin, start us off. Tell the people they can find you out on social media. Yeah, so you guys can find me. Uh, you know, check out my hoop, my uh, hoop sites for more info. Yep, tradesandlays.com. I'll be posting uh, more th this week until the NBA draft. So check that out. Um, click the link. But you guys can uh, click the link on my uh, Twitter page, which is Justin Matisse twenty two. That's my handle name. Uh, Instagram Justin Matisse twenty two. Uh, Facebook, Justin Matisse, uh, Snapchat, Justin Matisse 22, and LinkedIn, it's my name. So everything is Justin Matisse 22. I'll make sure y'all go follow him again. Check out Trades and Lays for more insight on this draft coverage. That was Justin's top 20 players. So be ready. We're going to be talking about the NBA draft next week as well. Schubert, tell the people they can find you out on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hschubert14. I'm also out on LinkedIn as well. Um, but you can listen to Bros Who Binge on um, every Thursday now, Thursday. And yeah, I'm getting used to that. And uh, we're, we had a Mandalorian episode, so we'll recap the most recent Mandalorian episode. That was pretty hype. And I get, you know, some thoughts going into the next one. Uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about Freaky this week. I don't know if we, either you and I are going to get a chance to go to the theater to actually see that oh, but okay. um i think you know maybe before the year's done we'll talk about freaky okay um but other than that big skies coming out i might do a top 10 ABC, review so this we week. talk about that and we might do a top 10 so. yeah i'm thinking we do a top 10 this week y'all make sure y'all check out bros who binge this upcoming thursday uh 
new Kaiju number eight video on the channel. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk. And yeah, man, that's about all. Make sure you follow the bros who been bros who think at bros who think on Twitter for all the information of all the stuff we're dropping. Be sure to follow me at LimbWT. If you like this content, please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Helps us out tremendously. Also, be sure to subscribe on Twitch, bros, uh, twitch.tv slash bros who think. Live shows with me all throughout the week with various special guests. Schubert, I think you can be on this Friday to talk Mandalorian with me, I think. Yeah, if you're free, so. yeah, word. Yeah, this Friday, Mandalorian talk with Schubert. Wednesday, we'll be doing something. When's the draft? When is the draft? Wednesday. Wednesday? Shit, Justin, if you're up, we can do a, a draft recap, but you're probably not going to be up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a draft recap on the live. If Justin asks is up, we'll get him on, and we'll do one on Twitch. We'll bring the guys on to do an NBA draft on Wednesday. But we got a lot of live shows throughout the week. And like I said, just follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter, and you'll know when those are. But that's all the time we have this week for Justin, for Schubert, for Brooklyn, for Doom, for Gods. My name is Lennon. You guys have a great, great week. We'll talk to you guys next Monday. Until then... Be safe, be smart, and peace. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like Mihawk. Blue strip of hundreds, yeah, my pocket's finna seawalk. Talking crazy out the side your heads and say you take it off. And traffic with the cutter getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I got a plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a hundred band jugging and went fuck it off. My dog would get no fucking money around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas lives, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Fool on fire, they won't smoke, then I'm a lighter nigga. Heard it got-